Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the lion's den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, May 27th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Lots to talk about when it comes to Paula Raceway, round two. I should say Fox Raceway, I guess. I don't know. Paula, Fox. I don't know what it is exactly, but uh, lots to talk about, man, when it comes to the race. Eli Tomac, absolutely sensational. 1-1 score. Adam Cirillo taking a second national, of the, second win out of two races. Man, he looks amazing. And uh, there is plenty to talk about tonight. We got Cooper Webb on the show, 450 Supercross champion. Cooper Webb coming on. Michael Moseman coming on. Moseman's been very good lately for the Rockstar Husky team. He will be on. Garrett Marchbanks will be on as well. Looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to your phone calls at 702-586-7857. Don't forget to get uh, get the Pulp Mix app while you can. Support us on Patreon. We got some giveaways on there. We got early access podcast uh, on there as well. Amazon. If you're going to buy some from Amazon, go to the widget on pulpmix.com. Click on that. That takes you to Amazon, and then make your purchase. And we get a small slice of that, everybody, and that's awesome. Help us out, man. There's lots to talk about tonight. I, I, I the two gentlemen in studio here with me is. Um, yeah, it, 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 they're epic. They're going to be great. So I can't wait to dive into it. Uh, thank you, BTOSports.com. Thank you, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Mission Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, LA Honda World, Eagle Grit, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Ride Engineering, and uh, the Intense Bicycles. So, yeah, um, lots to uh, get to tonight. Sponsor deals on PulpMixShow.com. Go there, get a get a code, save some money. It's uh, It'd be really appreciated. There's serious shit going on with those guys. All of our sponsors. There's serious shit going on with all of our sponsors. So thank you for the support, man. Looking forward to tonight's show. Webb, Mosman, Marchbanks, and in studio with me, first up, he is... A past 125 Supercross champion. He is a factory Honda rider. Wrote for Chaparelli. Wrote for Moto Triple X. Uh, factory connection, like I said. Uh, Yamaha R&D man now. Uh, we love having this guy in. Uh, Travis Preston. What's up, Preston? How are you? Hey, Steve. I'm doing good. Thanks for coming in. Thanks holiday Monday. Uh, congrats, everybody, on the holiday. Uh, hanging out, I guess. Yeah, I'm not fun. even sure how I ended up here. Mm. I came over to Chris's, and next thing I know, I'm in the truck. Yep, and we're here. You got a you got a, a blindfold on, and yeah, then, yeah. Well, he told me you're going to Starbucks. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. So. He just didn't mention Starbucks in Vegas. Exactly. Uh, also in studio, uh, our normal regular co-host, uh, part of Kiefer Ring Testing, part of Pulpamex.com. Uh, Chris Kiefer, what's up, man? How are you? Hi, Steve. I'm here. How you One do- piece. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Not too bad. How's Not it? too bad on this Monday. How's it going? <sighs> Getting a lot of texts. You all right, buddy? <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been getting a you lot. You all right? Of. I love you, man. I love you. I'm like, you, you I'm okay? not on suicide watch. Everybody just chill down. So I'm you, good. as we all know, uh, thanks to the Bullfrog Spas, MCR Honda guys, you rode the first two nationals. Yes. Uh, I was your team manager. I like how you used the, the word road. 
trail road. Um, <laughs> now, Shit. Travis. Come on, man. It's only three minutes in the you, fucking show. Let's you, chill down. You have some thoughts on this, and we're going to oh, get into it. Yeah, but okay. I, I am oh, very yeah. interested in hearing some of your thoughts. You know Chris better than I do. You, uh, you've known him forever, and uh, you race at the highest levels like he did. Uh, and you also came back out of retirement for one race. Yes. Like he tried to do. It's completely different, though, Steve. Thank okay. you. All completely right. different. Okay. That he right. says. Yeah. That's okay. what I'm All saying. Right. Okay, yeah. so so you have a lot of things to add to this conversation. I'm very happy you're here. Uh, so well, we, maybe we, I should left his ass so home. We, we, we will dive. We will dive into this. Um, Looking forward to a great show. Webb, Moseman, Marchbanks, all on board. Moseman's been riding really good lately. Man, Mosey he, man's good. He's been really well. Marchbanks, uh, yep, kid on the rise, I think, riding for the Fastest Monster Pro qualifier at Hangtown? Yep. And and Webb, I've been, uh, I wanted to get him on after Vegas. Uh, he he asked me, uh, he said, can we do another time? And so now we're getting him on. Not so much to talk about a 6-6 day at Paula, but we will. But I'm going to talk about his Supercross here, right? Slamming me in Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah, Let's we'll get into that, that for sure. Absolutely. Um, but um, so... Let's. We're gonna we're gonna go into this into a deep dive with your with your situation <laughs> Just touch later. Touch on it right now. But but it didn't it didn't work out at Paula either. No. Uh, I thought you'd be better at Paula, uh, much closer than qualifying than you were at Hangtown because you know the place a little bit. But again, it's a national weekend, man. Things yep. change. Yeah, I was a little better, honestly, at Paula, but it wasn't it wasn't anything major. I like, hey, I was gonna qualify. Uh, yeah, I just think I wasn't prepared enough for what I was about to encounter. We can practice all you want in Southern California. I can get ready. I can do all these things. But when it comes down to clutch time, you got to do it. I didn't cut the mustard. Yeah. I was, I was really bad. I, I, don't, I don't know if really bad is the right word to use. but I was really bad. It's close. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tough love yeah. around here. Yeah. Tough love. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks to the Moto Concepts, Genova, Tony Leslie, Aaron, Cooler. I need... No hate comms. No hate comms. There's no hate comms on this page, okay? Right. But listen, if you aren't a fan of the team by now and they, yeah. they let my ass come ride too. I round. think that was really cool of them. Dude, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, we're talking a, a race bike, Brayton's bike. They could have picked anyone else, you know, <laughs> but Tony picked my old ass to do it. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good job by those guys. And Aaron's coming up. Uh, I don't know how to say Aaron's last name. You're a mechanic. I don't know how to say it either. We'll ask him. He's coming up. Rozek. Morozek. Rozek. Mrozek. 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 He's coming in. Uh, good uh, dude. Yeah. So he's going to come in and we'll talk to him a little bit about it too as well. So, um, all right, so let's touch about your management skills too. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Okay, um, okay absolutely. Good. Yeah, we'll talk we'll talk about that. Uh, and I'm back to being a regular media guy. Does yeah. it feel good? That's so, a schlong shot. Um, you like that better? Yeah, I do. Okay, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, uh, over there in the corner, producing the show, holding things down. He uh, he went dirt bike riding last week with me. Oh, the Travis Marks. I still hurt. He. I felt like you, okay? Okay. Well, no, I no, never mind. I don't feel like you because I wasn't constantly badgering him, okay? Okay, and, and getting on him you nonstop. You weren't up his ass the whole time. No, but I said, hey, come on out. You want to ride? I got a bike for you. Come on out. Your, his bike isn't ready yet. Uh, the never-ending project of the Honda. Almost. And uh, so he, he came out to Western, and, and I said, you can ride my bike. Chris Cooksey was out there. He rode Cooksey's bike as well. So, uh, you know, I watched him get on a bike for the first time in about a year. Nice. And then he... Was the last time he rode was the backflip? No, I did uh, the Michelin ride day out at Western last okay, year. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So how'd it go? How'd it, how'd you feel? Not great. Not great. <laughs> not, not great not at great. all. Well, <laughs> there were gale force winds as well. It was. So, yeah. It was. But that wasn't. That wasn't that bad. It didn't bother me as much as I thought it would. Um, but I wanted to go faster than my body would let me for sure. Did you have fun? I had fun. That's what the. Point I had is. fun, and I want to go Thank again. You. As as miserable as I was during and after, like I still had fun. While I was out there, that's so. all that matters. See, so I'm excited I, to get riding again. When I pecked at you, peck, 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 oh. peck, 
that's now look at you. You have fun. You go ride. You're doing all this cool shit. You're motivated. I'm Dale Davis. You're extreme. I'm extreme. I'm <laughs> Dale right. Davis. Uh, 702-586-7857. You want to talk to uh, Travis Preston or Chris Kiefer or myself? We've got Kiefer after dark later. Thank God. Get Let's you talk back, about that. Get you back in the right I gotta mood. get back into my swing right, Get back into, the, into, into, your, into your deal. <laughs> Travis doesn't want to be here for that. He does not, no. But I'm he, already he's... sweating thinking about it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we got the X-Brand Goggle tear-offs. We have the Race Tech rant of the night. We have the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment as well. Uh, Travis Preston uh, brought to you tonight by EVS Sports. Surely, Travis, uh, in your racing career, you use something from the folks at EVS Sports. Something. Something. I'm sure I have at some point. I just can't remember. I think it was when I was a privateer, but that was so long ago, Steve. But there's got to be something. Shoulder, like, shoulder brace? No. Knee braces? The, no. the neck donut? You used to be an EVS guy, I thought. No. Oh. I, I mean, swear you were. Socks so did I. Or, I. I mean, I, I just, you know, this is a long time okay. ago. Okay. All right. Well, so, <laughs> they've been in business for a while. Over I've the been last, riding a while. Over the last 30 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology when it comes to designing protection gear for today's. Motocross racers. Riders like Hampshire, Hill, Travis Pastrana, all wear AVS when they race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do. EVSSports.com, punch in the code PULP19 to save on anything from knee pads to shoulder braces. EVS Sports, we are protection, and they protected Travis Preston at some point. We're just going to say. Yeah. We're just going to broadly cover it that way. FNS Suzuki EVS was around. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, okay yeah, that'll work. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's lots to get into. You, your attempt at the first two nationals is over. Yep. Uh, you're going to announce tonight that you're going to do Erzberg 2020. Yep, I'm tonight. going off-roading. Yep. So you're gonna Extreme. Extreme that. enduro. Right. Extreme. This is news to me. When did this happen? Oh, no, this decided immediately after Paula. We decided. We needed something else. We need another summit another to climb. Another challenge. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, we need another summit. Right. So Until we conquer one. Okay. Okay, um, we'll get into that later. So, uh, Tomac. 1-1 one, one on the day. First moto, man, I, I mean, first moto to me looked a little bit like first moto Hangtown, just cruising. You're like wondering like, hey, mm-hmm. are you going or what? Because Kenny's up there and Marvin's up there. Um, Anderson's ahead of you. What's, what are you doing, Eli? And, uh, and in Hangtown first moto, he not only couldn't get going, but Osborne passed him back. Uh, but Osborne then fell. Second moto, mud, he wins. But you're like, eh, it's mud, right? Eh, who knows? Uh, uh, this weekend though, it was phenomenal. That the, the the hammer he puts down. Thank you. It's just, I, I I wanted to have him on the night. He told me he couldn't come on. I wanted to like, is this some is this something that flips in your mind where you're like, okay, it's now go time. Well, you're saying what happened in the first moto? You know, the first moto he was behind Cooper. That's for, right. Forever. Yeah. What happened when he got past Cooper and then just went? For uh, it? Does he does he find lines? Okay. Does he a find lines? B does the competition get tired? C, does he just decide, now it's go time? I think A and C. I think he gets comfortable. Kind of get, gets in a flow, starts to feel good, uh-huh. has his lines figured out, knows the track. And, and then says, now and it's... And then a, a couple guys maybe are starting to get tired. It, it was past 15 minutes. I think it was around oh, yeah. 18 oh, yeah. minutes, yep. 20 minutes when he started to lay the hammer down. Yep. So guys are feeling it. Uh-huh. He's feeling good. Yeah, he was doing two tens at around 28 minutes. And mm-hmm. guys were doing two twelves, two thirteen. So... That was the start of the race. Guys were doing two tens, and they kind of faded off two to three seconds. Yep. He remained the same. And what's what I noticed just by racing the track and then watching him ride it afterwards, lines that were just meh weren't the greatest lines. He made them work. Like yeah. on top of the hill, there's an outside line. He made that work. It wasn't the fastest line, but he made it work. So for he goes different places and comes out either A, as good as he went in, or B, makes the pass. That's what's amazing to me. Right. 
And he uses so much fucking energy, dude. Yeah, he's standing up. Stands up, stands slams up. in. Oh, I mean, that wall in the middle, if you watch the race, it doesn't look like a big wall, but they overjump and flatland that thing, and that thing was so muddy and blown out, and they landed the next jump. Yeah. I, I can't imagine right. how much energy that is. Travis, he's talking like, you know, what? You know, he, he's saying, talking about, well, when you're racing the track, you know. Yeah, yeah, riding. He was out there looking at the track. I was trail riding yeah, the track. Yeah. You mother. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> That's the first of many. Okay, yeah, uh, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but And then so second moto, you know, gets a little better deal and just takes off, man. And that is really, really impressive. Like, you're just like, holy shit. Like, how does a guy do that, man? How does a guy... I, I, yeah, just the, the Roxon, Webb, Muscan, Anderson, these are the best riders out there. The thing about... Tomac versus you watch everyone else. Muscan smooth, rocks and hops bumps. Tomac has a blend of all of all of it. Yeah. He can hammer. Yeah, whatever you want to do, right? He can yeah. hop. Yeah. He and then then he has this extra gear that no one seems to really have late in the moto. Mm -hmm. Um it's it's just super impressive for me to watch and when you watch it live it's even more impressive because well, I'm on the track and it feels different. And then I watch those guys and I'm like, it just looks like a whole different world. Yeah. So um, um, it's super impressive for me to see, especially for him. He's just gnarly. I did not think that Roxham was going to get caught. I, I don't know if it's still that illness, the sickness he's got going on. You know, he's talked about he talked about on the show last week uh, antibiotics that broke that broke him down and leave him vulnerable to 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 you know sort of fatigue and things like that. Um, I, that you know he has a five six second lead at some point. I don't, I don't know this for sure, but just for me being around a little bit, I think some of it's the bike. I think he's not completely happy with his bike yet. He is, well, and, and with the he Honda. He brought a suspension guy from Germany over at some point in Supercross, which raised a huge red flag for me. Yeah. I'm just like, what? He, yeah. did, he just, to me, he just doesn't look as strong as, as Tomac. Like, like you said, Tomac is just bouncing off everything. But who does? He's yeah. uh, Osborne. Osborne looks strong, but uh, Osborne looks strong and a little sketchy. Um, Tomac, the, champion, the, the uh, Anderson, yeah, Anderson looks strong. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You couldn't blame Kenny for not being as strong in the arms for all he's gone through. Well, that's no. what I was about to say. I think the bike is a little off. Mm -hmm. He's not willing to hang it out like he used to hang it out because he simply can't because I don't think he's as strong right. in his arm. Uh, and that bike is somewhat finicky. You might have a good setting, and it, and it completely feels different at different tracks. Yep. I don't think that's anything different for their bike as well. So right. um, I think they're still kind of searching to make him happy, and that's what it takes for him to go Tomac level is to be mm -hmm. comfortable, period. Right. Um, Anderson's surprising me. I was very surprised. Uh, for, through the first four motos, through all of them. He's yeah. really surprised me. He hasn't raced in a while. No. It looks good. Out of all the guys I like watching ride, I love watching Anderson ride, just the way mm -hmm. his style is. How he hangs off the back. He uses his feet a I'm, lot. I'm with you. He's all over the place on the bike. Yeah. I like, I like that. But He's I, aggressive. He fights for yeah. it. I, I like that. Him and Osborne have had good battles. His you teammate. know, I've been impressed with Osborne. Yeah. He looked really good, I thought, at Hangtown. Just his balance, staying in the ruts. Yep. Just just looked good. I was really impressed. Yeah. He this, had, is this first year racing outdoors he, on the 450? Yeah. 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 No, he he's... I, what I like about Osborne too is he's in great shape. He's got a lot of heart, man. He was really far down from Webb in that moto, and he just and, and same with Tomac in the, in the first moto in Hangtown. And dude, he just never gives up. He just he just doesn't just fighting that kid the whole way, fighting that kid, fighting that guy, the whole way, man. He is uh, 
I've known him a long time, and he used to live with Willard down in Corona, and I used to hang out with Willard a lot. And Zach had allergies. He had all these sinus issues. He always had a cold. He always was sick. Like, there was always something wrong with Zach, and he always would fight through it or either go to the doctor and try to get his shit handled. And then it's... And he wasn't in shape like he is now. So for me to see him back then yeah. to where he's evolved to now, where he's not yeah. sick every week, yep. he got his shit figured out, and he's strong, it's pretty yep. cool to see. Um, Glenn Helen or Paula? Uh, Glenn Helen. Glenn Helen. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You can't beat those hills? I hate Glenn Helen. But yep. I would the national, I think Glenn Helen. It belongs to Glenn Helen. Yeah, I, I, for, I, I'm just talking as a spectator. You've ridden Paula. A lot, I, and I actually like riding at Paula. But to yep. me, it just the race looked like it was hard to pass. The track looked like it dried out, got kind of hard, and it just looked hard to pass. And then for the spectators, you know, I love Glen Helen because you can go sit your ass on a hill and see a lot of the track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked Paula track. It was actually good. There's a couple one line sections. Yep. Uh, but for me, it wasn't as deep as obviously Sacramento. It had a lot of rain, yeah. but. There, there was places to move around, at least. At least you could, if you landed off a jump, you can move over and then get in the line. You weren't just locked into something all the time. And, you know, I think Glen Helen's a tougher track. Yeah. I, th- oh, yeah. I, I, no, think, I think, to think me, you, yeah, a win at Glen Helen is going to mean more than a win at Paula. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think you can dispute that Glen Helen's a tougher track, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to ask the guys tonight on the, the guests we yeah, have tonight good. a little bit about that. But, yeah, um, yeah it, I have a theory, though. I like so your theories. So, what was deeper, Hangtown or Paula? Hangtown, right, Kiefer? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, did you happen to know the first two motos of the races were fantastic. Great racing. Great battles. Close together. And like you said, it wasn't dissed up. It wasn't deep. It was harder base. Yeah. I think we should do that for more tracks. If you go to, and I go to these nationals, you guys watch them on TV. Dude, they're all the same. They're watered and sawdust and rice holes and dirt and they're rutted like crazy and you can only go, you know, in certain lines at certain times. You can't really move because the ruts are bad in the corners. We have a track here that's harder base, yep. and we saw some great racing. I think they should lighten up on the prep a little bit. Go ahead if you want to go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I don't agree with that because okay. I feel like I, – I just think back to Lakewood, Colorado has always been a really ruddy race, mm-hmm. and you'll have six ruts in a corner. Yep. And when I went there, if a slower rider went to the inside – you know, you're locked in that inside rut. I would take two ruts over, and I would just really try to carry my speed and go around the guy. And to me, that was a more technical track. I think ruts make it technical. Ruts separate it. And but but maybe hurts for more racing. Hurts racing because it's hard, the more I'm, mistakes are made. There's more separation. I'm talking as a racer. I, I want to be able to separate me from the slower guy. Yeah. So I okay. I, I, li- I like a more technical. I'm talking. I'm track. talking about as a guy watching him. You know, and I'm like, I'm watching that first 50 moto, and I'm like, holy shit, this is a great moto. This is amazing. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, I think what Travis is saying, and I didn't race Colorado. I've never raced. I've ridden there. But there's ruddy races where he's talking about where it works, where you have, you know, 13, 12 ruts, and you can go. In Red those. bud. Okay. But you can move and then get in that rut. What I've noticed with our tracks in Sacramento is, like, you land, you're in a rut right now. Like, there wasn't any time to move and get over, at least in qualifying. I know they did some work to the motos, for the motos, some prep work. But at least for Paula, I felt like there was ruts going around the corners, and then it opened up, and then it went back to ruts, it opened up. There was chances for you to move around. I think that provides better racing for guys to, A, be more comfortable to, to fish around for lines, and B, 
to make passes. So um, I think we need it all, man. Like, yeah. he, I watched the GP this weekend. It was yeah. rock hard as shit. Right. And and guys were going all over the place. And it, So we need some of that. Yeah, let's, right. let's have good tracks, fuck tracks, whatever. Let's just mix it up. Let's have fuck tracks. Yeah, let's have fuck you tracks. Know, also, though, I think a lot depends on the dirt. I think no matter what you do at, at, at Hangtown, the, the ruts are going to be the ruts because that dirt hardens and the ruts get mm-hmm. kind of clay-ish. Mm-hmm. And a red bud track, the the ruts form, but they're a soft rut where they can kind of blow out. You can move around a little bit. And more. they reform. Yeah. Yeah. West Coast ruts, they – what's up, Rock? They don't uh, reform as easy as East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. They – got shitty dirt out here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of Lakewood, we have t- uh, four tickets, two pairs of tickets to Lakewood, courtesy of the folks at Lakewood uh, National this weekend coming up. Round three of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. Mark, let's just, just do first two callers. I want two pairs of tickets. 702-586-7857. Two pairs each. Talk, um, talk about a good No, two to- tickets each. Two tickets each. No. How many tickets do you have? Four? Yeah. So two tickets each. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do they have to live in Colorado? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have to live in Colorado. Good. Good point. All right. Two tickets to two people. Talk about a good track to watch from. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah. They they got it really good. I like really that race. Good. That's a good race to go to. It, it is a good race. Yep. Yeah, it's good to fly into Denver. Easy. Easy access. Yeah. To everything else. So yeah. So seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If uh, if you want a pair of tickets to uh, to the Lakewood National this weekend, courtesy of David Claybaugh and the folks there. Uh, so thanks thanks for that as well. Um. Marvin second overall. Um, he said last weekend at Hangtown a practice crash caught him, uh, and he felt better this weekend. So good for Marv. Uh, hey, um, Justin Hill. We shit on Justin Hill a lot. You shit on Justin Hill. We do. There's no we. Collective pulp people. Okay, got it. Good job for him this weekend. Yeah, very good. good. Eight, eight yeah, seven. Eight seven. Right. Charged up both motos. Rode well. You know. I just It's good to see. It's funny because I rode with him a little bit before Hangtown at Mumford's, and we all sat there and watched him, and all of us look, looked at each other, and, and without even saying anything, it, we all knew what we were thinking. It's yeah. just like, how's this guy not fucking winning or podium? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's amazing how good the dude is. Yeah, it really is. So good job for Justin Hill this weekend. I'm sure the JGR Suzuki guys are stoked. Suzuki, speaking of Suzuki, the 2020s RMZs dropped. Yep. And graphics. Rick? Rick? Yeah, um, nothing much there. Nothing. They Still, didn't even try to hide it. Kickstarter life, you know. They didn't even try to hide it, like revised suspension dampening or new mapping. Yeah. They didn't even do that. Like that, they could they could say that and lie to all of us, but they didn't even do that. They here's, just said, "Look, there's just new graphics." Here's the thing with this too, but coming from a testing background, I think Suzuki will sell bikes still because the lower price point of it, guys can afford it. Still a good bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Normal yep. guys can go buy it yep. and have fun on it. I know a few of my buddies that have RMZs, and they yep. love it. Yep. So. Yep. Um, 2020 Yamahas, uh, Travis, what, what's yeah, up with Yeah, those? there you go. Good what, question. What are, we, what are we doing with those? What's June, happening? Well, it's uh, Wednesday, or, uh, June 4th. Uh, Tuesday or Wednesday? June 4th. Announced. Oh, oh, I yeah. didn't even know that. So it is coming up. Yeah, it's coming oh, up. Oh, okay. But, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we are Blue Crew members. Next week. Maybe you You'll could know. Maybe you could share with us. You know, I'm a member. Okay. Like, you like think, right now, just yeah, yeah, share yeah. everything yeah, with you yeah, right because, now. Yeah, because, yeah, I'm Blue Crew, like, okay. like you are. <laughs> will, Steve, will Steve get his know. contract again? You think he'll get renewed? Am I going to get if renewed? If I share everything, uh, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I might lose my contract. You might lose yours, so I'm just, <laughs> I might just keep my mouth shut. Uh, so Okay, so that's good to know, though, coming up. Shortly, but so. I am looking forward. There there are some bikes coming out that I'm really proud of. Oh, yeah? So, oh, good. So I'm looking forward to some Okay. Um, we're going to have Cooper Webb here shortly on the show. And we haven't had you in for a while in studio. 
Has yeah. he been in for a while? No, it's been a long time. Right. Like How a do year? You, no, no not less that than that. Because you've been in this house, you said. Yes, I've been and in this And we moved house. in this. We moved in the this. Studio, the studio, you're still getting the studio set up. Yeah. So um, let me ask you about Webb. So left Blue Crew, mm-hmm. looked like a new man, won seven races, won the 40 Supercross Championship. Yeah. What's your take on that? That's I think a it's, a, it's a combination of things. Is, is one, it's, this is his kind of last shot. I think mentally he was in the right place because you, you, you don't make it happen at KTM. You're probably not going to make it happen again. Mm-hmm. So it, it's go time. So mm-hmm. he realizes that. He has a new trainer. Yep. He probably you know, uh, started doing more work, obviously. Uh, the bike, you know, he probably did more testing, started earlier. He just took all the experiences he had. And just learn from those. And oh, so Yamaha made them. The, <laughs> is this no, where we're going with this? No, no. I, I'm just saying it. It was just a combination of a lot of good things. Listen, I'm Blue Crew, so you don't got to sell me on this, but it's not a good look for us. No, no, it's not. No. Right. Want me to tell you what it is? I put it at 55. I want to say, I think I could, somebody could hit me up and say I'm wrong. 55% bike, 45% Alden mm. was my breakdown. God, that's too much. I think no, it's, no, no. It's, I mean, obviously, it's, it's him. No, no, it's him. Let's face it, it's him. It's but, a lot but of if mental. You want it, this sport, it's yeah, mainly obviously. mental. So, 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 what do you think? Um, it's it's mostly the bike. I feel like more bike than for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For him and his style yeah. of riding. Yep. Yeah. I also think uh, having Roger, feeling wanted, getting that call because he always refers to the phone call he got when he was in the hotel, and it made him feel special. Like, hey, even through all the shit that I've been going through right now, man, you guys still want me. And and let's face it, KTM. He said fa- he had a two-year deal from Yamaha or, or no, a one-year deal from Yamaha, two years from KTM. Factory, Red Bull, KTM is the, the pinnacle of our factory support. Factory riders. Like, I disagree that's, with that. Really? Yeah. Like, you still think Honda is? Yeah. No, I don't. Anymore. Okay. I think most of the – if you asked any of the guys where they would want to be, I think they would want to be at KTM. Because one, the bike, the Alden program, everything that goes along with it. So I think him being wanted at that time when he was doing so bad really flipped it mm-hmm. for him. And then he probably got on the bike and goes, wow, this is a really good bike. Boom, boom, boom. Confidence goes Listen, up. It's, I just want to say, it's not a good look for us Blue Crew people. No. It doesn't look because good on the got, bike. he got one podium in Supercross. But the, the, the bad thing is, I know how good the I've ridden close to a factory Yamaha last year. And it was fucking really good. The bike's great. Yeah. So yeah. I just think it was a lot of things, but I think the bike helped getting being wanted. Right. Like he said, mental is a huge yeah. thing. So uh, More about Blue Crew. I talked to Barsha and Ferris after the race. Neither guy's stoked with how they're doing right now. Barsha's coming off injuries. He hasn't tested much. Ferris is going to go back to an air fork, he told me, for next weekend, something he's more comfortable with. They're not where they need to be with the bikes, Travis, but I think they just haven't got the time to do it. They, I think both got, both guys' attitude is not like, I'm so pissed off. It's like we just we got to get better. Well, yeah, there's only there's only so much you can do when people are getting injured. People mm-hmm. are getting a phone call to ride the bike at the last minute. Yep. So I mean, you, you you can only do so much with with the time you have. Do you do you just? I mean, look, you, you know, you only ride a couple days a week. You got to recover and all that. And then we have a week we have a week off next week. Is that where gains are made next week? Yeah, I, I definitely think that that's going to be a good so, point where, where they can make up some. Can I ask a question? Some healing and get stronger. Yeah. And high point. So high point, we may see better Ferris, better Barsha. I mean, Barsha's just like, hey, man, I need surgery on one wrist, and my other wrist is jacked, and the wrist that is, doesn't need surgery is the one that's giving me the problem right now, and I'm not where I need to be. So yeah, here, here, I want to put you on the spot. This is nothing to you, but oh, okay, here we go. Because uh, he's going to put you on the spot later. That's fine. Yeah. 
why doesn't Yamaha use you, the, the team, use you more for testing? Out of all the teams, they have a test guy. They have you that could okay. really do something. Time out. Okay. Uh, there's another guy with number two on his bike. Says the same thing. Thank you. Our Ryan Villapoto is like, they've never asked me. They've never talked to me. I'm not why, why can't Ryan, they utilize these good guys? No, 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 RV I, says I, I'm, RV I says I have I'm, been. You know, oh, it's oh. it's just if, if there's time in my schedule and and they ask me, yeah, I, I do it. Like uh, t- I think two weeks ago, uh, I I was helping these guys, uh, Barsha, come up with his setting. Who asked you that, to, Keith? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So RV says I'm not the greatest test rider ever, but I think I can help. Right. I know what I'm doing. That's what Villapoto said. Right. They've never asked them. And Villapoto probably has more time than TP, right? Yeah. So. You know, this is what I think. And like, hey, we're behind the right. A ball. Well, right. when well, all these guys are hurt, why aren't we calling up some other dudes that has speed that ha- can test? Well, Honda's got Trey Kennard. Exactly, and that and, has helped. Well, you but you just said the bike isn't where but it needs it to be. But from where we were, I should say we they were, yeah. it is a lot better. Okay, so yeah, you got to yeah, start. I, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's so when you rode the bike, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely, you know, I, I, for me personally, I think every team should have some type of guy testing yeah. full time right. because, you know, me being a racer is these guys need to train, these guys need to recover yep. and to do proper testing, you have to do, you know, engine brackets all day, get through the bullshit and yeah. then give Cooper Webb the three best yeah, engine that, brackets. Yeah, that's what Trey does. I guess Trey narrows things down to like A and B or A, B and, and C. And, and yeah. a racer, they get tired. They just want to get out of there. So you can really yep. kind of lead yourself in, in the wrong direction. I yep. felt like sometimes that, that has happened um, with, with, with Yamaha because the riders are getting hurt. You know, they're, 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 they, they just don't have a solid guy that's been healthy for a while on the bike. Here's what I like about Trey. And just test riding and good test riders in general. When I'm out testing on the production side, Trey has come out before, and I and I watch him right. Obviously, he's still an amazing rider. But what I like about what happens with racers and they test, it's a little bit smoke and mirrors. They I see them take different lines, and I've heard the feedback they've given the team, and they're like, "Hey, this is really good." I just watched you take a fucking smooth line. You right, were taking the right. whole. St- different line that you've been taking the last yeah. three tests of course that's going to feel better trey he never wavered he he picked the line where he was going to which was rough mm-hmm. and he stayed on that line all day long that's how you test right you got to stick to where you're at you can't apples to oranges of course it's going to feel different yeah stick to where you're at well i think the good news for yamaha is that barsha and ferris aren't like mother effing anything they understand the situation well and they'll get better you know look at the star bikes you have will yeah. Hahn, and and i've done testing with star and will and you know will's a consistent guy there that's riding and testing right. the bikes and right. making sure that everything's going and, smoothly and, and staying on course peyton talks about tedesco helping a lot too yeah. with their program and a lot yeah, so right. you know uh vertex pistons uh 65 years ago vertex was founded in a small technical workshop in italy did you know that preston no. Did you know the Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM? I learned that on this show. Okay. A full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica high compression and GP style. Visit them at vertexpistons.com. 25% off if you email sales at pivotworks.com. You can save at vertexpistons.com. Sales at pivotworks.com. And you tell them mention Pulp, and you'll get a hell of a deal. Uh, speaking of KTMs and uh, Pistons, let's welcome our first guest on the show. He's the 450 Supercross champion. Uh, Cooper Webb, what's up, man? How are you? Good. Good, man. How are you guys? We're good, man. Thank good. you for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. 
Be Look, Paula didn't go probably as well as you wanted to. You're an East Coast guy, though. You're that, that you're waiting for those tracks, huh? Yeah, nope. it wasn't uh, the greatest day at, at the office, but uh, no, can't complain. And yeah, like you said, I mean, got the first two California rounds done and dusted, and yep. uh, yeah, we'll see where we can go from here. Were you happy with your Hangtown ride? At least the first moto. I, you know, I know you ran second for a long time. Uh, were you happy there? Yeah, I was. Yep. Um, you know, obviously the mud, second mud, you never know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, first mud, I was pretty happy. I mean, obviously being up front with the whole shot, you know, you want to kind of do more of it. But uh, yeah, I was, I was happy with that podium for sure. Okay, so you can't say neither, but Glen Helen or Paula for you? Uh, Glen Helen, hundred percent. Yeah, just hills and everything. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Paul. Obviously, I didn't do that well, but right. man, it was, in my opinion, not a national caliber track. Okay. Um, 702-586-757. You got a question for Cooper Webb. Uh, give us a call here. Brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Uh, Cooper, I don't feel like you needed to come over and apologize to Kiefer when you uh, accidentally hit him <laughs> at Hangtown. It's fine, dude. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't don't Just get out of, get out of his way, Kiefer, next time, okay? Dude, <laughs> fuck, I didn't even see him. Well, get out of his way. He's going a lot faster than I, you. I thought it, first of all, I come out of the corner, I'm going to do the step up. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do the step up. I was like, bam! <laughs> I'm like, I look up, I'm like, I thought it was Marvin, and I was about to get pissed. And then I looked up, I saw number two, I'm like, ah, fuck it, that's fine. <laughs> but then he's he, not, he, he, he went to the freaking off the track to hit the step up or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there like, you go. It's like we get the hey, real man, story. I yeah. fucking wanted to make sure I was gonna clear this some bitch. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, stay on the track, and maybe guys won't hit you, bro. <laughs> like you know, seriously. Uh, no, it's classy of you to come over and apologize. So, so that that was cool. No, um, I didn't. I felt bad. Um, hey, so I've I've as a mechanic, uh, I remember when uh, Chad was chasing down a Supercross title, and we were doing it. We were middle of outdoor stuff, and. Chad was like, I'm not doing any outdoor stuff. I'm Supercross only. You know what I mean? That's I got, I got this title to win and everything else. Um, yeah. You were in the same situation. You had a title to win and and all of that. So did you get – were you one of those superstitious guys? Like, I don't want to touch outdoors. I don't want to think outdoors uh, until I wrap this thing up. Or did you allow yourself some outdoors to testing before, you know, the end of Supercross? Uh, yeah, I, I rode a little bit before the end of Supercross. Um, you know, I, I actually wanted to. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, but it was, you know, but I understood, like, the team and the plan with all and everything that we were on, obviously, was really geared towards Supercross. And especially, you know, that time after Denver was was kind of a critical – New Jersey, in my opinion, was critical. So it was mm-hmm. one of those things that, you know, hey, we're going into this Easter break. Actually, KTM did come down and test, which was, was good, but it's – like you said, it's one of those things, at least for me, that it was like, man, you know, I wasn't really into outdoor mode. I was right. a little conservative. You know, I was also still kind of getting used to the bike because I haven't ridden it outdoors at that point any. So, um, you know, it was good to, to get some testing. But, yeah, I mean, really this, this whole focus was on, on Supercross. And, I mean, before mm-hmm. Vegas, I had, you know, three days maybe. On, on outdoors and it was just the testing so yep, yep. you know obviously the supercross championship was the the major goal and the the whole you know i i had all my focus on that yeah yeah i mean 
Preston, you were in that deal too with the Supercross Championship. I don't know when you wrapped it up. But a completely different level. Well, yeah, but, but, but what I'm saying is, but you can understand where you're like, I don't even want to ride that right now. I really just want to think about Supercross. Yeah, but also at the same time, like I, I tried to take my mind off of it. You oh, know? yeah, okay. And just yeah. focus on winning and, and just doing, you know. Yeah. Because you start thinking about, okay, I got to get fifth or sixth or. Yeah, right, right. If this guy does it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just, I, I, I think I would be, I don't want to ride outdoors. I don't care about outdoors. And, and the Cooper, <laughs> and that's what I thought about was cool about you was like, it looked like that's how you thought. Like, it looked like you were going for it all the way till the end. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's the, the thing is, at least for me, it was one of those things. I, I enjoyed riding outdoors and I was, you know, excited to kind of switch it up. But it was one of those things. It's like, man, you know, you put this much time and effort with two races left you know the way the break was and stuff and that's when I really kind of got onto the outdoors and like I said it, it was one of those things that I wanted to try to put myself in the best situation going into Vegas you know and mm -hmm. obviously you know things unfolded how, how they did but at the time I wanted to be as prepared as I could be for New Jersey and Vegas you know because like you said stuff can happen and it was a nice lead but you know, I, I didn't want to go into Vegas with, you know, that lead chopped in half or something like that. So, you know, the like you said, it was it was a lot of, you know, it was really my at that time my my dream to to win that that championship. So it it did. You know, looking back, I'm like, man, I wish I would have ridden more outdoors. But <laughs> at the time, you know, you're you're in yeah. that that zone. Uh, so I raced these two races, as you know. And I'm trying to give these weekend warrior guys an outlook of like what you guys are built like because we always talk about how you have to be mentally tough and and Cooper is so race his racecraft is bitching and all these things and this these two races that I did mentally screwed me up and this and it means nothing to no one besides myself so I can't imagine you having all these guys around you all the time getting a bike ready for you putting the money into you. Uh, you have to show up, you have to perform, you have to do all these things that only really you kind of know on the outside looking in. We're just watching you race. And it seems like, oh, it's bitching. He gets to race and he gets paid and that's awesome. But can you give a little bit of insight of how gnarly it is during the week when you're not at the race of what you have to go through to be prepared to go do what you do uh, on, on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, it's a full... I'm sure, as like you said, you know, and and Travis and even Steve, it's, it's something that, from the public perspective, you know, you'll never even with, you know, behind the scenes video and this and that series or or whatever you hear, it's something that, uh, it's a it's obviously a full time job and it's it's a sacrifice, you know. I mean, um, at the at this level, and especially me now, like that was one of the things I realized coming over to Eldon's was how much you, you really have to put in to, you know, not even guarantee a, a good result, you know. Um, so it, it is gnarly. I mean, obviously, for me, it's, it's, it was an eye-opening experience coming here. But when you, when you achieve your goals, it, it makes it 1,000% worth it. But, yeah, I mean, um, you know, the, the hours, not even during the week, just that you spend – you know, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, you know, hey, making sure you're rested, you know, making sure your nutrition's on point, your training, your recovery, your sleep, to, you know, just the off-season prep that goes into it. I mean, um, obviously more for, for Supercross and stuff, but 
yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot that goes into it, but you know, it's it's part of it, and you know, to me, that's what what makes the sport so gnarly is you know you can be the best guy, check all the boxes, be on point during the week, but Saturday is all that counts. So, uh, you know, that's the the pretty cool part about it to me. You know, before you came on here, we were giving Preston a lot of shit about how, you know, leaving Yamaha on a bike that he helped develop uh, seemed to spark your career. I just want you to know that, Webb. So just, just I, want you, I want you to know that. As soon as, before you got on here, we made sure to let Preston know that. But, uh, <laughs> right, Travis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, hey, look, you at Anaheim 1, you were sneaky fast. You fell in the first turn. You came back to fifth. You had the the uh, the fastest lap time. You won one of the uh, uh, main events at, at the, the Triple Crown Series in Anaheim. But the Texas race where you caught Kenny and got him at the last straightaway was that was that the moment things changed for you, or were you already feeling pretty good in the Super Series, or, or was that the pivotal moment that we were, that we all kind of look back on? Yeah, I mean, man, it, it's hard to say. You know, what was the pivotal? I think. It all led up to to it all. I mean, the like you said, A one was even though the result wasn't yeah. you know uh, what what my writing showed. That was a huge confidence thing, which you know I then brought into. I actually brought it speed wise into Phoenix, and then actually just had a, a really bad result there. And I think that's what actually kind of sparked the beginning of it was okay. that really made me mad, you know, yeah. you know, and how much work I had put in and the speed and the results. So going to A2, it was more like a fired up thing. And then, you know, I think achieving and actually getting that win was, mm-hmm. boom, gave me the instant confidence to know, man, I can, I can win again. Yep. And then, like you said, when, when, when the Dallas thing came about, you know, all the races I had won up to that point, I had gotten either the whole shot or, you know, a top three start. And I think at Dallas was was a huge moment for me because it was I, – I didn't get a good start and, you know, literally had to pass everyone. And it also was, in my opinion, like a – just a, a, obviously an iconic moment with the, how close it was. But just uh, overall, like, you, you couldn't script a, a better race for me, you know, like right. – to come through and I mean a last turn pass like you know it's it, you you rarely if ever ever see that so I think for me it was like once I did that it was like okay you know right I, I I'm back and I don't have to rely on my good starts or whatever like you know I I know now that I can run and potentially beat you know anybody on the starting gate yeah yeah it was uh it was a remarkable season uh let's take some phone calls for you here uh, first up, we have uh, Clint Boyer. Clint, what's up going on, man? How are you? Hey, man, what's up? How you doing tonight? Good. Thanks for calling the show. Hey, thank you. I just wanted to talk to Cooper real quick, if that's all right. Yeah, he's on hold. He's there. Hey, Cooper, what's up, man? This is Clinton Boy. How you doing? Good, man. How about you? Good, good. It's been a while since I got to see you. I'm hoping to come and see you at High Point. I'm a huge fan of yours. I've, I've met you a couple times at Muddy, at Muddy Creek before. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see you at High Point, man. Come on by. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep, I'm going to try. Yep, that's what I'm shooting for. It's High Point and uh, Bus Creek this summer. Cool. Proud of how, I'm proud of you this year. I'm really proud of you. How good you done this year, man. Uh, cool. Thank Th- you. Thanks for the call, man. Really appreciate, appreciate it. That. Can I ask you just one more quick question? Sure. 
if in October, if you get asked to go, if you, in October, if you were to get asked, would you go to Netherlands and race another super fast KTM rider that just got back on the bike this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we'll see what all comes about, but yeah, I, I think it would be a, a cool race to to attend. Oh, yeah, I'd love to see it. That would be awesome. Another Charlotte showdown to on the boat on the same. Well, kind of. Well, I would say the exact same, but obviously the same for KTM. I think that would be pretty yeah. that would definitely be wild to watch. Cool. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Clint. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh yeah, that would be awesome. Um if you got it to pick for that this nation's team going going over Holland and, and all of that. So that'll be that'll be awesome, man. Um it's uh by the way, uh so Hammer at Red Bull, uh he's like, hey man, we're having an after party for Coop's title if he wins it, uh, you know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, I'll go or whatever. And then he's like, well, let me see if I can get you in. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, cool. And then, Coop, I've never heard another word back from him for, for the rest of the – like, thanks a lot, Hammer. Thanks, that's awesome. Great, thank you. Never – hey, man, I'll you see if I can get you in. let your guy Seth. Oh, dude. Yeah. You know, I, I, made fu- I made fun of the uh, Dirt Shark video, so I got blocked from the Monster Party at Vegas. So the only company I had was Red Bull, and Hammer let me down. So I just – I just yeah. Can we, Dang, can we talk about your guy Seth? Town. Yeah. Can we talk about your guy Seth for a minute, Coop? Let's let's do it. Uh I was at the riders meeting this uh Saturday morning and uh you know his riders, Jacob and Hartenraft. And I'm yeah. sitting there, I look over at Seth, I see what his jeans he's wearing. Look over at Jake, see what jeans he's wearing. Look at Hartenraft. They're fucking like the three amigos, dude. Yeah. They all got the metrosexual shit going on. It's yeah. like the Seth Rarick starter kit all happening over there. <laughs> same haircuts. Dude. Yeah. Same no. deal. It's like, is that what you have to do when you go with Seth? You got to sign a contract and say, hey, man, skinny jeans and shaved sides. And then the, 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 yeah. the accordions on the jeans. Yeah. Like the jeans that have the little ruffles. It's like, hey, if you don't train with me, you got to shop at H&M, and that's where you got to go. That's it. That's it. It's in the contract, man. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. It's a yeah. full-service training. Yeah. He's yeah. going to help you get chicks. He's yeah. going to help you ride bikes. He's going to help you look better. He's going to take your chick, dude. He's too good looking. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was so, I, I was with you on that. I'm like, look at these guys. They're all the same. They're, yeah. all, they're exactly the same. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, awesome. Travis, you want to ask Coop about mutual friend you guys had? Oh, yeah. So, Coop, I was wondering, you know, the uh, Han brothers tend to talk about you. So I'm wondering, yeah. which one is your favorite? I know you have a favorite. <laughs> Who is it? Ooh. Dude, that's a tough one, man. Man, um, so a little background to that. So I met I met Will first. Um, shoot, it was probably 2013. I was a rookie actually that year and started, we were racing against each other a few weekends and he was always nice to me or whatever. And then... Um, that off season, I was actually living in California and Menifee in an apartment and, uh, I was looking at moving into a house and, uh, ironically enough, I had moved like two tenths of a mile from Will not knowing. And, uh, so I moved in everything and he actually came by and like, was offering to help move in and you know just super nice <laughs> he's like a, like a neighbor hey would you like some cookies <laughs> like found me everything and then uh so i started hanging out with him and it was actually at the time it was super cool because i was 18 in california by myself and he was actually like a really good friend to have you know he he was experienced and had a lot of questions and really taught me a lot and then Obviously, I met Tom through him, 
And then about a year later, when Tom was making his comeback, I had an open house, and Tom's like, hey, you know, I'm going to race Supercross again for, uh, what was the name of that team? The Honda team uh, from Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, Cross, yeah, like, Crossland, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so he actually moved in with me. It was my roommate. So he was like my roommate for, shoot, six to eight months while he was racing again. So I got to know both of them obviously really well. And, um, you know, obviously still see Will quite a bit. But we're we're all, we're both really tight, all, at least me and Tom and me and Will. Um, I'd say I'd spent probably more time with Will over the years. Yeah, so how about this? So okay. if your house was on fire, who are you saving, Seth or a Han brother? <laughs> Damn, put me on the spot, man. Uh, <laughs> no. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Man, I'd probably Seth. I've, shoot, I've known him for yeah, you guys. since I was literally 12 years old. They're all good guys, though. Uh, really good guys. They are super solid guys, for uh, sure. Red Bull KTM's Cooper Webb on the show, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Thanks to Vertex as well for coming on board. Uh, we've given away those four tickets to Lakewood this weekend, right, Marks? We got all that, so don't bother calling in. Uh, 702-586-7857. We have a few more minutes here with Cooper Webb, and then uh, we'll move on from there. Chris Kiefer and Travis Preston. Uh, purchases. Anything after Supercross Championship? Did you get anything? You plan on getting anything? <laughs> After the championship, no. Um, but it was I had a I made a deal with myself at the beginning of the year. I was I've never been a a vehicle guy. I drove a motor van until <laughs> literally like a year and a half ago, and then buckled down and got the most basic Chevy made had power. I uh, didn't even have power locks. Oh really? Power windows, Jeez. nothing. <laughs> So I had told myself, I said, all right, this year, if I win a race, my dream truck's always been a, a Raptor. Yeah. So I said, if I win a race, I'm going to buy a Raptor. And then uh, I had told Zacho about it, and, you know, he, he has a Raptor and stuff. So it was uh -huh. like, you know, all off-season, if anything got tough, he's like, well, just think about that Raptor, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so obviously I won the first one, and, you know, one again the next weekend, and I was kind of putting it off, putting it off, and then he was the one that just kept bugging the crap out of me about it. He's like, <laughs> dude, if you don't show up here tomorrow with, you know, you're so full of shit. Da, da, da. <laughs> so on the off weekend, I actually went and, and ended up, you know, getting one. So, mm. yeah, that was the the purchase, but, man, nothing. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know, man. I got I got everything I need right now. Yeah, you deserve it for sure. Yeah, Raptors are, are pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. For I sure. just want to let you know I had your back since last Monster Cup, and then you fucking take me out of Hangtown. I was like, that's how he's treating me. <laughs> yeah, man. that's a good point. You, I will yeah. say, I will say, I don't, I don't, you know, read a whole lot of stuff, but I do remember you saying that um, someone had shared that with me at Monster Cup. You were saying, you know, hey, the result wasn't what he wanted, but. Keep keep an eye on this guy. That's yeah, right. yeah, you're, he, yeah. He, you're he, psychic, huh? Yeah, yeah, no. He, you probably have a lot of those people though. Coop coming out of the woodwork. I always believed in you. <laughs> yeah. I always knew. <laughs> no, well, here. So I, I, I have a Cooper story for you. Okay. So I was at Minio's long time, 2010. Okay. And I think Cooper was on a JGR like Honda 150 yep. at the time. Yeah. And there's the first time I actually, you know, I was hanging out with the JGR guys. Right. So I went down to the race. 
was watching Cooper, and I was blown away to see a super super mini rider, like, so calculated. Like, you could tell he's actually thinking, mm-hmm. and he was very in control. It looked really good. I don't remember if he won. I was just so surprised at how good he looked on the bike. So I just went up to I didn't know his dad, didn't know his mom, and I just went up to his parents and just started talking to him and asked him questions about Cooper. And, yeah, I mean, it makes sense now um, to see how he rides. You know, he grew up training with, with Gary Bailey. Um, he, he got good grades in school. It just seems like he's a very calculated rider. Was that bike any good? That CRF one fifty thing that they built was that any good, Coop? That thing? Um, it it, it was. Um, the engine was was not the greatest. I okay. mean, it, I, we, the JGR guys actually did a killer job on that thing, for sure, with the handling and the suspension. They had a really good guy there, Tim, which I think. Travis, yeah, you know, and then uh, the problem was though. I mean, compared to the Super Mini, they just they weren't comparable. They, I, they I didn't have like the they power. Were, okay, so they didn't. Nah, yeah. they were more honestly neck and neck, kind of with like the eighty five. And then you know, trying to build them, you just couldn't build them to to really be as strong as the Super Mini. He oh, al- okay. he always got yanked on the start, and yeah, he really? always yeah. have to work his way up. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering because I know. Yeah, that bike was trick. They put it a lot of work good. into it. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't know if it was ever any good or not. You know, so no. I mean, it was, but it's crazy to see. Like I saw the the Geico amateur guy with right. the, Mumford. You know, they got fuel injection and yeah. all this kind of stuff in it. Now I'm like, dang, dude, those things are are sweet. Now I just remember having to shift like a hundred times around the track so they would rev out so fast and then try to time it to not get it to bog either. Was, <laughs> uh, we've got a few more calls yeah, for you. A few more calls for you here. Cooler, what's up, Cooler? What's going on? Hey, I just wanted to call and uh, apologize to Cooper Webb's dad. Okay. I met I met the guy with uh, John from Star out at Cocoa Beach, and John bought a... Uh, a surfboard from him. Uh-huh. And so, you know, we fiddle-farted around for an hour or so, talk with his dad, and he's giving us the lowdown. And I seen him this weekend in Paula. And he comes out, he goes, hey, how you doing? I was like, oh, how you doing, just Coco B surfboard guy? He goes, yeah, yeah. You know, he's just going on, and he goes, yeah, I'm out here to watch my son race. I said, oh, who's your son? He goes, Cooper Webb. I said, no way. He goes, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, because he mentioned him, you know, when we were out there. And whatnot, but I thought he was like friends of the family and uncle or something, you know. No, was... I never paid no attention, you know. <laughs> and so he's all, yeah. He goes, that's my son. I said, oh, I said that's cool. I said, I call him stick shooter. He goes, stick shooter. I said, yeah. When he shot down rocks and oh boy, here we go. I go, and uh, so he started laughing. He goes, yeah. He goes, that was pretty funny. But I just wanted to call in and I never got to see him the rest of that day. All right, so well, he'll pass it I just on. Wanted to him, apologize, apologize to him for not. You know, knowing who he was or whatever, but no, I just wanted to call and let you know, big dog. Thank, thanks, 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 Cooler. Don't believe in no hate comms, Cooler. Don't hate no, no, hate, no hate comms. No, no hate comms. No hate comms. No uh, Aaron, what's up, man? You uh, you got a question for Cooper Webb? Hey guys, yeah. I, uh, well, first of all, I wanted to say congratulations to uh, to Cooper and um, thank no you. No doubt about it. Yes, sir. Um, the the most exciting race I've ever been to in my life. My brother and I went to the uh, Charlotte. Uh, GP and yeah. um, watching you come back was incredible. But uh, my question for you is: uh, looking back now, like obviously you experienced the highs in the 250 and ended on a high note in Charlotte, and then 
the lows of the first two years and now being a champion again, what what would you say is just the, the greatest lesson that you learned, you know, experiencing those things, the highs and the lows, and maybe how your your faith played a role in that for you? Yeah. No, I mean, um, I've said it a lot, but it's like I, I truly believe, you know, looking back now, without the two years of, of just really hitting rock bottom, you know, I, I don't see this year happening, um, me achieving those goals. And, you know, I think what was hard about it and what stemmed a lot of it was, like you said, in the, in the 250 class, I was able to, to do really well and, and be, you know, pretty dominant in the 250 class. And I think that I, you know, carried that into the 450 a little bit, you know, with the, the attitude, I guess you could say, and, and at the time, you know, I was just running off, in my 250 career especially, I was just running off pure confidence and, um, right you know, train hard and would be working and everything. But, you know, to get to the 450s is, is a whole new level. Um, and there's every guy you're racing against has done the same as you in the 250 class. You know, it, there's so many champions right. on the line and stuff. And, you know, I just think that I, I never, unfortunately, I, I didn't realize that until, you know, getting smoked and hurt, you know, not being able to adjust in the 450, um, you know, maybe not taking it as serious or respecting how gnarly it really was the whole time. And, um, you know, I, I I feel like that was more it the first year. And then the second year was a lot of injuries and just could never really get healthy and get comfortable and, you know, get to that confident level again. And um, so, you know, I think – and and – I think the biggest lesson was really when you when you hit that rock bottom, you never want to feel that again, you know, as a racer. Right. And so you just work your ass off to to hope, you know, you never get to those places again. Cool. Uh, good question, Aaron. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you, guys. Hey, God bless you guys. Y'all have a good night. Thanks yeah, very much. Appreciate too. it. Uh, before we let you go, Preston's got one more for you. Well, I just want you oh. to, to acknowledge that that's exactly what I said in oh, the conversation. Oh, oh right? yeah. Cooper just said what I said. Yeah, you did not say the bike. You said, you know, Cooper had to have some adversity and some down on your luck to realize. Right. That's what you said. Okay. You, you would not say the bike. <laughs> what Cooper just said is what I hey, said. Preston, Preston was there. We had a, a test together one time. Oh, that's we right. we both gelling that. We love the stock. And, and Cooper, I swore I, I read an article that you did somewhere, and you said that, you know, that stock YZ was one of the best bikes you've ridden. Yeah. So, not, okay, all right. Hey, I just do stock stuff. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm a it. production guy over here. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Preston, I, I don't <laughs> I won four shootouts. Yeah, so. okay, all right. <laughs> uh, well, hey, Coop, thanks for your time. I appreciate you coming on. Um, and, uh, man, congrats on the on the great season. Uh, Hangtown went well for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, you're moving on to, on to Lakewood. What You like Lakewood? Is that, is, are you okay with that place this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Lakewood. Good. I've had a few good results. And like you said, I think for me it's one of those things that, you know, I think as the season gets going, I'm – you know, just I'm lacking some some motos and seat yep. time, so I just need to get get those in. And like you said, hopefully we'll, with this weekend we'll be we good and off weekend and come to the East Coast swinging. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks again for the time. Really appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you this yeah, weekend, man. Thanks, Coop. Later, Coop. All right, later. Yeah. Good luck. See you, Chris. See you, Chris. Uh, that's Cody Co- Cooper Webb, everybody. Cody Cooper? I almost said Cody Cooper. He's a good interview. He's a really good interview yeah. on the show all the time. I like it because. And we talk about Zach being normal, like the most normal guy. Yeah. I think Cooper's close to Zach as far as just being a normal dude. Yeah. 
So you know, I, I just feel like you're just getting the real person. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't feel yeah. like he's being fake. Right, right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I, I've, it, I, I've I said really this, like that. I've said this a few times. I don't get a a vibe from him at the races that he really likes me or wants to bro me down. Okay, I just don't get that vibe from him. Uh, but every time I've asked him to come on the show, oh, he, he didn't come up to Vegas, but he said, "Hey, can we do another time?" Yeah, he comes on the show and he has a great interview. But I think he's just mellow. You know, I think he just gives off that vibe because he's just a mellow dude. I think I need to, you know, relax a little bit on stop that. Stop being so sensitive. Right, stop being so sensitive. No hate comps. <laughs> no hate comps. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, Travis Preston and Chris Kiefer in studio here. Let's go right into our next guest because this man is also on the uh, on the East Coast. Uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email Jake at Vortex Racing. Get the same sprockets that Monster Energy Yamaha uses. Dean Ferris, Justin Barsha, Aaron Plessinger. Um, email Jake at Vortex Racing for Sprocket Deal. V3 bars, 29% stronger than the competition. They have a 7 8 bar as well, the old school 7 8 bar. So anything from the Vortex Racing guys, if you go there, they have a ton of products, and uh, they will absolutely uh, dial you in. If you mention Pulp Max, email Jake at VortexRacing.com. All right, next guest on the show, uh, this man this weekend, uh, in 250 classes off to a good start this weekend. He moved forward in both motos. He was one of the most improved Supercross uh, super racers late in the season as well. Uh, Rockstar Husky Michael Moseman. Michael, what's up, man? How are you? Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, what's up, guys? I am uh, pretty, pretty good. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, I think you got to be happy with your Paula, right? Uh, you you worked forward both motos. Uh, further back in the second one, I don't know if you if you got just a bad start or you crashed, but I think overall uh, a good race for you in both motos. Um, yeah, I'd say uh, fairly happy with my riding. Uh, it was a huge bummer to not be up front um, at the start. Uh, second moto, I ended up hitting the gate. Uh, gate flinched and. Um, there was a bunch of us that hit. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. I was I was like dead last, and then um, I think I was twenty six coming across the line first mm-hmm. lap, and uh, I would say I, I was fairly happy. Um, I would say first one was okay. Uh, first one was pretty good, but then second one, I would say my only critique on myself was I was bummed, um, like with my second, like my last third of the race. Okay. Uh, I felt I felt like I really should have gone through um, Davalos and uh, maybe uh, McElrath and a few other of those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of caught a pack there at the end and just like I don't know. I was, I was pushing it like my body, I'm like come on, like let's go. <laughs> it was uh, it was just not having it. Okay, so yeah, R.J. Hampshire was one of those guys upset with the gate. Uh, Sexton hit it. Uh, AC touched it. And, you know, that then it flinched from getting hit is what the MX Sports guys are saying. Uh, other people are saying that it flinched, re- you know, regardless. Um, to me, yeah. it looks like Sexton hit it and it, the gate moved. So, I don't know. Uh, how do we feel about that? Wait, Sexton, he was on the left in Cincinnati's GoPro, right? Yes. I think it flinched before he hit it. Do you? I watched it 50 times, dude. I didn't think so. But but a, but a buddy of mine watched it and said, no, it flinched. Really? And then, dude, I was watching it, and I don't know. Maybe pull up AC's Instagram, Preston, okay. and tell me if you think that gate next to him flinches. So that's funny, Michael, that you say that. Because hey, I, I think I was one to the left of Sexton. Okay. Maybe two. Yep. And, yeah, it was it was a mess. <laughs> all right good to know it's weird like gp had a gate malfunction we had a mal- gate malfunction both of them yeah weird like in the gps yeah. they had a huge one worse than ours oh the, yeah saw- caroli hit it i saw a photo of that yeah they didn't restart or nothing no nope dude that was nuts there was dude like a bunch of people hit 
on, yeah. on the D one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that one looked like gates were falling at different different heights. Yeah, it fell and it would spring back up and hit the guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Um, yeah. So I don't know, uh, Michael. I know I know Dan Bentley at Honda was talking to uh, Canfield and and Chase and RJ was upset about it, and the official hey. the official line was like, "Hey, he hit it, and that's why it flinched." So. It doesn't look like it flinched to me. See? Okay, so Preston's, Travis Preston says it doesn't flinch, Michael. That's all I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I see a flinch, but... Okay, um, yeah. And then, like, for me, like, that's, you know, that's whatever. That's out of my control. It's, like, with those things, like, yeah, it sucks, but when it's out of my control, like, I can kind of just, like, take a deep breath and take it how it is. Yeah. Um, but it, it, my, uh, my mechanic, uh, Daniel, he was like, he was just frustrated. He wanted to restart, you know. Uh-huh. And but he said he's like, okay, but later in the season, if we have a flinch, like then or, or whatever it is, like it's got to be called the same. He just wants consistency. Yeah. Because he's like, this is going to happen later in the season, and they're going to all restart it all, and he's, he's going to be like, dude, that's that's inconsistent, you know. Yeah, yeah, yep. No, I, I get it for sure, and, and I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm right, but. Cause I, like I said, I got a text today that told me, "Look, you could see it flinch. You could see it flinch." <laughs> so hey, who I'm knows? Saying, like, everyone called the called the flinch. Yeah. Okay. All right. Call the flinch. You know, um, you know who we really need to check with is Sexton. If Sexton calls flinch, then calls flinch. <laughs> we yeah, we should have called Chase and that's it. Saw. Yeah. I don't know why we. Yeah. It's too late. We can't call him. Oh. So okay. Our producer Marks, you say it flinches. I'm looking at it. I slowed it down, and the gap in the dirt that you can see from the gate. It shrinks. It flinches. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Crazy how riders are so super sensitive. Yeah. Like that little moment. That's right? foolproof science, right there. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the one the one time a delayed reaction is going to get you a good start. I know, right? Well, AC somehow pulled a start, and it looked like it clipped his front tire, and he just got it back in time and then went. So, I don't know. Um, hey, listen. Uh, through the first four motos of the year. How, how are you feeling? Uh, you talked about the second moto at Paula not being ideal, but overall through the four, are you happy with your start? Uh, I, I was real happy after the first round um, with two. I mean, I was top five both uh, first lap on both motos, and like I was, I was thinking, I was like, you know what, seventh overall in the weekend with some crashes in the second moto, but if I can get starts like that all year, like these guys are going to be in trouble, mm-hmm. and so. Um, yeah, I'm I'm feeling still confident in my start, um, especially to get back here to Florida um, today. Out here, it's like way way better for practicing starts. Mm-hmm. So um, I made a few um, technique adjustments that are subtle but huge. Okay. Um, at the end of Supercross, and it took me a little bit to figure out how that transfers over to motocross. Uh, I struggled out the gate when I got on dirt. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was stoked on him um, at uh, at Hangtown, and then, dude, another thing about the gate in Paula is everyone was saying this too: is like the back thing, like where you're not, you know, yep. you kind of back up to it. Yep. It was super, super close. Right. Like, like our tires were like on it. Yeah, yeah you can see too. that in the video. Everyone's tires really close. Yeah, yeah. like in Sac, I was further. I was up against the wood, but I was further back from the gate, and then I was up against the wood. In at, at Paula, and yeah. my front tire was awful close to the gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. yeah. Um, yeah I don't, I don't know. Okay, so uh, dirt or great start? Which, which, what do you prefer? Great, Glenn, Glen Helen or Paula? What would you prefer? 
Paula. Ooh. Paula. Okay, we had Coop on before you, Coop Webb. He said he said it first Glenn Helen. So, uh, interesting. Glenn, the only thing about Glenn Helen is they put some scary big stuff there. Like yeah. Every, and, and I haven't had, like, the best of luck at Glen Helen. Um, and, like, oh, my gosh, the downhill, it was, dude, just, like, nightmare every year. <laughs> yeah. So scary. I remember it was, like, didn't matter if I was going two miles an hour or, like, you know, 40. It was it was terrifying. Yeah, we don't need a 150-foot uh, step down, you know, right. coming off of a hill. It's <laughs> just, With the sun going down. and Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But I will bad. say when I heard we were going to Paula, I was like, I was scared for that too because <laughs> no shit. They, it it is flat at Paula. They are going to put in something massive for yep. the fans, right? And I was pleasantly surprised. It was it was really like mellow for the most part. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mike Mosman, Michael Mosman on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing, brought to you by the folks at uh, Vortex uh, Racing. Email Jake at Vortex Racing. 702-586-7857 if you want to talk to Rockstar Husky Michael Mosman. We've got a few more minutes left on the show. So uh, I've been talking about you and writing about you a little bit um, here and there because the second half of your Supercross season and then now your, your outdoor start, like I, I feel like you've gotten to a new level. I feel like you've, you've reached a new level in qualifying, in, in the main events, um, and everything. Yeah. Uh, is there a reason why or did, did, a, did, a, did a light bulb come on for you? Or was there some reason why, to me – uh, after the first Western swing, you got you got a lot better. Yeah. Um, just so I've been on a new level for a bit now, um, but it didn't show for a while early on in Supercross um, because of a nagging ankle injury I had. Um, I, I heard it, and I just kind of like fumbled my way through um, the month before um, Supercross. And, okay. like, and then even I... I uh, it was so the the past Supercross season. I had a sprained ankle. I managed it really well mm-hmm. and was racing and got no problem. And so this year I hurt the other ankle. And I was like, oh, it's sprained ankle. I managed it the same manner, and then it was still nagging, still nagging, still nagging. And I was like, what the heck is going on? So finally, I <laughs> I get through a one. You know, I'm just like so low confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't get into the right form in the whoops and just displeased and uh i make it through i i'm like all right i need to like get my whoop styled and i go and um i practice practice whoops that uh next monday and like just to get in the right firm hurts form hurts so bad so i was like all right i need to get this thing checked out and uh, i had um like a partially ruptured deep ligament on the um interior and then a bone bruise, like kind of on the top center, and then uh, like partial, um, uh, just like strain on the out anterior, the outside of the foot, and so I uh, I did a number on that thing, and then slowly throughout the season it started getting better and mm-hmm. better and better. Okay. Um, once I was just able to get consistent bike time, uh, I really thrived um, with this program right here at, at Baker's Factory. Yep. And and so as long as I can hit the program. Um, like things just start clicking. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so, but like even preseason supercross, like I was shredding before I got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just kind of fumbled my way. And now I'm getting back to, um, where I was. And so it's, it's definitely exciting. Um, I feel like I've, um, 
gotten a lot better. You know, obviously mm-hmm. my, my expectations for myself have now gotten a lot higher, and so um, it's an exciting time. Yeah, no, it, it's been it's been good. Nice to watch kind of you emerge a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, from you know from some years where you didn't stand out so much, but but it's been good, man. And and so keep that up. Um, you're on a team with uh, Jason Anderson and Zach Osborne and Dean Wilson, of yeah. course, in Supercross. How much do you talk to them, lean on them, bounce things off them? How much do they help you, um, or does does Jason just make you laugh and then Osborne takes it all seriously? <laughs> Dude, I love my team, like all the way around. Um, dude, those guys, those guys are awesome. Um, and they each have their own approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just learn, um, in general from being around them. Um, anytime, really anytime I get like one-on-one time, I'd say is when I learn and grow the most, um, from them. Um, where, cause I ask like a ridiculous amount of questions. <laughs> like I actually, I actually have a passion for interviewing. Okay. And so, um, just getting to know like these guys and what they're about and why they do things the way they do things and um, Jason is far more complex than anyone understands and uh, I'm <laughs> I'm not even gonna like share so much because uh, you probably wouldn't want me to but um, yeah and and so just learning like how mm-hmm. he deals um, with with the pressures and um, you know how how all that plays in it's been really interesting for my mental game. Um, I will share, let's see, one thing um, before, um, before, what was it? I think it was we went to a press or a, a siding um, in Arizona, and we had this long drive. We were sitting in traffic, and it was me, uh, our team coordinator, Murph, and, and Jason, and uh, he just talked about, like, like a zone. Like mm-hmm. uh, He's like, oh, yeah, you know the zone, and I was like, like I think I I think I know the zone, but like <laughs> like find it like what is race mode to you? Yeah, and uh, he just talked about it how it's like you get in that like like I'm I'm sure to race like this is this is it like here we go and um and it really helped me out because I think there was a time where I, I wasn't going there um mm-hmm. so I was just kind of like all right I'm here like let it come to me rather than like going on offense um. And it, it's weird that offense is a mental state. Um, mm, but interesting. interesting. Can you relate to that, Preston, a little bit? What, the zone? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what the fuck were you guys for my two rounds? Dude, you couldn't <laughs> handle any any more pressure. Yeah, no, I yeah. needed advice. No. Yeah. No. I needed no. advice. No. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. But, yeah. yeah, I totally understand the zone. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like when you were racing stew. <laughs> you know what? To, to me, it was... Um, like once I started my bike, you know, or or like kind of yeah. kind of I pulled my bike onto the line and started thinking about, yeah. okay, what line am I going to take in the first corner? Mm-hmm. If I get a good start, I'm going to go here, do there, do this, and yeah. then it's like when the gate drops, it's like it felt like my heart rate lowered. Oh, and really? Like the, this calmness yeah. came came over me. Yeah. And then it was yeah. like as things are happening, you know, it looks really fast on TV, right? But in my brain, it was almost like slow motion. Huh. And that's when I felt like I was in the best zone. Like I could calculate, pass, see open doors, make moves. Right. And that's when you're, Dude, to me, you're really in the zone. You're like describing the flow state. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That That's the state you want to be in. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. That's it. That's it. Speaking of flow, so I had the pleasure to ride with Mosey Man, that's what I call him. Okay. Um, In the Dez. This is like maybe a couple years before he turned pro. All right. It's, it's been a little bit. Yeah. So 
I didn't really know much about him. I like how all of Kiefer's stuff relates to the Dez. Like the Dez this is how is, I analyzed right, the guys, the right? The Dez. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Based on the Dez. Yeah. Didn't know much about him, but I, I sat and watched him ride. And he, as an amateur, and me watching most amateurs, most amateurs rev the shit out of their bike. They're all over the bike. It's all you hear is second gear. You know, this guy was in third gear, low RPM. We, remember the track we made out there, the G-Out track in Honda Valley? Uh, yeah. Okay, he was on that one. And he was in such a low gear, and he was ripping. And we were doing lap times was on him. Was it dusty and dry? Yeah. It, it was really? a little wet, but it wasn't totally gnarly, like, wet. Wow. But it impressed me that much, like, hey, this guy's going to go somewhere because he can actually ride the bike how it's supposed to be ridden. And then if you're at a national and you're listening to, this, you're listening to the show, listen to him go by, you know, by the fence. Right, He's right. never really revving it besides the air. It's always low RPM, really smooth rider. It's impressive to watch. I just feel like... You're more of a 450 rider. We always talk about, oh, this guy's better on a 450, but I really think he will be better yeah. on a 450. Interesting. Do you feel that way, Michael? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I've been nicknamed Young Low Rev. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, so, so there is something to that, yeah. I, there's this video uh, my brother took of me going down this hill at um, Bud's Creek last year. And, like, you can hear everyone else's bikes, like, around the whole track. I'm, like, right there, and you can barely hear my bike. It's just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and And I, I love it. It's so funny. Oh, that, like, he's a mechanic's yeah. dream. Yeah, 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 exactly, right? <laughs> um, by the way, uh, Michael Mosman using Guts Racing seats on his bike. Uh, Guts Racing also getting the title with Anderson last year, of course. Pulp Show 19, uh, seat covers, seat bases, seat foams, lightweight stuff. Love the guys at Guts. So please check them out and get the same seat that Michael Mosman has. Uh, speaking of your brother, Josh, uh, has he tried to get you to wear an orange helmet? Does he ask you to put an orange helmet on? Does he want you to put I, an orange helmet no, on? No, no orange helmets for me. Okay, all right, just checking. Uh, how's, he like, how's he like a real job? Um... I don't know. I think it, I think it has obviously its, you know its pluses and minuses. Mm -hmm. um, it's just yeah. I think the the privacy of your life is is so tough and um, so stressful with all the things you gotta like worry about. Mm -hmm. uh, we're but um, he actually just got married yesterday. So shout out to him. Oh wow, cool! It was, it was an awesome awesome wedding. I was tearing up the dance floor. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so he's he's kind of had a lot on his plate, um, just preparing with that, and then also you know getting used to his new job. But mm -hmm. I think they really like him over there, um, from what I understand. And um, yeah, I, I think I think he enjoys it, um, and he still gets to ride and stuff. So he uh, how like he, everything fit in. He brings up the level of class over there at MXA. Okay, I was about to say. So yeah, just he, just Josh. That's it. No, like for me. I talked to Josh before he got the job and kind of told him what he's about to get himself into and just get ready. And, uh, dude, the kid is such a nice kid, uh, down to earth, Josh, you know, and Michael, but I speak with Josh a little bit more and Josh is just a normal dude, likes to ride dirt bikes, has helped that magazine a lot. And I think, uh, yeah, it's good that he's there for mm -hmm. them. Right. And I think it, it'll actually help that magazine quite a bit with him being there. Uh, yeah, let's hope so. Uh, Michael, so you're uh, you're at the Tyler Rattray, right? You're working with Rattray. Yep. Yep. How, how, how is that? Because I mean, it's a, it's an intense program, and, and all of you guys are there—the TLD guys and and yourself and and uh, a few others, I'm sure. 
Uh, one guy I talked to didn't really like it because of the constant like grind of trying to you know have the best lap time that day or going up against everybody or whatever whatever else. Others thrive on that. What what do you do you like it? Is is it a is the is the load get a lot of times or what do you what do you, what do you like about that program? Um, that's a good question. Um, I'd say personally, I, I do like the program. Um, I, I see that it works. Um, with, with all like, um, I don't know, just, just to see like the track record of it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. even like Cooper this year, like I think proves it a big time. Um, just because like out of all of, um, all of Alden and, and Tyler's side, like everyone, like with just little injuries and stuff, like he was the one who was there day in, day out and like stuck to the program and then just like, boom, it produced, mm-hmm. uh, which is, which is kind of crazy for me. Um, as far as, like, the load, um, when I first got here, like, dude, I was like, man, I need to be in bed at, like, 7 to, like, manage this. Like, I am just absolutely whooped. Um, but now that I've gotten used to it and I've been a part of it for a few years, um, it's really not that bad. Like, mm-hmm. uh, my body's adapted, and, um, you know, I, I, I get it done. You know, it's like Wednesdays, we got a bike ride in the morning, and we're, you know, done by 1030. Like, yep. <laughs> what kind of job? but yeah i i do enjoy the program and as far as like comparing lap times and stuff like dude like i i gotta keep pushing um these guys are fast like if if you're gonna ride like at ferrandis and cinturilla's level like these guys rip and so um we got to be pushing each other and we got to be trying to match the 450 guys times Mm -hmm. and um and like it's really nice for me to have that, that goal. Right. And then too, like you can't slack off cause you don't want Bailey to pass you. <laughs> like, right, right. <laughs> like you, it's, um, so I think it, uh, I think it works out good. And, um, two, it's not like super terribly, like it's competitive. Right. Uh, but everyone gets along around here, which, uh, is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I know that that works for sure. So, yeah, Michael, I, I had a question about your bike. If you could point out, like, one thing about your bike that you love the most, that, you know, what you think separates it from, from the other factory bikes, engine, suspension, what? Um, dang. Uh, right now, right now my bike um, pulls, like, really, really good. Like, um, third and fourth is just, like, dang. Um, but, shoot, that's not, like, one thing. One one adjustment I made that I feel like is huge as well that may have led to my better starts um, is honestly in the seat. Um, I went to I went to a wider seat um, like the Dino style. Um, oh, okay. Mm, guts practice. racing, folks. Are, folks at guts racing helping you out. Yeah, and uh, the reason I did that was to get an advantage on the start because uh, like obviously you got to grip with your legs, right? And I was looking for just like a 10 to 15% um, easier squeeze or, like, better grip. And so I could lock in a little bit better, and that allowed me to do that. And so um, and the only, like, 10 15%, it just gives me, like, a little bit bigger window for mistake. Hmm. Um, and so that, that's kind of one thing I'm, like, pretty stoked on and not a lot of people have caught on. So, so then that wider seat helps you grip and you can stay forward coming across the gate and you don't have to clutch it or anything yeah for me it's so much about um just staying staying locked in 
um, right out right out the gate to to hopefully not like move a whole lot. Kiefer, you're a fan of that gut seat on the Yamaha. Yeah, I am. I like uh, to grip with my legs a lot, right? And especially when they have these rollers and things they have with the Nationals, like having a little something to hook into and feel with your mm-hmm. inside of your legs is nice. And I can. I didn't think about the start, but that makes sense is what he's saying. Yeah, you know? maybe, so. we, maybe we should have got one for the start. Yeah, maybe. That's the way you can. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, uh, all right. Hey, Michael, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. I know it's laid out where you are, uh, so I appreciate you uh, staying up and, and doing the show for us. Um, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Good work lately. Good work in Supercross. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's really cool to see you kind of get better uh, each, each and every yep. week, it seems like. So thanks for the time. No problem. Thank you guys for having me, and uh, yeah, enjoy the show. Thanks very much. Thank, Thank you. you. That's Michael Mosman, everybody, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email jake at vortexracing.com. All right, so we're going to go to commercial break. Yep. Aaron is here from the uh, MCR Smart Top uh, Bullfrog Spas Honda team. Yep. The ranch for you the last weekend. Yep. I, Travis Preston has some things to talk about. God. I have some things to talk about, and then we'll be done. <laughs> That's that easy. And then, then we'll be done. <laughs> so get ready. It's uh, it's uh, ready. it's intervention. It's, it's an inter- intervention. It's an intervention. Yeah. So, uh, but first, before we go to commercial break, firepower, firepower. I put a firepower chain on my bike. Lots of emails coming to me about firepower batteries. Really? Lots of emails. Oh wow! You've been sending especially up- Yamaha emails. Need oh. some batteries in there. Okay, firepowerparts.com <laughs> for the folks at uh, at uh, firepower. Uh, please check them out. Power price your oh. Power past your overpriced OEM battery with a firepower, fueling your adrenaline rush. Uh, spending up to $500 for an OEM lithium dirt bike battery? Don't do it. Spend at most 120 bucks and get more cranky power with a firepower featherweight lithium battery. If you're not a Suzuki owner, that is. It's backed by a two-year warranty. Uh, Japanese quality chain, 50% less expensive than the competition. So uh, thanks to these guys for making it happen. Ben LeMay running firepower uh, batteries and chains out there. I've got a, a chain on my bike. I love it. Firepowerparts.com on board with us. Let's go to commercial break. We'll come back. We'll dissect Chris Kiefer's Hangtown and Paula and get into all of that. Jason Thomas still to come up. Garrett Marchbanks as well from the Bronson Pro Circuit team and, uh, and much more. So stick around. We'll be right back. Thank you, everybody, on RacerX Facebook for watching. See you in a bit. He's just in my ass. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com.
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Thanks for listening to the Pulpamex show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right. Because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, 
enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher tire range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. 
Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with the Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston kit today. keeps you awake. Hi, the telephone, the telephone, telephone in case you realize that someday need to know that I'll be waving my hand Watching you drown Watching you scream Welcome back everybody, Paul Metro presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing uh, Got a jam-packed studio Michael Moseman was uh, in, or called in, Cooper Webb called in We got Garrett Marchbanks coming up We got uh, Travis Mike. Preston Mike's off, oh there it is There it is, and uh, Chris Kiefer in studio you came in right when the song was getting good, by the way. You screwed it up. This is one of our concert bands Can't this, wait. Uh, this summer. It's concert We're season. We're going to go, right? Concert season. Uh, also joining us in studio, the mechanic for Justin Brayton at the uh, Bullfrog Spa's MCR Honda Smart Tot team. And then when it's, was Chris Kiefer's mechanic, Aaron Morozak. 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 Yeah. Damn it. No. Thanks for coming in, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Many people don't get that name right, so Okay, good. good. Yeah, I'm very What is that? What is Morozak? Polish. Polish. Um... All right, well, I think it's best to dive into this thing now. Deep, um, deep dive. Okay, so, Kiefer. Yeah. Uh, 
two races, two not qualifies for you. Yep. Uh, this is something we've talked about. You planned everything, all, all this. Yep. Um, where are you at with this? These these accomplishments, the the uh, the, the attempts. Uh, well. I'd accomplish things off of the motorcycle with these things, but nothing on my motorcycle. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, looking back on it, there's a couple of things that I should have did, um, physically on the bike. And then a couple of things mentally I should have did, but, uh, I can't do that unless I raced. So I uh -huh. raced, I learn, and that's all I can, that's all I can do. That's all I got. It's, it's disappointing for me in a way, but, uh. I'm not on suicide watch like yep. everybody thinks I am. Yep. Um, so uh, I appreciate the opportunity. Heather and I were going regardless, but I appreciate what Tony and Mike Genova did, and uh, it was a great experience. And 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 Aaron and Aaron, well, cooler, just a little. Aaron did a lot of work, and that was. I, I felt extremely bad at times of how much shit he had to do for me, and how well, shitty I did as you, a rider. When you threw that tantrum after after press day at at, at Paula and get to get the bike changed, I mean. <laughs> That was a tantrum, yeah. yeah. Was he one of those guys where he's like hitting his levers and like moving them, and then the levers just end up in the exact same position they started in? Actually, I don't think they I ever even adjusted levers for him. So I think did, they were just who set the bars? Them. Did did uh, you set the bars yeah, and you set the levers? Real neutral, neutral thing. Really? And, so, yeah. and, and he just hopped on and Either ran. That it. Or he set it up on his own. He knows how to. Yeah, so I, I, I rode the bike a week, and then I gave it uh, to him, yeah. and then he just prepped it. So it left it, left it alone. Oh, okay. So and then you copied. bars on it, yeah. Okay. So when I the whole thing – I was managing the system, by the way. Yeah. Um, You're great. Thank job. you. Thank you. Uh, I, I like <laughs> yeah. those I, – I, I see those subtle digs that you're, you've been taking at me. I, don't worry. I see those. Um, you guys would have missed the LCQ if it wasn't for me this weekend? No. I, we I, had were, call, we were, I had to call Aaron and say, hey, hey he's not used to going to the LCQ. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He, he's never done that. I called he Aaron. Know. Aaron. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron's never been. There. He's Justin Braden's mechanic. Called, they gave Chris the best mechanic. I called Aaron. I was like, "Dude, you got to get down here." So thanks to me, you guys came down there. Yeah, we were on our way though. Yeah, oh. I had to take my headset off to answer. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. thank you, thank you for that though. Yeah. Okay, and you so did kept us hold on, on our toes. You did do a solid as well at the start at Paula. You noticed something, or you got some in intel for me. That yeah. was nice. Yeah. The so far right gate was the one that yeah. where whole shots were coming from, and that was going to be our move. But unfortunately, someone didn't qualify high enough to get a pick out there early enough. Correct. Was what was this information relayed through the headset? Uh, I think it was. Yeah. Was I mean, it? We were close. I, enough. I don't remember. I don't Maybe know, we were close enough. Um, no, but listen, you worked really hard. Uh, and people need to know that you worked really hard at this testing, your regular job testing for all these companies, yep. and then trying to get motos in. Heather was out with you. You did sprint motos. You know, you knew the sprint speed was where you were going to be. Yep. So all the work that you put into it and to do what you did, right. was, it, was it worth it? Well, yes. It's, okay. always, it's always worth it, okay? All That's right. the whole reason why I wanted to do it. I always want to show my son, no matter how hard you work, sometimes you fail. And sometimes you're just going to have to suck it up. Say you screwed up and move on. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. You know, I worked my ass off. It didn't work out. But do I quit? No. no so there's no quit. Not. Right. But to say that I'm not, you know, disappointed is a lie. Like, of course I'm disappointed. I, I want to do good. I want to do good for me. I want to do good for my family. I want to do good for everyone thought I was going to do good. And I think that's where I started overthinking things. I overthink a lot. That's just kind of guy I am. Uh -huh. uh, as a test rider, I think a lot about the bike. I think about how I can make it better. And to become a racer, sometimes you've got to turn that little piece in your brain off and just worry about pinning it. And 
I worry about my technique, which you said before we even started this. Sometimes you just got to fucking let it rip and don't worry yeah. about your technique. Yeah, I felt, I felt like he was trying to do a magazine cover out there a lot. Yeah, and we talked about that on the way up here, that that's a negative for us as test riders. We yeah. seem to think more than maybe the average rider. Right. And yeah, there's not a lot of thinking on with Alex Ray. No, he's just holding it wide open. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, so, that's yeah. A, you know. Kiefer's overthinking it, but that's what makes him a good test rider. Right. He's analyzing the bike constantly. Right. Um, yeah, because at times, man, I'll be honest, we're in the trust circle here. Of course, we're in yeah. the trust circle. Absolutely. Right. I thought you'd do a lot better. Absolutely. I, I watched too. you out there. Me too. And I'm like, that's not the guy I've seen ride. No. Uh, I don't know, like. That's not the guy I saw at Milestone. It's not the guy I've seen uh, at Sunrise. It's not the guy I've seen at the the tracks when we went. Uh, desert tracks. Desert tracks. I'm like, look at him. Like, he is going like, around a turn. Stop. Pause. Elbow up. Leg up. Like, you're like, dude, yeah, all the way around it. Like, right. that's, you got it. You know, you, you can't. Yep. And I was mystified at watching you. I'm like, I said on the radio one time, is he trying? Yeah. He, he got a little mad at you. Be- yeah. Because... You were better than that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you make the motos at your peak. I don't know. You're closer right. than that. Yes. You're yeah, closer than what sure. you were showed. So this maybe goes right into Travis well, Preston's Hold on a theory. second. Before okay. he gets into okay. that, right. I want to say something, too. So round one, the rig, canopy, Aaron. <laughs> the canopy. Cooler. <laughs> the whole thing. It was a rig's fault. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Damn you, Genova. <laughs> should have said that thing. Screw you, Mike. Listen to me. Okay. I've never had that. I'm, there's only one you bike. You had that at KTM Canada. Bullshit. I had a fucking trailer. A factory ride in Canada is not I this. They didn't have truck and trailer there? No. Oh, okay. All right. We had like the K- KJSX, semi. oh. whatever semi thing. Okay. It was like a trailer. All right. My bad. So when I, when I show up and I see this, I'm, I'm grateful of for, for sure. But I'm like, fuck, all these guys are here for me. And if I suck it up, and that's immediately where my mind goes. If I suck it up, what are these guys going to think? Like, I can't believe I'm fucking wasting my weekend here to, to spend with this dude. Like, that's where my mind goes because I'm used to doing things for other people and not getting the things that I got over these two weeks. So that was kind of a shell shock for me. So I had to get over the fact like, hey, just do my job, do, do what I have to do. Those guys are cool anyway. Just they're fine no matter what I do. But I let that affect me too much. Like I was worried about other people more than I was about myself, which is part of my, part of yeah. my weakness, part of my I got to improve on. So that is something that for sure Sacramento bothered me a lot. And when I found out Genova didn't want the rig at the next one, I was relieved. I'm like, dude, that's so much better for me. Like, I'm chill guy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm relaxed. That's good for me. Uh, what do you think the percent of Aaron well, that rig didn't show up at round two? A getting yelled at by the AMA officials and B Kiefer's results. I'd say it's probably mostly getting yelled sports, at. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, okay. That's yeah. what I think too. Yeah. I go like eighty twenty. Yeah, getting that's yelled proper, at. Okay, yeah. there's some logic right, taking the trade. Right, well, right, yeah. right. Um, so yeah, that was yeah. that's just something that I was I was raised. I took care of my mom. She was disabled, and I just think that's wired inside of me. And I just feel bad, like when people do things. For, I get a Christmas gift, I feel like shit. A birthday <laughs> gift, I feel like shit. Like, right? That's just inside of me. And when I go testing, and people say, "Oh, you, you get all this free shit in your shop. You have all these bikes," I feel like I earned that because I—that's my job. So I have that kind of stuff. But uh, as far as a racer getting that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I, I didn't feel like I earned it, and that bothered me a little bit. But I just, I just, I just thought you'd go, ahead. you'd go faster. I, I agree. And as I'm riding, I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck am I doing? I'm saying the same thing as you. I'm like, why am I not loose? Why am I not real in yeah. this? Like, it's yeah. it's bothering me as right, well. Right. We, we, we did talk about this a little bit before, you know. You didn't help me at all. <laughs> <laughs> we talked a little before the first race. And we were on your couch, chilling, and we talked about how it's not about the result. It's about the story. This is a story. We're talking about it now. People are taking photos. It's, it's an experience. People like to hear about it. It's not your results that people care about. It's the story. So that should have taken right. the should pressure have. off. It should have. Right. But it didn't. You tend, you just focused all in on that. And I, and I put pressure on myself because, as you just said, I feel like I was better. And I was, like, expecting a certain result. And I was expecting to qualify. That's what I was expecting. After that, I didn't have an expectation. I expected to get in, honestly. And then after the fir first round, I couldn't chalk it up to the, the, the conditions. Yeah, the conditions were overwhelming because it was ruddy, but... I still should have been in how I ride, and I wasn't. And I was like, oh, boy, this is going to be. There was one of the riders that you ride with in the high des or at GH or Milestone or whatever. And, and he you, qualified in. And he qualified in, and, and you're pretty much. There's a lot of guys that I, I ride better than with practice days, and they, right. they, they made it happen, and I didn't, plain and simple. But I think, you know, to Chris's point, those guys experience that racing mentality, you know, right. the, just the pressure of that race. A lot more than Chris here's, does. Here's the thing with me. I, I've never been a racer. We, we talked about Travis coming back to race and doing well, which he did. Travis raced a lot. Travis was a racer. I never was the racer guy. I was a, a working man's rider. I tested. I dirt rider. I did things. I wasn't out just grinding it out in the fucking series and spending all my money to go race. I raced periodically. I did some West Coast stuff. I did Canada. I went to Europe, but it was sporadic. It wasn't consistent. So I just don't race enough. I need more racing under my belt. I'm 40 fucking two, and I still haven't raced enough in my life, I feel like, to get to that level. And I think Travis, when we talk about champions and Cooper Webb and Travis and these guys that we have on the show, these guys are wired a certain way in their head. I just don't think I was wired that when at a young age, I'm different. No, he's wrong. I don't agree with that. I, I, honestly, I don't. I feel like I'm just. I don't think the wiring has anything to do with not getting into a moto. Well, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the mental aspect of right. that, of me putting the pressure on myself to do good. These guys have that pressure, but they can hone in. And when it's time to the pressure comes and you need to be clutch, boom, they're clutch. Chris Kiefer, boom, uh, choke. So it's just something that I don't have that you have. Right? Mm, I don't know. I, I, I just think, you know, we talked about coming up. It was the home life. So here, go ahead with this theory. This is good. Yeah, Listen okay. to this. Yeah. So right. the home life screwed him. Yeah. yeah because yeah. he, so he. No, he, ironic that his theory comes around to bite him. Exactly. Yeah. So he says, oh, I can't sprint. I can't sprint, blah, blah, blah. And that's all he says. I said, well, why can't you sprint? Mm-hmm. Because to sprint, you have to send it. You can't give, you know, Two any, yeah, you have to go. Yeah. And he doesn't go because he has super birds at home. The oh. spa's heated. Yeah. You know, he, <laughs> he has dinner ready. Yeah. Yeah. Oreo's there. Yeah, Oreo's there. Right. So, you know, he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. What like, do you mean I don't care? Like, I'm 41 and I send it. I don't got anything. I just go. Yeah, who cares? You know, because yeah. right. I what don't you know. you got to lose? Nothing. Right. So we go. He is like, <laughs> that's his problem. Home life. He has too much home life. I have too good of a home too life. Good. That's why I'm getting slower. He, he was doing So there's actually one, a, a balance right. of home life you right. need to have that I didn't I just, know about. Uh, maybe, you, yeah, you didn't have a lot of aggression? No. There wasn't a lot of pop. There wasn't a lot of like. He's not mad about anything. I, that's, yeah, you gotta yeah. get a little mad. Yeah, yeah. I would have yeah. been mad at how shitty he was riding. He didn't right. care. A Ray was mad that everyone was looking at his chick holding this thirty second board. Yeah, for example, yeah. right? He yeah. made it, didn't he? Oh, um, of course. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I just yeah, I, 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 I don't know. That's I'm giving you the reasons. Yeah, I just straight up gave you the reasons why I feel, and and I'm telling you, when it comes down to it, why didn't you listen to me though? As far as what? I'm like, hey, get out there right away in first practice. Get out front. Whole shot. You know? Hey, how- hey, follow Heft. I said in one of his practices, follow Justin Heft, 82. Yeah. You know, he, he's going to be close to making it in or making it in. He okay. did make it in. Get behind him. At Hangtown, I'm like, hey, find a guy. Get behind him. And go balls out to stay behind the guy. Or, get, or Paula, he was in the unseated practice, so I'm like, get out front. So as a team manager, did you yeah. sit everybody down? Aaron included, and say, hey, this is the game plan. You need to no, he was out. get get behind. I didn't no. do that. I just talked to my rider. He didn't talk much at, at, at Sacramento. You didn't talk much. I was, say, taking everything I think a mechanic <laughs> I was taking is observing everything. Mechanic is almost, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not taking anything yeah. away from a team manager. Right, right. It's a very important job you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mechanic is the most important. So the mechanic needs well, to. Then let's play Aaron. But here's the thing: I like, <laughs> I liked Aaron. He didn't have the information. I liked Aaron's <laughs> I, attitude. I relayed that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Aaron is mellow. I like that. If someone's in my shit, yeah. I don't respond to that. Yeah, really? Aaron, no. Aaron yelling at you know, you're like whatever. Dude. That's yeah. why I like Frank. He was in your shit. Oh, yeah, but you, but he's yelling and screaming. He's all and sturdy and yeah. stuff. He's all <laughs> dirty, sweaty, love it. And sweaty and dirty. <laughs> and it's nine a.m. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, let's get to this phone call. He's been on hold for a while. Uh, it's Jim on three. Jim, what's your question for Chris Kiefer? Jim, you there? Jimbo. All right. Jim said, uh, when, if you felt the intensity at Hangtown was beyond what you could do, like what point of Hangtown did you? That's the problem. I never felt like it was so out of my reach that I couldn't do it. Uh, I wish you could have been there. Yeah, it's, yeah. I wish he because could too. you would have watched him ride and been like, "Who is that?" Sight lapse over. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <Aaron. laughs> That's a good one. Aaron comes in with perhaps a line of the night. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I like, that. I like it. Uh, like, you know, the, the the flags waving, like it's go time. Here's the thing, I, and there's look. no go. There's no go. D- I, I, you know, to, to me, honestly, I think I would have put, you know, for one, you kicked me out of the tent immediately. You know, we talked about this yeah. right when it first started. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I wasn't allowed in the tent. Right, nowhere right. near the truck. Right. You were controlling yeah, it. Yeah, I, I didn't want so, any media. But, but I, to, yeah. to your credit, I understand. I feel like I would have put too much pressure on him. Nah. I, it, it was already there. It was nothing that you would add to it. Yeah. Um, this situation, doing this with the team and you and the pulp, it, it didn't add to it. It would have been, the, I think, the same result. If I was on a KTM, out of your van, yeah, I think. Well, you just said though the canopy. No, hold on. Okay. I think getting there and doing it still would have affected me mentally somehow because mm-hmm. I never have done it. I, I mean, let's face it; it's been since 2005 since I rode a national. And let me tell you, 
it's changed a lot as far as just the tracks, right. how they evolve, um, qualifying. Things are way different. So it was basically brand new for me. Dude, one thing you, you, you realize is how quick they go. Like you so get, you get lap, lap one yeah. wheels on the ground. Dude, I was astonished when I came back and did that. Lap, lap. two, green flag, uh, three laps. That's it. See you later. Checkers are out. You're sending it yep. way quicker than. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you don't even know the track. Yep. So yep. That, that is another issue with me. I am very familiar with when I go to these practice tracks. You have four l lines to choose from, correct? Now you have about ten to choose from when you land. And when you land a foot or two just off of your landing, and you're taken off the same way, but you land two feet on the landing, you're in three ruts over. I don't know where the fuck that rut goes. So, of course, I don't pin it in that one because I've never been there. As a racer, mm -hmm. you need to say who gives a shit and ride he, in that and race just, it. He had perfect body positioning all the time. Technique you know? was on it. It was, right? Yeah, and you're just like, good. no time for technique here. No time. Twist it. Just twist it. That's, I think that's where my testing right. hurt me is because, uh, you know, I'm not used to <laughs> Were going. Were taking all the rough lines? <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like we just talked about earlier, it's like I t in testing, I take the same line all the time yeah. to feel. Yeah. yeah. And I had to turn that off racing, and I didn't turn yeah. it off. So that, That's hard. It's hard that's for me. Hard. So it, it, there's, no, there's no excuses. This isn't our excuses. These are just factual information. I like to tell the people, like, hey. It's not as easy as what everyone thinks it yeah. is. When yeah. I watch Roxon and I watch those guys, I'm like, the track looks so fun, man. I want to ride it. Like, it's so easy. And then when I rode it, especially at Hangtown, and then we watched the first moto from the side, I was like, it's unbelievable mm -hmm. how good those guys are. And even the LCQ guys that no one really watches or gives a shit about, dude, those guys rip. Each one of those dudes... I would say the top 10 in LCQ can go to their local race and smoke everybody. Mm -hmm. For sure. So it, it's tougher than people think, and I, and I give those guys credit, especially the guys that stick it out and do it all year long. Aaron, any regrets about doing these last two weeks and all this work you've done? Mm, no. Any wishes that you just, you know, should have never done this? I mean, this horrible it started experience. right off the bat with the rain coming in Hangtown. <laughs> I was, ooh. I it's thought not, this was over. It's not going to yeah. be good. He actually thanked yeah. me. He's like, thank you for not qualifying. <laughs> <laughs> How many clickers? Like, were, was he adjusting things no, a lot? He or he like, did not. Check my which, sag. Which which we we had a suspension yeah. freak out at, at Paula on Friday after Friday. That's a minor one. Yeah, yeah it wasn't bad. Yeah. It, the bike felt totally different at Paula than it did SEC. How? Uh, fork was soft at Paula? Yeah. And, I th and in what Trey from Showa told me, he's like, everyone kind of said the same thing. So he had to make some other changes to other guys' bikes as well. So we brought the front end up and softened the rear a little bit. And then Saturday was much better as far as the bike feeling good. Hmm. So after that, no, I didn't change anything. I didn't want to be the guy that goes in and say, hey, can you do this? And mm -hmm. then make it seem like the bike's not is the problem. I didn't want to be that guy. You know, I just wanted to go race, do my thing. It was, it was cool to see the fans come by and stop by. That's what was Heather and I talked about. That was one of the cool things is, like, this whole thing, like, inspired a lot of older dudes to either a get back on their bike and ride or go try racing again a lot of people came out to paula and said hey man i came out here to watch you race i don't care what your result is i think it's just cool story to hear about and listen to so to me that makes me feel good i think the whole thing about doing it for aiden and making sure he doesn't quit and he has a good attitude uh trying things and then inspiring other people kind of softens the blow a little bit for me for doing so shitty 
as long as someone gets something out of this, that's what makes I'm a happy guy, you know? So, All right. So, Erzberg next year. Erzberg. Heather's already up my ass about going to Washougal. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was grinding them. Yeah. You'd do better there. Yeah, there's not a lot of ruts. Yeah, yeah you like that? Um, so, you know, we're in the circle here, yeah. right? Yeah. So We're in a trust circle. So, he said something that really bothered me. Okay. So, he uh, he's complimenting Roxen and all these guys on yeah. what they do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then, I, so I, you know, a, after you know his failed attempt, mm-hmm. I call him and I say, "Well, you know, h- how does that after Hangtown or after Paula?" I can't remember. What Here's it was. the thing. Hold on, we never really talk about me when we talk. We talk about other shit in life. Like we don't. He's like, "Hey, I'm not here to talk to you about racing. Let's talk about other shit." And we don't talk about racing that much, do we? No, we it don't. Sounds like right. me, sounds like me and Pookie. Anyway, go on. Okay, so. I said, well, you know, d- doesn't that d- does that make you know what what I did at Hangtown? I didn't race national for six years, no yep. thirty of motos for six years. Yeah, you know that that was a. Pr- he goes, no, no, you should have done that. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're oh. expected to. Yeah, I'm expected to. That was not any What'd type you do, of a like com- sixteen, thirteen, or something. I qualified twentieth, uh-huh. and I got eighteenth overall. And what was your moto scores? Uh, fifteen, eighteen, and I you- think. And you got jacked. You got 19th or something? What happened? I got 18th. I don't, yeah, I got jacked. But I went 15, 18, I think, for 18th overall. I mean, that is one, two things. And Very, he said no. No, that's not a big deal. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said that's impressive. Not a lot of people have done that. Because I know right. what it's like. Number two, it's different because he is a champion. He's always been better than me. He's he's good rider. Like, you can't compare me and him. Everyone tries to compare me but and him. But you guys compare yourselves with lap time battles. Yeah, but that's at a, at a local track we ride all the time, of course. But as far as a national level, I've never been even close to Travis. So Travis, as a racer, has done that so much. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you know, when we talked about this, when you get to the track, you already got the feeling. You're, it's normal. This is normal life for you. That wasn't normal life for me, you know? Yeah, but still just the fact of like not doing 30-minute motos, not racing in that environment for six years, having the structure of the uh, the racing change with the lap times. When, when yeah. I raced Outdoor Nationals, yeah. it was... Qualify. Yeah, and, and, and you got practice on Saturday. Yeah. And then you had to qualify on Sunday or whatever. So you had tons of track time. When I showed up, it's just how it is now. Yeah, yeah. That, that is gnarly. Like, it is gnarly. Yeah. Literally, like at Paula, my fastest laps were the last lap of each... Eve Session. Yeah. LCQ. I was the fastest. I'm like, we need a 20-minute LCQ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't going to happen. No. <laughs> no, they don't, have to, they don't have time for that. No. But how about Europe? Don't they, they, they do that there? You get tons of time. Dude, you get, yeah, you yeah. get two practices and a race on Saturday and a practice on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go to Europe. I needed to. Uh, what, what I made a mistake there. on, <laughs> I needed to ride. I did so many fucking 30-minute motos. I didn't even get to do one. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, d- I needed to do more four-lap sprints, ride with better dudes or close to the same as me, and do four-lap sprints together, not separated. Yeah. Like, we needed to do an actual four-lap race. Mm-hmm. I needed to do that more. Oh, like, like, like getting roosted? Yeah. Yeah, you know what really bothered me was, like, getting roosted. When you get roosted, it, it makes me more tired because when you, that dirt, like, makes you tense yeah. up and you ride tight, and then you have to take shitty lines to, like, get out of the roost. So that's one thing I noticed was when I went to Hangtown, I didn't do enough races. So when you get out there and you got 40 dudes roosting the shit out of you, dude, there's nothing you can do. So then I'm getting just fucking pelted, <laughs> and it's that's like a- death. And, dude, dudes are screaming because they're getting roosted so hard. And I never even thought about that, but that brings up a great point. 
getting roasted. I wore chest. I never wore chest protectors. I, I wore chest protectors too. But like, didn't even think about this. What you just said, you tighten up because you're you're getting you're flinching, right? Yeah. So that's maybe why I felt so tight because I'm getting blasted, and I never even thought about that because yeah. you can't relax just getting no. pelted, right? And then you're passing, and there's dudes everywhere. There's just so much chaos at the beginning of the race. It just makes you. It takes so much more energy, and that's why I think racing is so important. And that's what I think it pre- really impressed me about Jason Anderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dude hasn't yeah. raced since January, and then comes out and right. he's running, you know, top right. five. Right. I mean, that's um, that's awesome. What'd you say? He's got well, first some practice out there, no roost. Yeah, true. That's the key. That's true. Yeah. Cooler. Yeah, I, I, cooler, I, cooler wants roost. Yeah, cooler wants big roost. Yep. Yeah, big, big no roost. baby roost. Yeah, I see. Like I told Heather, like either I try to get out near the front, and then I'd get roosted. I never was the first guy out there. The guy always used to point down to the line. I was I was usually in yeah. the middle of the line. I never was on the end. No, yeah, no one listens to me. Well, so. it, it's kind of tough. They don't set you up for that either in motocross. Like you're doing the start practice, and then people just start going. You're like, oh, five minutes are over. Yeah, well, yeah. Got to pay attention to that. Yeah, that's why right, the guys yeah. are have the clutch in. They're just like, they ah, stop. They're done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're waiting. Well, so. Um, the learning, the learning but curve. thanks to Tony Alessi and Mike Genova. Yeah, very cool. Uh, and big, big effort by those guys. A lot of money spent by Mike for you know for no, for for didn't have to do it for no reason. He he just decided to help you out. So that's awesome for those guys to do that. Cooler yeah. and of course Aaron. Yeah, and it was cool okay. that Tony believed in me and probably you know influenced Mike to do this. Obviously, because Mike didn't know who the fuck I was. Right. So and then even after all this was over, still Tony left a nice post said, "Hey, I still believe in you. I I saw you ride. You know." Uh, it, it, it was a good experience. It was a great field trip. That that's what we call it in our family. It was a field trip for Aiden that uh-huh. that turned in bigger. And, and and I think it, as bad as it was, it was successful in in some state. So <laughs> I think it's good. You know, for, as bad as it was, it was successful <laughs> in somewhere. some state. Yeah. For you know, somewhere. For, <laughs> yeah. For me, I I just have a lot of respect. You know, obviously for what Chris did, but for for the team, well, a lot you of know, work. for for Mike to step up, spend yeah. the money, yeah. And then, like, to me, like, if you're a fan, I'd be like, dude, I'm kind of pumped on this team. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. You, you I know, agree. To, 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 to do that is, is just... I was once banned from the truck, and now I was managing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With a headset. You know? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I just think that's awesome right. how, how Tony's come around. He, um, it's, it's just great. Yep. I, just yep. have, I have a lot of respect for those All guys. Right. Well, yeah. How do you grade yourself for being a manager? A plus. Stop. <laughs> I mean, wh- yeah. I mean, what, what am I going to do? I mean, you know, like, what... Great radio. What, what, Here's the thing. L- listen, what, what was I going to do? Like, we, you, you, would you have gotten more you weren't a couple of turns away from qualifying where I'm like, hey, man, like I would go inside on that on that off camber because I saw the guy, like you need a lot more than just an inside on an off camber. <laughs> yeah. I so like I kind of was like, well, I could tell him this and that, but we just need to find more speed. Right. That, that's what we need. I'd to come do. back and he would not talk, which is fine. And uh, I'd be around there. I would I, confer with the mechanic. Hold on. Aaron and I would ride back to the semi. Obviously, I, there's nothing to be said. I already know where I'm at, right? Let's this is after the LCQ or? This is, if this is oh, both weekends. Oh, okay. This is every time I get off the fucking bike. Okay. This isn't just like one time. <laughs> okay. Uh, I sit down. I, you know, I'm thinking. Steve walks by. Aaron's getting shit ready. It's just fucking quiet. Every time I'm Silence. like, it's just I like, mean, what, what, yeah, yeah. What do you want me to do? Not a lot of yet. Yeah. Only me? person. Let's do this for the gift. Let's do this. Let's do this. Like, it's He's like, not dude. a good halftime football coach. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, you we're know. down fifty-two to nothing at halftime. We can still do it. We I can mean, do it. We, we we got we got six seconds. I mean, one time I said to him, we need a two twenty to get in or to be close. I and don't know, Steve. I, I you know I think Kehoe or Alden Baker, somebody would have come up with some you know 
inspiration, you know, to get him going. A Capriotti's gift card, anything well, could work. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, for the LCQ, I'm like looking out gate lines, and I'm like, okay, well, that's my. Uh, yeah, you're good at gate stuff. So, yeah. so, so, <laughs> the only way I could really help you get some seconds, yeah. was try to cheat by going on the line that was not disced all the way on the far right. Yeah. That was my move, where I'm like, we need some help. Well, let's go to the line that's not dissed as much. Yeah, and get on the hard stuff and get 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 sweep that corner. I think my best chance was at sack. I had a good start at sack. You I did. Was, you were like, about six or eight. Yeah, six uh, on top of the hill, and yep. some guy tipped over in a rut, and I kind of got stuck, and then I was fifteenth. So that was the chance I think we had. But yeah. we had McAdoo willing to put my gear on. That was my plan. Yeah, that, that was a good plan. Worked. It would work. That was a good managing. No chance they catch that. None. None. No chance. I thought. Right? So that would have been a great story. McAdoo that puts his gear on, awesome. lays down a heater, gets us in the motos, and then Kiefer rides and, the and, motos. And then Chris rides the motos and gets a top 20. I mean, that would be the best it, story ever. Probably, yeah, and it, no one even know the wiser. Nope. Right. And, and if McAdoo came back and rode right in the, rocked right in the truck, no problem. Yep. No so, problem. Yeah. He's about your size. McAdoo's got to listen to the McAdoo manager. McAdoo was like, I will do it. I yeah, would do it. That's awesome. Come on. Love it. Love it. Uh, so that was that was my contribution to the program. <laughs> hey, let's get someone else to ride for you. <laughs> <laughs> just oh my god! Coming up with something. Hey, Mender's know. looking out for the team. Yeah, absolutely, right? absolutely. Best interest for the team, right? Um, no, yeah. I hope you feel good about it as far as the work you put into it because you worked really hard and it didn't go the way you 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 wanted to. But you know, I hope you don't be like, ah, oh, it was a waste, uh, effing waste, or whatever. no. I don't. Yeah. I know. I don't. I don't have that attitude. Right. It's I'm riding a dirt bike. Right. Right. Uh, it's fun for me no matter how shitty I do. Uh, my kid gets to see me do these things. My dad never really got to see me race professionally. My mom didn't. Um, so it's cool to see my kid come out and see what right. what a lot of kids don't get to see. Yep. You know, I, uh, I thought it was cool. Like, you know, A lot of guys came up to me. Well, at first they laughed at me in a team shirt and a headset. And mm-hmm. after they got done laughing, how's Kiefer doing? How's he looking? Where are we at? You know, Nick Way, Zach Osborne, AC, um, you name it. Almost yeah. everybody that I ran across was like, how's it going? What's going on? How's he doing? Where, where are we at? Right. Oh, you're getting a lot of heat, too. A lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just, you know, people people were interested in yeah. his attempt, oh, yeah. in, in his mean, effort. I was, yeah, I was, yeah. You know, I was hounded. You were getting it, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. People were, were into it that way. So That's cool. You know? Yeah, it, that's very flattering for me. Like, I think it's right. really cool. Yeah, I think it was sort of out there that you were trying this and, yeah. you know, and everything else and, and how it was going to go. Yeah, I think it's somewhat different, too. People like John Dow did it, what, at 48 or something? Well, yeah, I don't think he was over 50 the last time he raced. So, yeah, those guys are professional racers. I yeah. don't think there's been a, just a normal dude that old trying to go out and freaking try to qualify. Well, I, so. I mean, let's let's back it down here. You've made Supercross mains before. Yeah. You, you, you top five Canada. Yep. So let's just back that down a little bit on the average guy thing. Yeah, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't know that from me riding, would you? <laughs> no. No. Main, main events. Yeah, really. It's back in the days before it your counts. time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, so you know, there was there was some accomplishments there for you as a professional. Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I race pro. I would give my left nut to make a main event. You know? Did you ever race AMA stuff? Yeah, nationals. Okay. I never raced supercross. I rode amateur day supercross in '89. Was like, oh shit. <laughs> Like this is not for me. What do you? Have you know. You so, know what's what, what? What's cool what? though about it? You said how how everyone was asking you about. Yeah, a lot of people were. Yep. To me, when people are asking about it, they care. Right. You know, right. and and to me, that shows that like he has respect. Yeah. Like, if Cincerello is asking about, yeah. You yeah. know, like I I think that's cool, and I, and I think regardless of how he does, especially the guys that are doing it at a high level, like we, yeah. they all understand how hard it is. 
you know, and yep. for somebody just to come out of nowhere and do it, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 702-586-757 if uh, you got something to add to this conversation uh, Garrett Marchbanks coming up shortly uh, spending millions of dollars can get a brand attached to a race series or get a sticker on a race bike that may or not be using the product but it can't buy heritage Maxima defines aspirational because they've been there since the beginning aspiring to be the greatest motorcycle oil in the world MaximaUSA.com Monster Energy Pro Circuit Monster Energy Kawasaki MCR Smart Top using uh, Maxima you like the SC1 Aaron? Yeah, uh, it's not my favorite they got better stuff what? What? SC1? I clean without that. No, it, you don't have to do You just spray SC1. He's a good mechanic. Yeah. Good mechanics don't need. <laughs> the, rider, oh. the riders don't like the SC1. I'm okay with the SC1. The riders don't like the SC1. Oh, no, no. I just sprayed SC1 everywhere. That, that was, that was well, bad? Well, Graphics and SC1. Yeah, yeah that, that was bad? Hey, yeah. honestly, like. I mean, I thought Red Dog rode that style off the back I, I of the bike a all the time. I bit of it. I got okay. it. Yeah, I What's your favorite Maxima product? Suspension clean. That really? smells so good. Okay. Dude. So good. Yeah. Uh, so Aaron likes the suspension clean. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Use the code PulpMX35 when you check out. You can save it. MaximaUSA.com. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. And ProFilter. Uh, ProFilter.com. Uh, you can go to MaximaUSA.com for that. Sold through Power Sports Dealers Nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium air filter for your next service. You guys use ProFilter? Yep. Yep. Yeah, we do. Uh, so do you, do you have the clean ones or do you want you have throwaway ones? We use a little bit of both. A little bit of both? Yeah, it depends what we're doing. Let me just tell you something. I just throw them away, dude. It's fantastic. The, it's nice when we it's do amazing. it too, yeah. The bike looked amazing. The bike did look good. Bike looked I like those blue graphics. Oh, those those were in Hawaii? Hawaii? It's going to look good. Yeah. We, yeah you we, debuted those in Hawaii? They started in Hawaii, right, yeah. Right. The bike always looked good. I yep. came to it. It looks bitching. Yep. Um, I have a question. Hold on. For, okay. Sorry. Profilter.com. My fly gear was awesome. My white stuff. Thank you, I Max and JT and Steve for arranging that because I've been bugging people for white gear. That was amazing. Yeah, you like that? So it was cool to get some special things, and yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for that. So everything looked bitching. It was. It yeah. was Fly gear, clean. best out there, bro. And you still think Eli was better than my stuff, which is lame. I do. Yeah, uh, I do. Eli at yeah, Hangtown was good. Yeah. Purple. Yeah. It was good. It was good. What was your question? So my, my question was for Aaron was, so with you know Chris's performance, what type of prep uh, was was done between Hangtown and Paula? Like, are you just putting graphics and then wiping grease on the headset and then wiping it off like you actually took the headset off <laughs> no it like, didn't go completely <laughs> apart no it did not okay. it did it, i mean it did normal practice bike maintenance it got new plastics graphics all the got goodies. clutch yeah it got clutch okay. oil yeah. oil filter no it was bitching oh, yeah. i see one i would have just yeah. read i see one everywhere hey honda sucks the clutch pull usually stock honda clutch pull sucks like it's, it's hard or hard what? horrible okay dude so good clutch pull smooth smooth light. soft light well, that's that's your clutch arm. That's that's a chat. Yeah, that a clutch thing. arm. Yeah. Ride engineering, clutch torque. arm. Ride engineering, uh, not clutch arm. Uh, hold oh, the bracket. The yeah. bracket. Yeah, that helps. Right. Yep. All of that. It was. Uh, Heather, you there? Yes. What do you think of the whole thing? Put the mic up to your deal. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What do you think of the whole thing? I'm just throwing you on here. Sorry, I should give you a warning. Oh, that's all right. Um, it was fun. It was exciting. Kind of disappointed because I know his capability and he didn't get to show it, but still proud of him. We uh okay rank 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 these people in 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 the order of our performance in two rounds. Aaron, me, cooler. <laughs> rank these what the performance that you saw out there. Uh, Aaron, cooler, you. No, rank them in order. Is that reverse order? No, that's yeah. that's order. Aaron, okay, so, you gotta so, admit Aaron so, was the most. No. Yeah. Stop. He's a mechanic. Right. So what? I was a mechanic. Not you didn't. Now. You, didn't. you were on. barely a mechanic when you were a mechanic. Wait. I see one. We're at Paula. <laughs> yeah. 
and you looked down at us and like looked and then you went hard right and you were gone. When was that? When? When was that? In the morning. In the morning. You were like gone. First thing? You just you, bailed. You saw that they weren't here yet. You looked oh, yeah, down. Yeah. You saw us sitting there. You just yeah. went the other way. Oh, I don't think I noticed you guys sitting there, but oh. I saw they weren't there. <laughs> oh, you noticed. We had eye contact. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, okay. Well, first of all, uh, no one else had another job there but me. I'm working two jobs or three jobs, whatever you want to do, or four jobs. Uh-huh. So I'm out there getting scoops. Scoops? Okay. You mean coffee from other rigs? While getting scoops. <laughs> and and so I'm glad. Okay, so it was me and then Cooler than Aaron in the three. Perfect. Thank you, Heather. Appreciate that. No. No, it was Aaron because he did all the bike shit. And then it was Cooler because he drove the rig uh-huh. and it was raining. Okay, so what about yeah. that gay choice in the yeah. LCQ? Do you think that happened by itself? You did step it up on the second round. I will tell you that. Yeah. Number There's one round, increase. not very good. You weren't there for press day. Nope. You, you didn't bring scared. anybody breakfast yeah. for anything. They had to borrow bacon from KTM. I, yeah, it wasn't just bacon. The mount, mounds of bacon that, that Cooler cooks. I mean, I like bacon. I can't complain. Who doesn't but like bacon? But he just bacon? cooks three pounds of bacon with nothing else. I saw you eating the bacon. I did have some. I'm yeah, goddamn yeah. sorry. We're going to eat the I, bacon. Hey, guess who arranged the travel at, at Hangtown to, to the track? It was me saying, Cooler and Aaron, I'll pick you up at 630. Did, Went yeah. to Starbucks, bought them Starbucks, right. drove them out to the track. A couple okay. minutes early, right yeah, on time. time. Round yeah. two, you improved. I felt like you were a little bit like me. You improved as you're you're going along. So That's see, we you were sh- watching them the whole time. <laughs> right? Eyes, eyes, eyes. eyes That's on bullshit. You. Out of all the people that yelled the most, Heather did the most yelling at me. So of course, of course right. she did. When did I yell yeah. at you? You were barking at me pretty hard in the trailer, <sighs> and I told you to back off. Remember that? Oh wow! I didn't. I wasn't. Yeah, I thought yeah. you said that, Heather, on the way up. You mm. mentioned that. Yeah. She was like kick, 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 in my ear. G H. Yeah, a little bit. G H. Three thirty ish. And then I said, "Hey, you got to back the fuck up a little bit." Just like no, that. you said I don't fucking respond to that. Kind you need of her talk. intensity. You needed like some intensity she, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> somehow. Aaron, you right? a little Heather. Some, yeah. some intensity was Where needed. You get it, yeah. It wasn't like fucking, bro, sunrise on a Saturday morning. It's, like, yeah. we needed to go. Oh, it was nowhere near sunrise on a Saturday morning. Yeah. We, I, needed, yeah. we needed to go. Right. I, I thought I handled my shit very well. You did. You did pretty good. It was that one time you kind of got snippy. What about, oh, you know what? I'll hmm. remember your ranking the next time you need some Red Bull. Because guess what I did as soon as you asked? Oh, you did give me Red Bull. Hey. Can you get me a, okay. a white Red Bull? Okay. And, Aaron, and, 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 you cooler, okay? Does that make you? Yes. Okay. You know, th- this one, where I, I just thought about this. No so, hate comms. No hate comms. <laughs> ta- talking about this Saturday at sunrise. And you did get awesome like, butt patches. Just you send it. Like, me and those. you are racing yeah. at sunrise on a Saturday, and we're doing our little lap battles. Yeah. Like, you send it. Uh-huh. He does. Why couldn't you do that at the... Like, I know where I'm what going, it? bro. <sighs> Here we go. I, mean, I seen you ride. The only time I ever seen you ride besides at a race was Western... At the ride day last year uh-huh. after mm-hmm. Vegas, and I was I was in shock to see you ride. I was like, "Dang, he's good." Hard pack, yeah, yeah. Not Listen, a lot of ruts. He needs like an hour to get uh, ready. He has to know the track. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So okay. we've so decided. I'll, I'll call MX Sports and get you an hour in the morning. <laughs> <to make it happen. laughs> we time. just decided we're going to set up like a GP, and he's going to go ride for forty-five minutes, right? And then he's going to come in. He'll be warmed up. Set me up like go. a track out yeah, in the hills, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. and then I'll come back. What are you in. like a dinosaur? You got to get your blood going and all warmed up <laughs> and everything. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. All right, let's take some calls. Uh, just cooler if you're listening. Uh, I'm number two, so yeah, fantastic. Uh, let's go to John. What's up, John? What's happening? Uh, did you mean Jonathan? Yeah, sure. Oh, oh, sorry. Um, first of all, question to Travis: uh, What happened to the donkey, buddy? Oh, uh, she is staying at a friend's house, what? so I see her about once a month. She's doing great. Bunny the donkey. Bunny the donkey. I think I read an article in O2 that you were living in an airstream with a donkey. 
Uh, no, that that was just a joke that I think Trans World Magazine did. They just took a picture of me standing in front of an Airstream. <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, second and last question, digging deep here. Uh, there's two videos out by Jason Anderson and his crew. I think it's all to get people like me riled up, but in the video, he's eating like five pounds of Taco Bell and unloading like bottles of wine from his backpack and there's 420 signals everywhere have you guys seen those or do you think he's just trying to get people riled up or what's going on there i've not seen those uh yes i uh, he does not you, you cannot ride the way he's riding and all that being yeah. Yeah. being uh, 420 and eating taco bell nonstop. so yeah he's just trying it to get playing video games and just just effing around all over california it's quite bizarre can uh, you please send that to us i want to see it uh i could send it how would i do that put the link in the comment section this sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, no, 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 he, no, no. He already hates me. Attach <laughs> Kiefer. Uh, Attach. Last thing, Chris Kiefer. I'm not trying to brag here, but I am going to the UPS store right now, and I'm a mid-pack sea rider. I really hope that Heather has some compassion <laughs> for you. Yeah. And All right. Some, uh, Have fun tonight, then. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you, you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank I you. won't think of you, but I'll think of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't. That would get super weird. Uh, also on the line from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? What's happening? How's it going over there? Well, we just rehashed the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kiefer's okay. It's yeah. fine. Yep, I'm good. Aaron and I, uh, Aaron's here, Brayton's mechanic, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we wished he would have brought more intensity. Travis Preston thinks that maybe his his settling his home life. of his home life affected him a little bit because there was nothing to go <laughs> for, you know? So... <laughs> yeah. What's so sucky about that is it kind of makes sense. Like, I, I yeah. can't really hate on it. He's not wrong. Yeah, can't really hate on it. Good, 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 uh, good on you. Well, JT, what are your thoughts? Uh, we were, we were, we were off the first two rounds. Well, and keep, you know, we talked about this way off any air shows or anything, and I honestly thought this would be the most difficult part. Um, you know, it's it's really hard to change your whole approach to riding. You know, to go from basically cold, I'll say to as fast as you can possibly go plus some within, you know, a five minute window. You basically have to go from from not riding at all to balls out fast. Uh and to me, I think the toughest part of that is as you get older, you just start thinking a little bit more. And and I, I went through it myself my last year or two. Those guys are just they they basically turn the throttle and turn the brain off in those qualifying laps and it mm-hmm. gets really hard to do as you get older, just because you, you get wiser. I think you just get smarter. I'm like, yeah, that's probably a bad idea. And yeah, I should probably let off here. Um, <laughs> where those, those guys are kids. Like they just don't think that way. And you know, in the 35 minute race, keeper would have probably been much, much better than he was in those time qualifying sessions, but it's, it's hard. And I, and I told Chris that off, you know, just in text messages, like this is going to be the hardest part is to go this fast right out of the gate. And, uh, yeah, I just think, you know, it's it's hard to keep Chris is 42 years old, and, I you know, I'm 39. I get it. Like, I, I don't want to go that fast. I don't want to try to go that fast. So I can I can empathize with him having to deal with deal with the intensity that those mm. guys have for, yeah. for one lap. Yeah. Mm. Well, yep. it would have been it, nice if he would have listened to me at all. <laughs> that would have been good. Maybe we could have done something We told bit. him to work on the sprints. And we did. I mean, what else can we do? Aaron said, "Get out!" There. Out of all you guys, <laughs> JT gave me the most info. Why? Why didn't you? He didn't say anything revolutionary right now. No, he texted me a, actually actual a synopsis of what that needs to happen. 
I, yeah, you did I, to I did too. Go fast. Yeah. I, don't know, I, don't I mean, know, it doesn't I, matter. I, I, it didn't happen. I'm just saying he gave me the most info. Uh, he's smart. <laughs> oh, he's smart. Um, you yeah. know what? I, I, had, uh, I had my eyes open. My last year, I was 33, something like that. And uh, I turned 33 that summer. And it was so difficult for me to try to do. And, and I had missed the summer before because of knee surgery. It had been like two or three years since I rode outdoors. And I was, it was really, really hard. So I kind of knew what you were walking into. Uh, it's just different, man. It's, it's not easy. I, I think most people are confused or they're deceived by what they're watching. They think they're watching something, but it's right. really not what they're watching at all. Yeah, because it looks, one, I mean, you watched on TV. I'll just tell Travis this. The wall that they're jumping out into flat doesn't look that steep. It was freaking steep. And I was jumping yep. out a little bit, but these guys are jumping across the straightaway into the, almost the face yeah, of the next jump. was sending Just it. sending it. And it's hard to fathom doing that for 30 minutes um, body-wise. And, you know, of course, that's the faster way to do it. But it's just a whole different world. You watch those guys ride. You're like, man, it looks so fun. It looks so cool. And then when I'm riding the bike, I'm yeah. like, oh, what are these? It's like bumps everywhere. I'm like, dude, it doesn't look like that when you're watching them ride. Yeah. No yeah, yeah. So it's just different, different, uh, a lot different than the local practice days at Paula. Trust me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I used, to tell, I used to. I used to ride local tracks during the week sometimes in Florida, Dade City, and wherever. And guys are just all over me. And and I know Travis, you dealt with this too. If you went anywhere that was a public track, it was just like you had a target on your back, yeah. and everyone wanted to ride with you or behind you or show how fast they were, or whatever. And I would just be like, dude, the race is on, the race is on, you know, on Sunday back then. Like, show up on Sunday. I promise you it's going to be a, a lot different than what it is here on a Tuesday night. Like, that's just, just show up. And I, I can't even, I can't explain it to you. Right. You're just going to have to show up. And those guys would show up and not qualify. And then I would get, like, 12th or whatever, you know. Like, it's just a different, it's a different world. You have to, it just takes a lot of experience and it's a different kind of racing. And Luckily for me, there were a lot of years, and, and you know, Chris and Travis, that qualifying was racing. It was actual racing, uh, which probably would have served you much better. Ah, well, we had two LCQs. Yeah, just, uh, yeah but, I wish yeah, but I'm just saying the overall whole deal, getting top 13 in the qualifier is, to me, a lot easier than beating these kids with zero sense that are willing to just go wide open for, for one lap. Yeah, and back then, if you finished a certain, yeah, you got in. Yeah, top ten receded, right, and then they were, they raced for the last you know, thirty. To 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 what Jason is saying, you know, about riding like local tracks, and then the difference from a local track to a, a professional, you know, national track, it's huge, and and I think that that's it shows how important it is to find like a good training facility, yeah. a good place to ride during the week, and especially good guys to ride yeah. with. It's well, so important. You raced the Loretta's qualifier at Hangtown. It probably was much different. And let me tell you, it Loretta's, you know, at Loretta's is similar to Nationals. I would I would say if any amateur wanted to see what it's like, at least conditions. Yeah. Not big track. Yeah. But, but conditions. Loretta's yeah. is like that. Breaking Super bumps, ruddy. Longer motos. Longer motos. Right. Deep ruts going in, coming out. So um, let's get to some phone calls here. Ben, what's going on? You want to talk to Chris Kiefer? Yeah, I wanted to say thanks for uh, making a show out of it for the first two rounds. I watched both of them with anticipation, and I'm sure you were bummed to not be there too, but I failed to qualify for motos. I just came off a rough one this weekend. You know, that happened. 
you can't win them all, but you can always try. So thanks for showing us how to try. Yeah, man, I appreciate you following, and uh, that's what it's all about is giving it a go. Cool. Thanks, Ben. Oh, it's awesome. Thanks for following up with the call. We'd love to hear about the stories this weekend. Thank you, man. Uh, Damon, you want to talk to Travis Preston? Damon? How's it going? I'm sorry. It's all right. What's happening? Um, not a whole lot. But, hey, I got a story with uh, for Travis. Um, right. I live down here in North Carolina. I just didn't know if you remember. Uh, Carolina, he used to train at a track in Statesville called Garrett Church and Max. Oh, yeah. I and remember that I track well. Up, yeah, and I ended up uh, showing up with my buddy one day, kind of aggravating me. Uh, I just want to apologize. I thought it was kind of funny he was on. And normally, I work second shift, so I can't call him normally, but I just thought it was funny he was on. I figured I'd bring it up. That place is pretty sick, huh? Yeah, yeah. That That's a real, especially the ride day that they do there. The ride day that they do oh in October, God. like I, Seth, Seth Rarick and you know a couple of like uh, North Car- yeah. North Carolina locals like to go out there, and I see photos oh, man, and the place dude. looks unbelievable. I know. I'm trying to get Kiefer out here. You know, we're talking about a rough track. I know it doesn't get rough as rough as the national, but you know it gets rutted out here. So speaking of that, I flew back there for a ride day in 2017. That is, Garrett Church has a ride yeah, day. I was, I was there. Yeah. Was there. How good was that day? Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! You should have been here. You should have been here like two or three months ago. We had another one. It was unbelievable. I heard that one. I saw photos. Yeah, cool. Yeah, thanks for the call, man. It was sick, but yeah, man. All right, you guys have a good one. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Kiefer. Cool. Thanks, man. See ya. All right, Jason Thomas here, FlyRacing.com. Well, JT, the retro gear looked pretty good. You guys dialed them in nicely at at Hangtown. Yeah, it was cool. We, uh, you know, we'd been working on making that reality for a long time, and like. All those times, Keeper was just hammering me about getting some. I, we kind of already knew this was in the works, so uh, yeah, it was cool. I was yeah. I was happy he was uh, he got some, and we got to make good on it. I, I saved two brand new sets, so don't think I'm not going to wear the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to be everywhere. Yeah, on Keeper ring testing. Yeah, without a doubt. Make sure you save some though. Oh no, I'm going to save some. But right. we are going to just so you know too, we're going to raffle off one of my white jerseys to. Uh, to some someone, at, so if you can email Heather at keyforinktesting.com, it's twenty bucks to enter. We're gonna raffle off one of those white jerseys from Sacramento. Why don't you get Marks to do the site for you? Give him a little bit of money. He can do a raffle site for you. Yeah, maybe. Like what we did for the Yamaha. And then want to give all the money to a privateer to go race outdoor national. Yeah. So. Yeah, Marks, get on that. Yeah, Marks, you had nothing else to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. We can, we could do that. We could figure it out. Uh, so JT, uh, before we let you go here, we're coming up with Garrett Marksbanks on the show. Um, AC two wins in a row, man. Um, wouldn't that be ironic if he wins the 250 motocross title? Yeah, it would be, it would be a great story. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting summer though. Um, I think we know who the players are for the championship anyway. And, and they're the usual suspects of who we thought with Ferrandis and Justin Cooper and Adam and these guys. But I think we could be in for uh, a lot of parity as far as moto winners. And, you know, R.J. Hampshire was great in that first moto. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys like Amart, uh, Colt Nichols, uh, they're just, there's a ton of guys. Hunter Lawrence, you've got to think, is going to win one of these motos. Ferrandis, uh, you know, even like McElrath, he wed, but he, you know, won motos. And I think the overall at Washougal last year. So I, I think we're going to see a lot of that this year, which is great. It really adds excitement to the series, and you know the best series are always when they're completely unpredictable, and you go into the you know the gate drops and you have yeah. no idea what's going to happen. That's that's the most exciting and the most entertaining. So 
I think we're going to be in for that all summer. Um, that may not be for the championship. I think those guys are going to separate themselves just on a consistency basis. But moto to moto, it could really be anybody. Yeah, it's it's the star guys are all good. Nichols has been good four motos in a row now. So Cole Nichols is mm-hmm. obviously on his he's outdoor a, he game. He looks good. Yeah, he he really he's the surprise for me right yeah. now. I'd say like I just thought of him as more of a supercross guy. So I I rode with him last year when we did some testing, uh-huh. and I I've never watched him ride. And I was blown away. I was telling Chris on the way up, just the lines he was taking and yeah. the combinations he was putting together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good. He's technically really a sound rider. Yep. Like, yeah. And Sexton is too. Sexton, yeah. very much. Yeah, so. We're Sexton talking is, about him is, too. Is very much so. Uh, AC, Justin Cooper, Ferrandez, Sexton, Nichols, Amart, I think will be a bit better. Hunter Lawrence. I like him. Yeah, JT, you had a good point about Hunter Lawrence, though. <clears throat> you know, he, did, he rides Apollo a lot, he's been there a lot, he even raced there. So let's see a little bit on tracks that, you know, you don't get a lot of time. I liked him tracks. on the show last week. He was good. He was a good interview. He's a great interview. Yeah, and I even interviewed after the race. He was good on that one, too. So, um, you know, JT, Kiefer just spent 20 minutes talking about how it's go time of these races, and, and that's what it's going to be for Hunter. He's never been to this. It's yeah, Thunder it's gonna Valley. Be, it's, yeah. it's going to be difficult for him. I, I don't think it's impossible. You know, it's just he's going to have to do more homework and, and really be on his game. Uh I, for him, I would try to be at every Friday press day. Yeah, okay, sure, it's a little bit of an inconvenience, but to be able to get out there for 30 minutes on Friday, man, that that could really be a game changer for him. Uh, otherwise, you go out there Saturday morning, and yeah. instead of just working through getting up to speed and, and all that, you're trying to learn the track. You've never jumped any of these jumps before. You're really trying to remember which way you're going, where guys like Cincerello and these guys have raced a few times, so they know everything, and they're going wide open right away. You're just trying to figure out where the hell the next turn is, you know, Eric, yeah. and all of the little nuances of the track. He won't know any of those. You know, a guy who's been around the series like Amart, who's been around forever, he knows where the good lines are going to form. He knows that in the second moto, you've got to move to the outside here and how all this stuff's going to shape up. So it's going to be a learning process. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think Paula, uh, Paula, Redbud, and Jacksonville are really the only ones where – he will have some sort of recollection of what's going on. But for sure, Paula would be the most of those. He's, he's ridden there a lot. He raced the Cal Classic there. Uh, so, yeah, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see. I think Hangtown is probably more realistic of where he'll be. I think he'll mm-hmm. be in the top five. But at Paula, he was the fastest guy on the track. I don't know that he's going to be able to do that every single weekend. Uh, Travis, who's your pick for this title? Do you like AC to, to bring this thing home? 250s? Uh I do, I do like because I like the fact he's working with Nick Way, mm-hmm. and I like the fact of like what what Jason just said, you know about going to uh, the press days, like that super important stuff that I think you only get from guys like JT or Nick Way that have been doing it for a while. Right. So I think if AC listens and he's, yeah. he, he, oh, he's he, he, he looks Nick. fired yeah. up right now, yeah. so yeah, he's definitely my my pick. Right. What about you, Aaron? AC. Yeah. Yeah, you got, you got He's it. better than I thought he would be after yeah, that yeah. crushing Vegas defeat, you know, a little bit. Like and, yeah. and both these tracks, especially Hangtown, was, was tough. Right. That yeah. was a nasty track. Right. Yeah. At the end he delivered. Yeah. He, that last lap was flawless. It, yeah, it was. Yeah, he knew yeah. he had to he had to step yeah. it up. So uh all right, JT. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Um thanks for the thanks yep. for coming on. Flyracing.com. As always, check him out. New Formula Helmet out and, and doing very well. Uh, maybe that was your problem. You weren't in a formula, Kiefer. Yeah, maybe. I asked you about that, and you didn't respond. 
I said, am I required to wear a helmet? And you said, I will find out. And I never got Oh, yeah, you were, you were okay. Oh, okay. You were fine. So no news. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no news is good news. But you should have <laughs> worn a formula. You would have been cooler. It would have been lighter. You would have maybe felt yeah, safer. it's a good helmet. It's fantastic. So yeah. just saying. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh... One thing I want to mention, oh, yeah. I am, Sorry. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to Denver this weekend for yep. Wakewood National, which Steve you are not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are doing our uh, our VIP program this summer. It's, we've kind of been trying to sort out the details, but I finally got all that sorted. So if you're interested, uh, email me jason36 at aol.com or tweet me, Instagram, message me, whatever, um, and I will get you dialed in, give you the details of how that all works. But it's uh, should be pretty cool if you're looking for a next level way to uh, experience the race. Um, we would ha- be happy with the, uh, the Rocky Mountain KTM team that it's a part of. To be around Blake and uh, Justin Bogle, um, and then Benny Boss is coming back around four. So yeah, uh, please let me know. And we will get you dialed in. Is uh, is Tory going? Maybe to Colorado oh, to the race. I don't know. That's a good question. I have no I, idea. I like Tory. The dichotomy, the the dichotomy between Blake Baggett and Justin Bogle is high comedy. So yeah. Um, all right. Uh, thanks, JT. Appreciate it, man. Okay, guys. Thanks. See you, JT. All right. That's Jason yeah. Thomas, everybody. Uh, RoostMX. Use the code PulpNation to save 20% at RoostMX.net. Jacob Hayes and um, uh, Brandon Hartraft using using Roost Graphics. Uh, thanks to Roost also for all the Pulp Nation stuff that they have. They have a whole section on there at RoostMX on Instagram. Uh, check go there for your monthly sales. Pulp Nation saves you 20% on there. Thank uh, you, Roost, for making my posters. Yes, Roost made your posters. Fantastic. I saw those upstairs. I was yeah. surprised. I, got, I gave posters. you one. Yeah, you didn't posters. see it. He walked right by it. He don't care. Sign one for you and Pook. Oh, thanks. Cool. Yeah. Right. Hey, thanks Pook, for pointing Pook out. was talking about it though. <laughs> on the yeah, wall of yeah, it. yeah. I'm sure yeah. Pook was, was really fascinated with that. Uh, Rooster <laughs> Max is uh, uh, pl- pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. This man had a really good uh, Paula. He qualified fastest at Hangtown as well. Uh, he's doing a good job out there. He rides for the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team. Garrett Marchbanks, what's up, man? How are you? Good, man. Good. Doing good. You? No, we're good. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, hey, I think you got to be happy with your Paula, right? Seventh overall, uh, coming fr- coming up from the back a little bit in both motos. Um, were you were you stoked with it? Yeah, um, yeah. I was I was kind of bombed in the first moto. I I was doing pretty good. I think I was running sixth or seventh, and got a little tired at the end there and fell back. But uh, the second moto, uh, was definitely happy more happy with my speed, but. Sadly, I hit the gate in the second moto due to flinching. But yeah, yeah, it was. I, I was happy with the sense overall. It, it was. It was good for me. Uh, just getting more confidence for the next week here in Denver. So yeah. Um, okay, so we we had uh, Moseman on earlier. We're talking about this flinch. I watched a GoPro from AC. I didn't see a flinch. Uh, but now Travis Preston, you said you didn't see a flinch, but now you say there is a flinch. Yeah, someone it's not from Sexton yeah, hitting it. Someone on Instagram was sent me another video from another rider. I don't remember who it was. Okay, and yeah, the gate. It's I mean, it's the slightest flinch, but, but it looks it, like in the video. But flinches. is it from Sexton hitting it? Yeah, though? that's it. That's no, what, that's no, what, no, no, no. Good point. No, it MX flinches. Sports is saying and, that it flinches and then he goes. Like I mean, it's like inst- it's amazing to see that. Okay. He, his reaction was that good. So Marchbanks, we're trying to get to the bottom of this gate flinch thing. So. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I forgot who was next to me. I think it was uh, Conley Ken, and I don't know who was on the left of me. But, yeah, I don't know. I just – we both flinched at the same time. Like, we both seen a flinch, and we both of our bikes went. But, yeah. I don't know, I was, I was full go, so I just slammed it, gate flipped over. And <laughs> by that time, everyone was already halfway out of the gate. And I was like, well, right. um, this is going to be a rough one. So we, 
We had a call on 911 from Ryan. He says he races at Paula a lot and it flinches all the time. Really? Yeah. Huh. So the gate flinch gets deeper. On Because <laughs> MX Sports said, hey, Sexton hit the gate, and it flinched with that. And sorry. Was the gate in the exact same position? as? Uh, I they, think so. I don't know. The gate didn't flinch. LCQ didn't flinch at all. Okay. So. All right. Um, anyway, so, yeah, we'll get to the bottom of that if we can. Hey, so you made your pro debut last, last summer, uh, got hurt. Uh, at high point, I think it was. But do you feel... Do you feel a little bit more at home in outdoor nationals, even with those few that you got under your belt? Does, does it help a little bit? Yeah, for sure. It was it was definitely a big experience for me last year, just learning and being 16 years old last year, just, just going into it. Mm-hmm. Like, from the amateurs, you're only doing seven, eight lap motos and, like, basically 15, 20 minutes and jumping into the 30s. It was a little tough for me, but right. I don't know. I've been, I've been really thankful to have Ivan Tedesco on my side helping me out through the whole thing. And, I don't know. PC team's been great so I, i've been happy so what uh hot sauce is a good dude good great test rider he's helped them out a lot uh preston you probably were you teammates with hot sauce ever yeah at honda i was never teammates i just always been friends oh okay yeah uh really smart guy yeah, really analytical guy, guy. Yeah. yeah um what does he help you most with most with garrett what do you think he's really helped you with man he, i i, I want to say everything like on and off the bike like and he's helped me with parts testing he, he's there when i'm there and Heck, like he'll, he'll know if something's good on the bike or not as good, and mm-hmm. man, like even even off the bike training, cycling, gym work, he's been there for me, helping me out. And I don't know, it's been really good. He helped me out so much with Supercross, also. I was yep. in the rookie in that this year. That was pretty tough. I haven't run Supercross that much, so it, it, I'm definitely thankful for him to be there. Well, you got AC with Nick, and you got Garrett with with uh, with Ivan dudes. with Ivan around yeah. there. This is good. These guys got a lot of experience, and yeah. they have knowledge that can help these kids. Yeah. You know, especially Garrett. He's so young, starting. Yeah. You know, Ivan has every you know everything. Yeah. What's funny about those two guys as well, Nick and Ivan, low key guys, doesn't like a lot of attention to themselves. They yeah. just take care of their shit, and I think that's what's cool for those yeah. two guys. Yeah, Garrett, I can't see Hot Sauce yelling at you. Does he ever get? Does he yell at you? No, no, no. He's he's pretty he's pretty good, dude. He right. We we're we're pretty chill around the track, so he'll he'll tell me straight up if something's wrong. But mm-hmm. no, nah, it's been it's been really good. So seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Garrett Marchbanks from uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit team, he's on the Pulp Mech Show. Brought to you by Roost MX. Hey, look, uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit, one of the, well, maybe the, the most successful team in the pits. Um, and, and from what I gather, it was a little bit of a late decision to put you in the pro class last year for the Nationals. Uh, you got this team uh, and a team owner that, you know, expects excellence. How do you feel about the pressure? How, do you, how, how is the pressure there, and, and how do you feel about riding there? Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm really I'm just thankful to be there. I'm, I'm really happy. And I don't know. The pressure, I think, last year wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I, I was I think they were just expecting me to just be top ten every race, and but at Red Bull, I uh, got hit on the start, broke my ankle, and was on the couch for the rest of the season. And then Supercross, I don't know, like it was my rookie season, but I was kind of treating it like it was my fifth se- fifth season. Then, yep, like I was wanting to be out there at the podium, and I don't know it was pretty it was pretty hard. I got the podium in San Diego, so that was really cool. And heck, I don't know, they they've been great. I, I've been enjoying it, and. I don't know. I think the pressure's been pretty good. Yep. It hasn't been too gnarly yet, so I'm happy with it. So. Yeah, I don't think. I think Mitch is a little different from back in the day, Travis. You know, from what I hear. But yeah, I'm. I'm not. You know, I've. I've yeah. never. Mitch has only done my engines. I've never. I think it's a different deal when you ride for his team. <laughs> right. 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 Um, yeah. The uh, hey, Hangtown. You qualified fastest. Did you surprise? Did that surprise you? Um, it did a little. Yeah. Like, I was kind of just out there, just 
I was kind of riding, just having a good time with it, and it just like got a clear tra- clear track in the first practice, threw down a hot lap, and seen I was P1, and heck, I didn't think I was going to keep it for that long, and yeah. heck, I did, and I don't know I was re- I was really pumped with that, but and time didn't go like I was wanting it to, just bad starts and yeah. some crashes in the second moto, it, it happens. So yeah, I I still think it's cool though that, and I wrote this I think in one of my columns like. Even though it didn't go the way you wanted to, to qualify fastest has to help you. Has to be a nice little chip on your shoulder. Has to be something in your mind that really, really helps you. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like, man, I, it was definitely a confidence booster just just to show, like, hey, I, I can be up there with those guys. And there should be no reason why I can't. So you should come into the truck and just throw down your helmet and say, "Suck it, AC." Is that what? Yeah, that's that's what I would do. I don't know, but no, no, no. I, I don't think it's ever like that. We're, we're pretty good, though. Right. Uh, growing up in Utah, uh, obviously we saw you podium the, the San Diego race in the mud. Uh, you've done well at other places, um, but you grew up in Utah. So, why the mud skills? Mud skills, man. Um, I don't know. I think you'd ask anyone from Utah that's training with me. My my dad sure does love the water track. <laughs> Man, it, it's like people don't even want to show up to my track because they're like, I don't want to ride the mud. I'm like, well, someone's got to ride it. So I was always the first one out there riding it. Dude. Heck, I remember like I'd have to paddle my Super Mini through that stuff, and I was already 5'8 on a Super Mini. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, just, I got used to it. Like, even 65 was out there mud. And I don't know. He, he taught me how to ride the mud, hard pack, rutted, and, yeah, I'd, I'd have to thank my dad for that one. So <laughs> You're like, Dad, lay off on the water, man. Yeah, I know, right? Like, after I started getting older, it was kind of fun because less kids out there, the better sometimes, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. What's the difference, like, growing up as an amateur, you had your race bikes as an amateur, now you have a full-blown ride. What's the biggest difference between your bikes now? Um, I'd just say more power. Like, the setup's pretty close, and I don't know, my setup was good. We didn't do as much testing, but I would just say more power on the race bikes. A lot more. I, I know I struggled the first couple days testing with them with the arm pump, and even the first round of Hangtown last year as a rookie, I struggled with the arm pump. So, how much do you weigh? I weigh one eighty. So you think that kind of hurts you on the starts sometimes? Wow, that that's heavy. Um, for you. It's tall. I'd say a little, but I'd say <clears throat> I don't know, I'd say it's my fault on a lot of them just struggling, getting the shift quick, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes so, reaction good, sometimes it's not. So what what does Adam weigh? Adam's claiming, I think, 170. Adam's tall. I know. So he, he's Garrett. one of the tallest, isn't he? I don't know. He's, I don't. Is he tall than you, Garrett? No, I, I think I've got him you by got, like a little wow. bit. Yeah. 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 And you're yeah. 17. Yeah. Wow. Man, so he might grow a little bit. He might grow a little bit more, Garrett. <laughs> so, so Preston, so yeah, does Garrett need a, what your setup? With the... Dude, Garrett's going to kill it in the whoops. You're going to kill in the whoops? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's going to pass a lot of people in the whoops, so he's okay. Uh, um, tall seat foam, then? What's that? Do you have tall seat foam? Um, no. Yeah, I didn't nope. think so. I never noticed your bike. Yeah, so. No, I did on super minis. I think that thing was like level with the bike. So, <laughs> that thing was per- but no, no, no tall seats on the two fifties. So. And you don't you don't use bar rises or anything? Just standard mounts and then bars, right? Yeah, I believe so. I I don't know. I don't like it too tall. So. Mm-hmm. So. Growing up in Utah, who'd you race with? Who, who was it? Did, where'd you go for that kind of stuff? Uh, did you go to SoCal right away and just kind of base yourself down there? Um, or did you actually grow up in Utah r- racing a lot? Um, I grew. It was kind of both. We we bounced back and forth, and uh, 
don't know, we just did the local RMX series out there and yeah, we just did that for a couple of years and then I think in, when I was nine we moved to Cali for a little bit, raced that, did the gold cups and stuff and then yeah, it just depends and then when I I think when I was thirteen I moved back east and started training at Colin Max for a bit. Okay, so who was that who was at club at that during that time? Stack. Club, I know Phil Nicoletti, Danny Sinai. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, a couple of them guys, so did you ever did Phil ever yell at you or give you a throat slit gesture? Oh yeah. Man, we'd spend the holidays together, like in Christmas and stuff. I lived out there during Christmas, but yeah, it was kinda of funny. Yeah, he my dad and him got along pretty well, so he was always <laughs> hitting me on the track whenever we were riding together, even though I was on eighty five. Yeah, that sounds about right what Phil would do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But- Life is rough. Get used to it, kid. Bam. Oh, oh, yeah. Every time I had a bad race or something, he would just give me a hard time. <laughs> that sounds like the Phil we all know and love on our show, by the way. So, Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I like Phil. He's good, dude. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. So, Thunder Valley this weekend, uh, what do you think of that place? Yeah, it's good. I, I've, I've raced there a couple times. I like the track. Dirt's good. Deep ruts. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like it. The elevation isn't too bad, so. Yeah, I mean, it should be good. Good weekend, so that's the one. The one race of the year where everybody goes, man, I got to start in first, and I got to get that shift from first to second, right? And they, some guys yep. don't, right? Some guys don't get it. They're like, I missed the shift because no one's ever used to that, right? So how about the four? Like, I start in first on a four fifty. Do they still start in no. first? What? No, who the hell? No what did you start? What, first what did you start in first? When when I rode there, I started in first. And outdoors? Yeah, Colorado. Oh. Yeah, maybe no, yeah, 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 at Colorado. Yeah, they still do. Okay. Yeah. That's what you're talking about, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you meant in general. Right. No, no, Colorado, yeah, okay. first yeah, gear. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, but that, that, that shift to second is key. Yeah. It's very key. Yeah. So, um, hey, what's it like being teammates with Marty? Did you ever ask him about, like, bikes with two shocks and, <laughs> and, and aluminum <laughs> gas tanks and stuff? <laughs> Do you ever ask him about, you know, like, churning butter? Or anything? <laughs> no, no, we're, I don't know. We're pretty chill. I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of a quiet teammate, so I try to keep to myself. But right, yeah, no, Martin's a good dude. He, we, we mess around sometimes during autographs and stuff. But yeah, he, he's pretty cool. So Marty's a good dude. Marty's a good teammate. Everybody, yeah. li- everybody's on teams with Marty likes him. Yeah, you know, he's funny. Yeah, he's he's, good. he's a nice guy. He helps out. So I, I give Marty a lot of shit. I don't think he's a big fan of mine necessarily, but I just you know I just want him to ride a 450. That's all, Garrett. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hey, Gary, if there's one thing you think you can improve on out of these, you know, you just have two rounds underneath you now, now you're moving on, what's one thing you think you can do better in race mode? Man, uh, definitely definitely the starts. And then, um, yeah, I don't know, just probably more consistent with lap times than the motos, just getting up there with the front dudes and just running with them and getting, getting in with the pace. So, Is there is there a guy that – You've been finding yourself racing all the time in these first four motos. Is there a guy that you're just like, oh, this guy again? Oh God, I hate this guy. No, no? I, I don't. No, I don't think so. No. Oh. Uh, no. Hey, what about? It's been pretty good. So. What about your retro gear this weekend? That was sweet, dude. It, oh yeah, I like that stuff. That stuff's sweet. I realize you weren't around when that stuff was was originally made, but they did a really good job of replicating it. Like it lit. It looked cool. Oh yeah, it was pretty sweet. I'm pretty sure they came out with the same set for Vegas uh, Monster Cup in 2014. Really? Oh, I missed that. Yeah. I gotta go look. I gotta go back and look. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. Oh man, now you got me thinking. Maybe they did. They had a. Yeah, red... I, I know. I wore a set just like that. Oh okay. Yeah, they Fox sent me one when they first did like a red yellow set. It almost looks like the one they wore last week. 
but it's not quite. Yeah, not a little bit different, but oh. similar colors. So maybe I, sh- I need to go back and look because I, I yeah. really thought this weekend stuff was amazing. Yeah, but if they already did it, maybe no. We'll but I think amazing. this one was better than the the last one okay. they did. Yeah. All right, uh, Garrett. Any memories of Travis Preston racing at all? Uh, any? Uh, <laughs> I, I, do you have any memories? Was he born yet? I, I don't know. When were you born? March Banks. 2001. Oh, oh gosh. That's <laughs> so. I feel old. So you, you stopped in 06? Oh, man. So I stopped. What my last fir- oh. full year was 2000, uh, I guess, 7 or 8. Okay. Yeah. Was eight. Travis yeah. won his championship when, when Garrett was one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any memories, Garrett, of Travis Preston? Man, um. Not much. I know I've watched some old 125 videos of you and you and I were for sure doing cycle rides at his place. I, I know that. So yeah, where? Uh, cycle ranch? Did you say? Uh, no, cycle ride. Sorry, spinning, spinning at the house, watching some TV. Uh, oh really? Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah. Supercrosses. Oh wow. Yeah, that's what you. That's, that was your move, Preston. I don't even remember that. <laughs> I'll have to pull that one up. No, he's saying that why he's on the spin bike, he's watched old races of you. Oh, okay. I speak okay. And, se- and I speak seventeen year old dude. Okay. Chilled out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I was confused also. Thank you. Keith. You know, so I was wondering, Garrett, how how did you get hooked up with Ivan? I know obviously Ivan, you know, helps with testing there, but as far as sounds like, you know, Ivan's helping you with your riding and everything. How how did that get started? Uh Mitch Mitch hooked him up with me, so yeah, it was I think right I was uh right as I went pro. I'm in the California for I think two and a half months, and we started working together. Mm. Do we have a chick? So. What's that? Do we have a chick? Do you have a girl? No, 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 I do not. You're single. Yeah. Good. Stay that yeah, way for a bit. Let's just, let's just chill out. Ride. Don't worry really? about all that. Yeah. yeah. What about home life? Home. I mean, he's he's too young for home <laughs> life. Faulkner's yeah. got home life. No. That's Faulkner. He, he, he needs it. to focus on yeah. riding and getting better on the bike, and the chicks will come. But you yeah. guys said it was fine for Faulkner to have this monster chick. I did not talk about Faulkner. I said his is a little bit different. <laughs> okay. Well, how old is Faulkner? Nineteen. Oh. I think he's twenty-one. The dude's oh, single he? and he's doing good, so let's just leave it. Yeah. I'm fine with that, but Kiefer's got conflicting advice. I'm saying if he had a chick and everything was good, he will be fine. But if he doesn't, he doesn't need to be going searching right yeah, now. Searching, no okay. searching. He just needs to chill out. No searching, no, no searching. searching. Okay, because Preston, you were a taller, one twenty-five, great rider like Marchbank. So, you know, if anybody but see, can... I had a chick. It kind of just happened. My problem now is I'm forty-one and I'm searching, and it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> so I can relate to to homie that's seventeen. Don't search. Yeah, just let yeah. it happen. Yeah. All right, so there you go, Marchbanks. No chick. That's that's the rule. All right, all right. Sounds good. Um, well, hey, man, thanks uh, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Good job uh, at Paula. I had you in my fantasy team. I don't know how many people tell you that from week to week, but uh, you did oh, well. Oh, yeah, I, 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 get yelled, I got yelled at a lot during Supercross doing that. So. Oh, don't don't listen to those people that yell at you. They're idiots. Hey, oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and the thing about Marchbanks, too, usually – sorry, Travis. Taller riders look like shit on bikes when you watch them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marshbakes doesn't have that. He 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 doesn't ride big. He rides right. small. I know. So. I noticed that. That's why he said he was tall. I was like, dude, I, I didn't think he was. He tall. looks really good on yeah. a bike. Yeah. Yeah. Wyndham Preston, no good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No good. Marshbanks good. Marshbanks good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Cool, man. Hey, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Good work at Paula. And uh, yeah, it's impressive for you to qualify at the pole uh, at Hangtown as well. So so good work, man. Thank you for coming on. No, thank you. Thank you so much. So. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks. Later, Garrett. See you, Garrett. Yep. See you, Have Garrett. a good one. That's Garrett Marks. Thanks, everybody, from uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit. We'll get JT on the line here back uh, to do some X-Brand goggle tear-offs. But in the meantime, let me do a little read here. Michelin! 
Randy. Listen, Randy's in the shit house right now. Why? Because last time he was here, okay. Pookie's working on a puzzle upstairs. Oh, no. Randy took two pieces of the puzzle and hit it. <laughs> That's Why would he do that? Because he's Randy Richardson. <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up. He hid, he hid two pieces of a puzzle, and, and Pookie is not happy. Is he giving right clues to Pookie where it would be? He told her today. Oh, he okay. said he forgot to tell her. <laughs> Shit. So, at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram, at MichelinMotorcycle.us on Facebook, Starcross Fives, uh, whether you're uh, Billy Bolt, whether you're Toby Price, whether you're Jace Owen, uh, Michelin tires will work for you in Supercross, in Rally, or in the Michelin Enduro, uh, in, in the... Uh, Enduro Championship. So thanks to MichelinMotorcycle.com, Starcross Fives. They push the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels, uh, but what's great about Michelin is they develop and deliver world-class products for every segment of motorcycling. Uh, mountain bike, too. I got mountain bike, set up mountain bike tires so right now on e-bike. And you're your e-bike life right now. Yeah, Travis. I'm loving you the e-bike. One. Yes. Love it. Yeah, I, I rode a Yamaha e-bike over the weekend. I've ridden a specialized e-bike, and I'm waiting for Kiefer or one of my close friends to purchase an e-bike because I'm in. That's the throwback gear when it was. Oh, March Banks. Yeah. Um, so, while in 10 cycles, you can use the code PulpMX10 to save All right, 10% off in that. 10 cycles, everybody. Whether it's an e bike or whether it's a, a traditional mountain bike, they can dial you in. Yeah, that's really close, but not the same. Yeah, right. it's really close. Yeah. Colors are the same, right? Dude, he was born in 2001. Dude, I didn't think he was that yeah, young. Yeah, that's wow. Dude, I just want to shoot myself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's depressing. Um, so thanks to uh, Intense Cycles, thanks to Michelin as well. Uh, but I shouldn't be promoting Michelin because uh, Pookie doesn't like Randy right now. So, JT, you're back. Um, I am you, back. Did you hear that story before you got on the line? Uh, about Randy Richardson. Uh, no, I just uh, heard okay. You Randy about Pookie Pookie did a puzzle. She got a puzzle on the dining room table. She's been working on. Uh, Golden Knights, Vegas Golden Knights oh, one. And I, I think I know where this is going to go. Yeah, Rand, Randy, Randy hid two pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, I was there when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> she just found out today. So, <laughs> Have you guys seen Randy ride? Uh, no, I just saw him do a backflip. God, he can twist. Uh, he can go. I was amazed to see how fast really? he goes in the woods. Wow. Yeah, I, was yeah. Really, I have so much respect for him. Yeah. Like hill climbs, technical yeah. Yeah. trail ride well, stuff. He put in the Charlotte main event like, in '95. He, go, he goes for it. Right. He did. Randy made a main event. Oh, Richardson. Yeah. yeah okay. Think about but it. Hawkins. Still, I mean, yeah. how how old is he now? Fifties. Uh, Fifty. I don't know. Two. But he 52. goes fast in the trees. He's got Michelin tires. Fucking him up. Sticking. He's right. doing good. Uh, X Brown goggle tear off segment. Let's do this. It's the X Brand tear off segment. 15 second rapid fire Q&A. Rapid fire. What is that from? Like, what What does that mean when you do that? Like, what? what? What do you do it like that? What, what, why not? Oh, I thought that was some something come. What, what is that? Is that just for you like doing that? a movie that? or something. Yeah, no. Yeah, just, oh, okay. Never right, mind. Okay. No, it's from Swiftcore. He he has an accent, and he says rapid, like rapid. Oh, rapid. got it. Like Chicago? Rapid fire. Yeah. Okay. Yep. X-Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Pulpum X-19 is the go to save. If Kiefer had X-Brands, he definitely would have saw a little clearer out there and probably would have done a little better, but we'll leave that for another day. X-Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Alex Ray using X-Brand. Kyle Chisholm uses X-Brand. Ben LeMay uses X-Brand. Uh, Ricky Brabeck, X-Brand. Gary, Gary Sutherland, Sutherland is X-Brand. Uh, fantastic company. Pulp, MX, uh, Pulp Show 19 is the code to save at xbrand.com. Big things coming soon for X-Brand. New goggle coming? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. 
And it is gonna my alley, up my alley, up your alley. Okay, right up your alley. Nice. You'll make sure you shit on it though, like you normally do. All right. So, uh, and also too, Sam Wigan uses X Brand too. The great Sam Wigan. So I don't know who that is. Uh, nobody does. Okay. All right, let's go. X Brand goggles. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him, Aaron, at all? No, I don't. No, I don't know him either. That was the most genuine one I've ever heard. No, I... <laughs> that was the most genuine. No, I don't. I've right, right, right. Um, all right. Oh, you know, I've, I've never what? met this guy. Does he like? No one has, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Steve, who was better coming out of retirement for a one off race, Dowd or Preston? Ooh. Oh, Dowd. I mean he look, Dowd almost made the podium. No. He made the podium. he almost made the podium at forty something and the at last what time track at South Southwick. Wing, that's Southwick. Okay. That's oh, Southwick. Thank, thank you. Thank that's you. totally different. That's like him going to sunrise and coming out of retirement. Yeah. High desert. I don't know what to tell you. Honda Valley. The question was just results. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, yes, Dowd grew up on Southwick, but I mean I don't know. Okay. So he almost made the podium at 47. He got fourth overall or something. That's still bitching. Yeah, yeah but doubt. That's hmm? badass. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry. Sorry, Travis. Sorry. Uh, but okay. that's badass. You got to admit. Yeah, it is. Okay. okay. For sure. <laughs> Travis, what track would have been ideal for Kiefer to try and qualify at? Uh, Honda Valley. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, not even a real track. Yeah, it's like a real <laughs> race track. Glen Helen. Really? That would have been better, yeah. I don't think track was a problem. No. Because Glenn, Glenn Helen would have been, been better. Glenn, Glenn Helen would have had 18 ruts in every Doesn't corner. Doesn't matter. Nah. It's, it's Glenn Helen. He but feels it, at home. I know where I'm at. Okay. Kiefer, how lit was your kit at Paula, and how could it have been better? Uh, How could it have been better? My Paula wasn't as good as Hangtown. Hangtown was much better. But I feel like um, I was told from someone that I should have had color coordinated socks on underneath my boots because I had orange socks on so that was I could have did better on the oh socks. Oh my god. 18 seconds. Um, we don't have questions for Aaron from Moser so I'm going to make the questions up for Aaron. Okay. Uh -oh. So you have 15 seconds alright? Okay. Uh, 30 seconds actually. So what do you prefer? The great or a dirt start? Great for sure. Alright 1.3. Is it just because of lack of work needed? Uh, yeah. That's the wrong answer by the way but yeah. anyway, anyways good job. Alright. Okay, Marks. <laughs> JT, what would it take to get you to come out of retirement at 42 and line up for national, and how do you think you'd do? Uh, it would take a lot of zeros in a, on a check, <laughs> and I would do terribly bad, <laughs> horrifically bad. <laughs> All right. JT would be kicking his arm. that's bullshit. I feel kicking JT his would arm be army. He'd be kicking his arm army <laughs> out there. Steve, bold, bold new graphics. Go well. <laughs> Steve, after playing team manager for a couple weekends, do you think it's a job you'd ever be willing to do? What if someone writes you a blank check and lets you hire triples and have all black bikes? I'm in. I'm in. Absolutely. I, I got to get out of this media game. I, I've, I, I swore I was going to get out of this media game in 2014. I bet JT, and someone on Twitter fucking has the audio. Really? I bet JT $100 that I would be no chance I'd be in the media game July 1st of 2019. Really? Yes. Oh, and this shit. motherfucker has it. <laughs> That's on, awesome. I already paid JT the $100. Oh, you did? Right, you already did. Wow. Right, JT? It's, it's in your bank account. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. I got to get out of this. What did you think back then? You just thought you were out? <laughs> I just thought, yeah, I wasn't right. going to make any money and nobody cared. And I, I was tired of getting yelled at by riders. So hey, It's gotten better. That was a rough year for you, huh? What was? 14 area. Was that the same year? 
of, of MCR? I think so. Probably. That's probably yeah. what did it. It's probably did it for yeah. me. I'm just like, I can't handle these crazy people yelling at me. <laughs> I was um, there. I was there in Canada. You were yeah, in Regina. Me. Yeah, I was when, there. when I had the contract. Yeah, it's on the wall behind you there. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's framed. Gotcha. Um, that's awesome. Uh, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would like to. I would like to be a manager, but I'd like to pick my riders and hire them, and I'd, I'd love that, man. If someone gave me that chance, I would drop all of this in a second. So who would they be right now? Uh, I don't know. It depends on my, what my budget is. You know? I'd like to do that, too. You know? I'd, if someone said, hey, man, you know, I'm the team owner, and I'm going to pay you 120 a year, and you're going to manage, and you're going to hire the riders. And- okay, so you have $100,000 salary for three triples. That's what you can give them up to. Who would you hire? 450s or 250s? Two four fifties, one two fifty. What kind of bikes am I on? Blue uh, You're on, yeah. I'm on Blue Yamaha. Okay. Um, I am gonna probably hire. And you're Supercross only. And I'm Supercross only. Yeah. Uh, can I steal Brighton away? If he's available, sure. All Let's right. just say everyone's available. For All right. Me. I'm gonna steal Brighton away for seventy-five k. Okay. Plus bonuses. All right. It's probably not gonna get it done though. Big bonuses. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna insure insure him. Okay. Uh, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna give 25 to A Ray. And then 250. 250. Um, oh, do I have to put that in 100 grand? Yeah, 100 grand guy. A Mart. Okay. <laughs> Poor A Mart. <laughs> you know what A Mart makes? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't make anywhere near what. Or <laughs> he makes 14 times the size of my my budget. So, all right. I'm on the spot, but yeah, I would like to do that. I would like to do that, Moser. Uh, Travis, how much of the blame pie is yours for Kiefer not qualifying mm. and rate your score as a writing coach and man friend? Mm. Good. Mm. That's a good question. Three uh, questions in that. Uh, Great question. Yeah, I, I, I honestly dropped the ball, so I'd say uh, 25%. Blame? Blame. Okay. Yeah. Where do you rate yourself as a man friend? Man friend 10. Riding coach. Riding coach. Riding coach. Oh, five. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Kiefer, best part and worst part about coming out of retirement. Best part is watching my son's face, uh, seeing me race, and the, the lessons that he learned in all of this. That's the most important thing for me. Uh, the worst part is seeing my team's face <laughs> when I come back to the pits. <laughs> so it ain't that bad. There you go. All right, my turn for Aaron. Aaron, uh, mechanics nowadays look like Sherpas going up to Everest with all the shit you have on your backpack, uh, especially in Supercross for an eight-minute race. Yeah, yeah. What's the most useless thing you have in your backpack that you, you don't need to have? Uh, that's hard. Um, extra rags, because I already have like 20 in my pocket. Okay. Uh, what about a clutch perch? Do you have a complete clutch clutch perch? No. Okay. Because you ain't fucking changing that. No, it's, I mean we we also don't have like bring a wheel cart down because if we gotta change a wheel, yeah, what are we really accomplishing? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, but you jackasses all go out there like you're in some Not sort us. of 24 hour Le Mans. No, that's. But we also have. <laughs> you know, like oh, let's bring it all. Got a motor. Hurry up. We got a motor. We got a frame. Let's change the subframe hey, out. Like what the hell? They did do it. Uh, Jason Anderson yeah, got his. It, it, there is scenarios where no, no wheels are okay. I'm fine with wheels. Yeah, okay, there's yeah. Didn't Frankie? I swear, sure. Frankie started that. Latham. <laughs> I don't know. Was he? Yeah, he, he, had, he was one of the first guys I remember having a backpack. He had a backpack. Oh, the backpack? No, it was Frank Thomas. Uh, yep. 
Yes. Really? Okay. Frank Thomas, innovator. Okay. With the backpack. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, Frank caught on real early. Frankie and Frank. Yeah. Frankie saw Frank do it. Yeah. But, yep. What year, what, when did Frank have a backpack, JT, like? What? 97, 98. Oh, like wow. So he was really wow. early. Yeah. All right. JT, what's, uh, what's one thing about the broadcast that's done really well and something that they could improve on? For outdoors? Yep. Ooh. Uh, their announcers are great. They, they do a very good job of uh, commentating, but it's been, it's been a little rough other than that. We just, we just uh, alarm? The alarm wasn't good. The <laughs> scoring graphic has not been good. The coverage. Uh, They're talking about passes that we can't see. Yeah. You know you know the one thing that drives me crazy in there? Well, I shouldn't say that because there are a lot of things that drive me crazy, but I hate when they go to these little uh, kind of lifestyle stories yeah. in the middle of a race. Right. I hate it. Oh, yeah. 37 I don't seconds. Care. I don't care about the guy's week or that he enjoys snow cones, or I don't care about any of that. Like, you're in the middle of the moto. Right. Do it before or do it after or do it in between or do it sometime. Don't do it in the middle of the damn race. Like, I'm trying to watch what's going on. Like, it, these yeah. races have been really tight. And you're going to break away from the battle to tell me about a guy has a pet pony. I don't care, dude. I really don't. Not at the, not at the, at the time. Bunny. Like, stick on the race. Um, um, that beeping was Weege's shit? Yeah, it was his watch. He yeah. I was looking around my house like... Who the fuck's phone? He said he had to throw it out the door. He couldn't figure out how to shut it off. (laughs) He threw it out? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Six times it went off. What I don't understand, (laughs) JT, is what is going on with the scoring where the the lapped riders are coming on to his eighth place? Yeah, fourth. Yeah, I saw that. What is going on with. Like one guy is in nine places. Well, that that was a first round glitch. But this weekend, I specifically saw lap guys showing up. As yep. they cross yeah. the line, so it just goes haywire. It just goes haywire. It just, it just completely loses its shit about halfway. Yeah, it's, and guys are just bouncing all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, all right. Steve, who's going to be AC's stiffest competition for this title? Mm. Uh, well, I was I picked Ferrandis going in, and I'll stick with Ferrandis. But Justin Cooper is really good. And he's got a good bike to get starts on, man. That bike's ridiculous. You know, huh? Another huh? Preston. Yeah, like can I, I mention. Can I? Oh. Uh, yeah, it, it's it like when when I ride it, it's go, it's goosebumps. It's it's ridiculous. It's the sound of it. The, I mean, how, how far it revs to me, to how the engine stays together, how high that bike revs. I mean, it's real testament to the to work that those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've I've helped give them a great starting point. <laughs> But of course you have. Listen, like Will's Will Hans biased, but he rode a Geico bike and a and a and a, and a, and a uh, TLD bike and everything, and he can he's he's, he's like this is ridiculous. I, I, whoever down that have some smart guys down there, and the guys work hard, and the, like literally every lap I ride on that bike, I have goosebumps. Zero, I have zero bias. That bike's insane. Right. Yeah. If you had a choice, say what would you want to race? I would race that bike. At, at any track because it yeah. it handles they, good it's they, light and it's so it's like, like, a, like you know I told you I'm done riding I, I don't really yeah. like enjoy riding on the weekends if you give me uh, a 250F star engine I will start racing Loretta's <laughs> do do anything <laughs> He's the in. bike is bad right right alright JT go ahead I was going to say one more thing on the broadcast yep can 
can we do away with the fastest lap time thing? Like, I don't, nobody ever cares what the fastest lap, the fastest lap time was. Like, if you're at the 25 minute mark, everybody wants to see the last lap time, yes. right? Is, Thank you. Is that just yeah. me? Like, no, no. I thought the, the exact lap. same thing. Yeah, it's just, Good it's point. a useless thing. And I, and I think the people that are deciding it don't, you know, they're probably not inherent moto people. So it's just a, a cool stat or something that they can put up there. But it's not relevant anymore. You want to see the last lap time. That's going to give you an idea of what's like, what's actually going on out there. It just drives me crazy. It's been going on for a long time. I just needed to <laughs> need to place this. <laughs> seen that. Seen that way. All right, Marks. Travis, what's the chance ability, although in defeat, that Heather gives Kiefer a sympathy UPS delivery? Mm. Good, good None. question for Travis. None. Mm, Two point seven. Mm. Wow. Well, okay. Didn't even have to think about it. No, not at all. Were you aware of this bet, Aaron? No. Okay. Kiefer, has UPS surpassed Ramit, and how many UPS references are you getting a day? If you guys only <laughs> knew how many direct messages of UPS trucks driving by people's houses, <laughs> on the freeway, it, I only post a couple, and you're probably sick of it on my Instagram, but yeah, it's, it's overwhelming. It, it has surpassed Ramit, I would assume. Well, no, it has not. I it doesn't have the lifespan of Ramit, and yeah. McAdoo still says he still says he gets Ramit all the time. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think UPS will be alive <laughs> for a bit. Okay. Uh, my question for Aaron. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Burning house, coolers in it, mm-hmm. Footnicks in it, Tony Alessi's in it. <laughs> oh, you can one. only save one. Good one. Uh, you can only save one guy. Oh, good. one? Yeah. Uh, Burning t- house. Tony. You're saving Tony. Yeah. Suck up for your job. Yeah, that's you gotta a good save one. The guy that gives you your job. Yeah, that's yeah, easy. yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Too bad, cooler and foot, Nick. Cooler's got a handle. He's cooling in the situation it's, as it goes. He's ice cold. Yeah. Ain't no fire hitting. Yeah. Yeah. No hate comms. Nick's sleeping through it, so okay. he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got Tony. All right, sounds yeah. good. Nick's sleeping through it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to wake up anyway. He's going to be yeah. gone. Yeah, now. it doesn't matter. He's yeah. fine. He's not even going to suffer. He'll be fine. Right. Yeah. JT, you were very worried about your fantasy team on Saturday morning. How much did you talk to yourself throughout the day, and how did your team end up doing? <laughs> talk to myself a lot. Uh, a lot of a lot of debate. A lot of uh, internal bickering. Uh, but my team did pretty well. Not too bad. Other than Jordan Smith, who got me zero points. Well, no, he got a couple points in the first moto. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, the plane crash in the mountain kind of thing. Uh, but otherwise, decent day. JT says he sits there and talks to himself about his fantasy team and who's picking and who's not. So it's very into it. Yeah, it's, that, that scares me, that fantasy. That's that's too much for me. <laughs> what I like to do is argue both sides of a pick with myself. Yeah. Are you play, Aaron? No, I haven't gotten no. into it. No. All right. People talk shit on you, Jason, like for, you know, because you've been in the sport for a long time. If you don't have a good good weekend, do people really light you up? Uh, not really. No, there's so much luck involved. I mean, like, you know, Jordan Smith should have got a ton of points this weekend. He gets like zero. Hunter Warren should have got a ton of points at Hangtown. He didn't. Uh, it's not always indicative of how guys are riding. It's just if they crash or their bike breaks, like Hartramp, Hartramp this weekend should have done really well. His foot peg falls off. Like that's not Mm. things that you can control. So there's a lot of luck involved. All right. Is that it? X-Brand Gog is the choice of champions everywhere. You wear X-Brand, don't you, Aaron? Yeah, I do. Yeah, Aaron wears X-Brand. Hmm. Suck it. 
Okay. Uh, all right, JT. Thanks for coming back on. Appreciate it, man. Uh, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. See you, JT. See you. Uh, that's Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. Uh, Works Connection. We love the guys at Works Connection. And did you happen to notice the factory Honda guys are now using their uh, Pro Launch start device? Yes, yeah, I did. Did you notice that? Mm -hmm. oh. I thought I was dropping news on you guys. No. They came They came over to me to ask for some help. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Check All you right. out. So uh, Advice. Um, uh, along with JGR, Star Racing, uh, and, of course, the MCR team running the uh, Pro Launch start device. We're going to give one away to a fan. That's cool. Uh, so what you want to do is email contest at pulpmetshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com and uh, put in there um, uh, the starting device or, or works connection or anything like that, and we'll do a draw next week's show, uh, and we'll give the winner away. So uh, works connection, guys. Uh, great guys down there, and uh, fantastic. I've got their customized uh, front master cylinder cap. I see. You can that. do that. Seven sixty-two. Seven sixty-two. All right. I just put numbers on my bike. People are really on me for not having numbers. Yep. I think you. should. I don't race. I don't need to keep track of my numbers. You're racing. This you gotta year. have a front number plate. At least the front? Yeah. Kiefer's posters don't have a side one, so maybe I'll just follow his lead. Yeah, there you That's go. how you can tell he's a mechanic. Only a mechanic would say that. Yeah. Just yeah. FYI, Steve's racing the Vet National this year. I am not racing the Vet National. Yes, he I is. I hate Glen Helen. I do not want to go to Glen Helen. You're going to race. I hate those that? people. Did November. Yeah, my I hate those people. I hate the people that run the place. I hate the track. Glen Helen, November, everyone, <laughs> Steve's going. I think I was going to do it this year. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, Footnick on his 95 or whatever hell he's got? He's got a bunch of different old ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, something. Right. Maybe he'll be good enough. Uh, that, that, that's a good I haven't liked the track lately. Or what, the layout that I've seen for the vet races, mm -hmm. it hasn't looked appealing. Last year was tough. Whew. It was very tough. Yeah. Did you ride? No, but I oh. work it every year. Oh, you, that's yeah, right. You guys rent your truck out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Myself and the team. Uh, it was rough last year. Uh, let's go to James. He's been on hold for a while. Ja James, you there? So Didn't it rain last year? Yeah, I'm here. How's it going, guys? Good. You, uh, you got a bike? Uh, yeah. You want Maxima oil or firepower chains? Chain. Uh, firepower chain. All there right. We'll go. get you a firepower chain after this. You've been on hold for a long time. So thanks to the folks at firepowerparts.com for that. Uh, all right. What's your question cool. for Kiefer? Right, thanks, yeah, Kiefer, man. One thing. Hell of a ride those past two weekends, man. i got to give it up. Okay. Let's let's let, let, wait a second, Thank James. You. Wait, <laughs> James. James, look. Uh, yeah, James. I think hell of a ride is a tad much look, stretch. Man, anytime somebody can do something that I can't, I got to give props where it's due. That's all. Okay. I have to all do, right. Fine. I did have a question. I did have a question when it when it came to Keeper. All right. Go ahead. Um, some about. Um, I've been following the sport for years, ever since I was like a kid, and you know, just the money wasn't there to race. Um, now I can race, and I really would like to get to that point where I'm like competitive. Um, I just started about a year and a half ago or so just riding and getting into it. Do you have any tips for me? Uh, I'm 24, so I'll probably be doing plus 25 class, plus 30 or whatever. Um, I really would like to do the whole Loretta thing one year, just, you know, give it a shot. Since it's expensive, probably just dump the money that it takes to get there and, and the effort. Um, do you have any tips for me to kind of like keep my mindset, you know, training or anything like that, to, you know, that you could take from the experience that you have with MCR? Yeah, basically, if you're just starting to get into it and you're going to go race and, and you want to do it to the level that you say you want to do it, for me, the most important thing for you to be comfortable is just seat time. Uh, I know a lot of guys okay. that, that work from 9 to 5 and they only get to ride once a week, but if you can fit uh, three times a week into your schedule, and, and you know, including your work, I know it's tough, but that is the best yeah. thing you can do because I can guarantee when you go to these ruddy tracks like Loretta's and things, you will get arm pump if you're not fully relaxed uh i don't know where you live but honestly like if you could 
ride very deep, soft, rutted tracks, that's going to be your best friend. We didn't have that okay. access for me out here West Coast before we left. Uh, but if you have the time and you can take vacation time or whatever, go back east, ride that kind of stuff before you get there and, uh, and do that. And as far as off-the-bike stuff, man, I don't know. For me, I was always better when I rode more than I trained. Uh, if I train okay. and, yeah. and yeah, don't you feel like for a guy like if you got a limited time, yeah. ride instead of train, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, okay. yeah. Time. Okay. A lot of these guys try to. I'm gonna go bicycle. I'm gonna do this weight stuff, man. Yeah. Just ride your dirt bike. That's the best thing you yeah. do. And okay. and if you listen to my, I have some podcasts out about how to do this. Have a plan. The best thing when you go, I see when I go to the track of these other guys, they don't have a plan. They just kind of ride. You know, put a plan yeah. together before you leave. Okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to do a warm-up. I'm going to do a 20-minute moto, and then I'm going to do four two-lap sprints. And make sure you complete your plan every time you go to the track. That way you're going to get better. Hey, how about starts? Nobody gotcha. practices starts. Buy yourself, spend the money, get a risk racing gate, something that's portable, put it in the ground, say you don't have time to go to the track, and just practice starts. Oh, yeah. No one practices okay. starts. Yeah, there you go. Cross connection, pro-launch, start yeah. device? Yeah, exactly. And if you can, and if, yeah. you, and if, you're, if your track allows it, practice starts with two or three guys because you can't really replicate a, a, a gnarly gate drop. But still, for me, when I get two to three guys to practice starts, you still kind of get a little bit of butterflies and you get that nervous, itchy feeling that you're going to get a whole shot. So kind of try to do that right. as well if you can. Okay. And then I did have one more question when it came to, to the bike. Like I have a 07 YZ125 right now. Um, and I know plus 25, all of the guys that attracted our ride at, they pretty much have a four stroke. So I'm pretty sure, you know, somewhere down the line, I'm going to need to, uh, to make that move. Do you agree with that decision? Not so much the financial, but just the idea behind that four strokes is just what people are racing right now, you know? Here, you're not going to, a lot of these guys aren't going to like my opinion on this. Look, if you're going to race and you're going to do it, I would say at least you need a 250F four stroke. Or else you're going to be right. burying yourself in a hole every time you start. You're going to get yanked off a start all the time. Because you're going to be riding with bigger bikes. So for me, yes, I would think you need a four-stroke. Does it mean you need a 450? No. But at least yeah, a 250F. 350? 350? 350, 250. But people yeah. just think, hey, when I get a four-stroke, I'm buying a 450. Right. You don't need all that power. I see a lot of vet yeah. guys have a 250F, and they kill it because it's lighter, it's easier to manage, and they can actually ride it the whole moto, you know? So. Okay. Yeah, and, and and vet racing, you can modify that that two fifty. Yeah, of course, you know, pump that thing up. Get a, a star bike. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks again. Stay on hold, Travis. To get your information, all right. For your firepower. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. No problem. Thank you. Thanks to the folks at Works Connection. Also, we're gonna give away that Pro Launch Start Device Contest at PulpMixShow dot com. Uh, Dark Side, what's up? What's up, boys? What's happening? Uh, I got a question for Aaron. So, Aaron at MTR. You guys had a lot of uh, injuries and different riders come in with, you know, LeMay and Mike Lessie. Oh, yeah. How, is that difficult for you as a mechanic to have to go from rider to rider and just for the, the turmoil of things changing like that? Um, it's a struggle on the team a little bit, but not too bad. I mean, we had Mike Lessie come back. So, I mean, yeah. we, we really were always ready for him. And then um, Ben LeMay is so experienced, and he's been already been on a Honda, so it was pretty easy. Uh, LeMay is underrated, dude. Dude, he, he's underrated. Awesome. He's he's yeah, a grinder, he's man. I, I got a lot of respect for guys like Ben LeMay. Yeah, yeah. You know, he hopped on our bike and he was in shock, and he was yeah. He rode it so good the first. I think it was uh, Nashville, is he? Yeah, Nashville. 
And he, he killed it. And he, the thing is about Ben, too, like you don't think he would get better, but he actually got better when he got on the bike, your guys' bike. Oh, yeah. you saying he doesn't have a mechanic? I no, he does not. I try, like this week. I had to try to set him up with a mechanic and didn't work. So out. his bike just goes dirty. He to changed the top end himself. Oh, he washes himself. No, yeah, Honda but came over and was like, "Hey, do you have a, a piston cylinder? Uh, not in not in my practice or no." And, yeah, and then that's all I heard from him. They're like, "Ben Lemay needs something." Okay, well, yeah. Sorry, I can't do anything. But did he do the work? And no, oh, okay. I, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, he's capable for sure. Right. Yeah. Right. He did a top end. He missed the second practice because he, he did a top end. On he his did bike. a few laps and that worked for him. So someone put a stock piston in for him. So he put a stock piston in, but, uh, yeah, he was on the hunt for one. Right, right. And imagine missing the second practice session and you rebuilding your bike and then you Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. Gets, om- gets like a sixth place, fifth place start. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Ben LeMay guy. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. By far. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anything right. else? Hey, Steve. Yeah, uh, I want you to rank something. Um, announcers, U.S. Nationals, Canadian anna- uh, announcers, and the guy that does GPs. I don't remember his name, but Paul they're all good. Rank them. Uh, well, they do different jobs, right? So I think Wygant's the best play-by-play guy. The Canadian guys hey. are just Galdi and, and Kyle Thompson. No, throwing I'm talking the... about old-school guys. Uh, I, I like those dudes. I didn't think Travers and, and, and Costa were very good. Not, I didn't. Not for insight, but it was fun to listen to. Yeah, that's, that's why I love it. Was they it, though? Yeah, I thought it was. They it was... get me hyped. It was fun. Okay. Well, I would say Paul is probably the best for me. Mainland, yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Why don't they get Paul yeah. a fucking partner? Yeah. Well. Why is he just in the booth by himself? It's a multi-million dollar series, and he's in the booth by himself in a trailer. He calls every single race for two days, locked in a trailer. Dude, but he does a great job. Can they get him some fucking help? Yeah. Anybody. Well, they do from time to time. Yeah, once in a while, but yeah. seriously. Jeff Emig. I think he's better when he's by himself than when, like, definitely when Emig's in there. I think he's right. really good. Uh, Darkside, how is the uh, Pulp MX wrap-up show coming along? How, how how are you enjoying it so far? Uh, I'm liking it. Uh, my, the people that are responding to me are liking it. This week we've got Swiss Core and um, a guy named Blair Lively. Okay, coming on, fantastic. So, yeah. good to hear. Yeah, I'm you, 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 it, you man, should I get hope. you should get Foot Nick on one week. Oh, he's been on there. Yeah, man, Nick would oh, be good. Oh, yes? I, I need to text him. No, Aaron says he's been on there. I think so. No, that could be wrong. Yet. No, he hasn't done. It. We need yet. to get Footnick on there because he, yeah, he needs yeah. someone who listens to the show and like actually cares about it. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. so he's in. Yeah, yeah. Nick's Nick, great. He's a super fan for sure. Right. Uh, all right, Darkside. Thanks, buddy. All right. See, see you. See you. See you ben. That's Darkside, everybody. Uh, let's go to commercial break. Last one of the night. We yeah. have the Race Tech rant coming up. We have the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. We have After Dark <laughs> coming up. Let's go, Trav. Let's go. <laughs> There's only one question I want to talk about. <laughs> uh, we Did we get rid of those tickets to Lakewood? We did. Okay, yes, we did that. We did the Works Connection thing. Uh, we gave away a firepower chain. Uh, BTOsports.com, uh, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, EVS Sports, Vertex Pistons, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA Pro Filter. Half of these guys are things that you guys use. Yeah. yeah, smart top bullfrog spots. Yeah. FMF Atlas neck brace works connection Atlas neck brace custom braces for the Marty this weekend for their gear. Mm. Put a lot of work in those That's guys. Cool. 
uh, works connection. OGO Power Sports. Hey, you want a deal on OGO Power Sports? Uh, email us using the contact form on pulpmix.com. I know travel sucks, but uh, it makes it better when you have an OGO bag like Red Bull KTM, like Rockstar Husky, Pro Circuit, Star Racing, and many more. MCR. Uh, MCR also. Yeah. And, uh, OGO uh, Power Sports.com. Thanks to those guys. There's no other trusted name in the game as OGO. It really does take you there. So uh, email us if you want a deal on OGO. Get data. Guts Racing. WUSA. You got W2 using your wheels, right? Uh, no, we got HRC wheels. Oh, you do? But we do. We you did use, use w. w. We go through there. Right, uh, at some we, point, we right? We use them, yeah. Uh, Eagle Grit. Uh, Daniel Blair will be in here soon. EagleGrit.com. You have some Eagle Grit? I don't know. Nope. Oh, you should get some. Really? Clean your hands up. All right. You get Eagle Grit in the shop? We use it. God. Would, if I got you some Eagle we Grit for the shop, would you guys really use it? Good, yeah. Is it better than orange? Yeah, I'll What's try it for sure. Okay, all right. It's better than that stuff, yeah. Uh, Ride Engineering LA Honda World. Uh, if you want to deal on a Honda, oh. contact me. Uh, I'll put you in touch with those guys. Uh, LA Honda World. 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. And I don't want to hear any different. Uh, so free first time all change for Honda users. Get yourself a Ridgeline like myself, like Vince Freeze, like Chris Kiefer. So sad. Mine got wrecked. You have some problems with yours. How would you do that to your Ridgey? Why would you do that? It'll buff out. I just started off that It'll whole week. Out. It'll buff out. It'll buff out. It's yeah. not bad. He's over-exaggerating. Well, if it was any other vehicle but the Ridgeline and their safety standards they have, it'd be yeah, phenomenal. You'd be screwed. Yeah, you'd yeah. Be, you'd probably would. I did see the photo of the other car, and the Ridgeline did look very right? sturdy. Yeah. Because the other car was jacked. Yeah, no, Ridgeline. And the Ridgeline had... It was a Honda, too. Yep. I just want to throw that out there. Oh, okay. Uh... MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. The first and only job board, spelled specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. The job of the week. Probably should have checked this job of the week before we, before we made fun of him. Suzuki is hiring a district sales manager in Southern California. Uh, Suzuki has a district sales manager job open. Working from a home office in the Orange L.A. County area of SoCal is under direction of the regional sales manager. This person is responsible for the overall retail sales, wholesale sales, accessory sales, ancillary product sales, and overall management of district and dealer inventory. Home office. That sounds good. RM Army. Uh, So, yeah, compensation package includes salary, full benefits, health, 401K. District sales manager for the folks at Suzuki. So, uh, yeah, go there. Go to mostindustryjobs.com and upload your resume for free today. And uh, do it for those guys to get that job for Suzuki. Um, I got a text. Ben LeMay put the piston in himself between practice. Is that from Ben? He only had 15 minutes on the track before Moto 1. That's gnar. It is gnar, dude. He is Dale Davis, dude. (laughs) He's Dale Davis. He is, yeah. He's extreme. You know what we're talking about or no? No, I don't know Dale Davis. But you know what we're talking about? No. No, he doesn't know. No. No. He's not that deep of a fan. He's that era. He's a racer. Okay. But I can appreciate a rider putting a piston in his bike between On a national. And, yeah, that's that's awesome. Right. That's that's yeah. really great. So, all right, everybody, we're going to take this commercial break. Uh, we'll be right back after this with uh, Aaron, Travis, Chris, and myself. Yeah, he knocked his dick loose pretty All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV, and that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours.
Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure Tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 Tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher tire range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. 
Bruce also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, 
Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lampson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com.
Blackberry Pop Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Chris Kiefer. Here, here I am. Chris Kiefer. Here. We're going to go see Bush. No, we're not. Our Lady Peace and live we're this summer. See, we're going to go see Our Lady Peace and live, I guess. Yeah, no, we are leaving after Our Lady Peace. Dude, Bush has so many hits. Our Lady Peace is great. Don't get me wrong. And live is good, but Bush is also solid. So nope. we should stay for the whole thing. The whole thing is Our Lady Peace, and then we leave. Yeah. And we, then we literally peace out nope. after Our Lady Peace. Nope. We drive separate. Uh, I guess so. All right, everybody. A uh, few more things to go here. Travis Preston, Eric. Aaron. You said Eric. I know. Yeah. Because wow. Eric, we were just talking about Eric. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Morazic. No, Morazic. Morazic. Yeah, kind of like bro, but bro. Morozek. Morozek. Uh, in studio, uh, Chris Kiefer as well, of course. Sorry, buddy. Appreciate that. I'll, I'll get it right one of these years. Uh, Travis Preston's here. Uh, 2001. Nope. Dude, 2002. Get it wrong. Yep. Supercross champion beating James Stewart. I did. You got that right. Yeah. Yeah. On 125. That was awesome. You beat the greatest 125 rider ever. I was heavy, too. 180? And on a bike yeah. that wasn't exactly... Dude, they had that thing working. They did? Those, like Dan Dan yeah. Bentley and uh, I'm going to forget his name now. Uh, was it Mike Hooker? Hoppo. Oh, Hoppo. Yeah. Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. yeah. Those guys, just amazing work on the bike. Was your practice bike as good as your race bike? Uh, it was close. Really? It was close. I remember they had to, do, I think I had to do a top end in the practice bike once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Once a week? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the bike ran good. Beating Stu. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had some luck. He crashed a lot. So did yeah. you? Did you have to click third gear to hit the triple? Yeah, on the face every time. Oh wow. Yeah. Aaron, do you have any Travis Preston memories from? I got a poster in '08. I got his autograph at a signing somewhere. Oh. Oh wow. Is that MDK KTM? Kawasaki. No. Cowie. Oh, yeah. Cowie. Oh. Fill, hey, fill in for James. Filling in for James. Yeah. 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 That was when I got uh, the donkey on the back of your butt patch. Really? Or uh, doing it for Bunny. Yes. It was on the butt patch yeah. from me. That's right. Yeah, I got it happen. Yeah. I made oh, it happen. You did that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what I do. Butt patch guy. Yeah, butt patch guy. That's my, <laughs> my real focus. On my, I still have those pants, too. Oh, do you? Saved them. Oh, yeah. good, good. Um, uh, all right, let's go. We have a couple of voicemails for Chris Kiefer as well uh, coming up. Uh, let's play those right now if we can, Marks, please. Mm. A couple of voicemails. Hey, what's up, Steve? This is Boss. I just wanted to call in and touch on the Chris Kiefer racing the first two outdoor subjects. And for all the people that think he's not going to make the motos, you're out of your mind, dude. He's for Shit. sure going to make the motos. <laughs> Let me just run back to last year. Twentieth place goes a D- Dare Demartel. Kid's a kook. That kid was good. If you don't think Kiefer can beat that, I I don't know I don't know what you're watching. Also, Justin Pike throws it in the motos. Yeah. Both times. Yeah. Hangtown and Glen Helen. Yep. You don't think Chris Keeper is about four levels above Dustin Pipe? <laughs> Apparently not. I, mean, I, I just don't. I don't get it. I think people are sweating it, thinking that he's not going to get into the fucking motos. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The guy's a fucking great rider. Thank you. Anyways, that's it. I just wanted to let you know. Uh, you but- guys are all. I I I, I don't know. Can we stop that for a second? 
just want to apologize to that man that left the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for, uh, you the, for the, kind, support? the kind words, and I apologize immensely. Thank you. I would have said the same thing. Yeah. I, I always said he was going to be touch and go for the motos, but I thought he would get it. That was yeah. my, my I whole did thing. say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. my whole thing is like, I'm, it's going to be tough, but I think he makes it. I think mm-hmm. he makes I it. I apologize. That was, my, that was my... Sorry, sir. Yep. So His prediction was about as good as yours for Supercross. Yep. Yep. Uh, this message for Mr. Christopher Kiefer. Um, rode my dirt bike today, had some front brake issues. It's Saturday afternoon, and I just saw the results from Paula, and combined with Hangtown, I just wanted to let you know that I'm really proud of you, man. I know that you didn't uh, you didn't make the the main event motos the Fast 40, but I still uh, I'm really proud of the fact that you you stood up for something and taught your son about persevering, and uh, I think that's rad, man. Uh, my hat goes off to you. Thank you. Odd, odd that he just threw in there. I had front brake problems. I was like, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, okay, all right. Keep me cool. out of it. I cool. thought he was gonna go like, I had front brake problems. I rode like shit. Then I see you rode like shit. And just fucked my whole day up. <laughs> or, 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 or I asked you for front brake advice, and now I got problems <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So there we Thank go. A couple you, of voicemails. Uh, Race Tech rant of the night. Uh, Racetech.com. Pop uh, X19 is the code to save. Uh, get your suspension service right, Travis. I mean, come on. You need to. Like seriously. Yeah. G- get your oil changed. Help your bike up. It helps. Get your motor work done as well. Ben LeMay uses Race Tech on his motors. Uh, Michael Lessie, Tyler Redaglia, using Race Tech as well up in Canada. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Racetech.com. Love, love those guys. And, uh, yeah, get it. Get things happening with the folks at Race Tech. And save on suspension service, suspension revalve for your weight and or speed. Uh, Race Tech can dial you in. So here's the Race Tech rant of the night. And I agree with this guy 100%. So let's play this guy. This guy's rant. Hey, my name's Austin. I've got a race tech rant for you. Um, if you guys don't already have one, it's about people complaining about the app. Okay. There was a dude that called in last week and talked about, um, how he was, we didn't play the, the LCQ on the practice portion of the app. Dude, in 2006, we were on OLN network. Okay. We were like a month delayed and we saw like five minute highlights of each moto. So, dude, if you want to bitch about playing, I don't know, $3 a moto or something like that. If that, and we get all the practice, we don't have to deal with commercial breaks. I can't stand these people bitching about the coverage that we had. Even the TV coverage today is light years ahead of what we had. Dude, I remember Supercross races weren't even live. Motocross races were, like I said, on OLN Network. And before that, they were on ESPN, but they were like two months back behind. I mean, these people are ridiculous. Um yeah, that's my race tech rant. Feel free to play it on the air. And uh, everyone, stop calling in and bitching about our apps and our TV. Get a life. I mean, I agree. I mean, come on. I agree, too. But God. some of these guys that are bitching, maybe they weren't born in that era where we didn't have that kind of shit. Maybe they're... Well, but I mean, just I, I, what about the like people who are like, it's too expensive? Like, Right. I get I, that. I, I mean, dude, I know, I'm not saying I'm a baller here, but what are you wasting your money on where you can't afford $89 for every Supercross and Motocross race? That's what it is, I think. Mm-hmm. What? Wait, wait, no, he, it is. Oh, Aaron's got these people's back. What if you're like a kid wanting to watch some motocross and you got to ask your mom for 90 bucks? Yeah, it's 90 bucks. Well, you got to go earn it then. Yeah, well, I agree with that. Most of wants. It's not helping anything. Well, it's on TV. It's not like it's not on TV, sure. but if you're a mega fan and you just need it alive yeah, and right, you need yeah. everything, it's 90 bucks. When I had to get the results I paid for it, yeah. back in the day, I had to call 1-900-INF-MOTO. My dad's like, yep. But you're going to owe me this, this, and this. It's going to be nine bucks for you to find the results. I had to go out, do some weeds, do some shit, 
and I got to know the results. That was the deal. Yeah. Rick hey. Johnson, El Cajon, yeah. California. Yeah, they really milked, they, they the, really milked, milked up those results. They Welcome really... to the 1-900-INF moto. Yeah, but then, then, the, whole... but then the names, they were just like, yeah. really let that thing drag out. I just, I don't know, man. In today's day and age, if you are a moto fan, you like anything, like Netflix or anything, you just buy it. And that's it. Done. Yeah. Done deal. Or somebody was, I, I used Apple TV, but someone was telling me that Roku was free. Yeah. And then, you, you, so you didn't need to buy the device. You just do the USB Roku thing into your TV. We don't get you look at me like, with confusion. No, I have no idea. Okay. I don't even have Wi-Fi. Yeah, okay. Know. All right. So <laughs> anyway, so it, it's easy to do. If you're a fan of the sport, like, I mean, I buy the hockey package because I love hockey. I buy baseball package because I love baseball. Not so much anymore, but I used to. And now it just auto-renews, so they fuck me. But anyways, I, then, so I just buy it. Yeah, I just, you know, and that's what you do in today's day and age. In 2019, you just a la carte, you buy it. I feel like bitching is a lot of, uh, people do a lot of bitching these days. Yeah. Not a more proactive doing. Right. So. If, and, I mean, if, I literally have a segment called the Race Tech Rant. Yeah. So maybe I'm as guilty of it as well. I'm just saying, if you, if it's expensive, which I understand, right. go out, side job it. Right. Do, if, it, if it's important to you, and if it's not, then whatever. Yeah. The media coverage of the sport has never been better. There's 8,000 podcasts. There's, you know, all this stuff out there. So, like, right. if, you, if you can't afford the, the deal for the thing, you can certainly find a lot about the race for free. Yeah. All these janky shows we do and all the articles on Racer X and everything. Oh, yeah. It's free. Nobody wants to read anymore, though. No. Now reading is a big problem. They like, want to watch you on YouTube. Yeah, I can't read. I don't want to read this No Fear story. It's too long. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> That's all the kids. All the Dude. kids watching YouTube. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. We hate to be that guy on the top of the mountain yelling, with your sh- shaking your fist at the clouds, but maybe we are. So, uh, okay, uh, let's get into the BTOsports.com Tweet at Travis segment. Uh, you don't like any of these tweets? No, I liked a few, but there were a lot I didn't like. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. We interrupt this okay. broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com. Put Pulpamex in the notes section. Call there and mention Pulpamex. What's wrong? I'm just looking at Willie. Oh. He's like... Yeah, yeah, he's super weird. <laughs> Your dog passes gas, too. Does he? Uh, yeah. yeah. He's been yeah, ripping. He you smell that? He's been ripping the, up. My dog does, too, so I knew exactly where it came from. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, he's sorry, like sorry, sorry. He's on his last legs, bro, so just be nice to him. Like, no, I know. Like, I'm if you have anything about... to say to Willie, you might want to say it before you leave tonight. Don't say that. I'm saying it. Uh, he, he's, that's not Feeding good. him good? Yeah. yeah, no, he's fine that way. It's just, all right. It's time to eat. So, btosports.com, anything you need for your biker body? They've got you covered. Uh, again, anything that you need, they got it. Mountain biking, road racing, dirt biking, UTVs, whatever it is, uh, FMF, uh, Vertex, EVS Sports, Michelin, Maxima, Pro Filter, Get Data, Guts Racing, Worst Connection, OGO, blah, 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 blah. They've got it all. BTOsports.com. These questions are submitted to at uh, Pulpamex Show on Twitter. And the guy in the corner over there goes through them. Ask us the best one. Let's do this, Marks. Come on. Let's, uh, let's go and do this. Should we do this? Let's do it. Okay. From Tanner Hall, Kiefer, no disrespect. There's serious here. shit going on with those guys. But do you believe trying for the Nationals was a bad business idea as far as someone maybe thinking less of your opinions now? Uh, someone actually brought that up to me. And to me, no, because I'm, I'm not a racer. If I was a racer claiming that I'm, I'm badass and I'm going to go out and kill it and do these things, then I guess, yeah. But well, Chad took some digs at you. Yeah, that's fine. But being a test rider, I don't. Being a good test rider, you have to have a feeling. You have to know the bike. You have to be able to portray that through your mouth and 
There's not a lot of guys. Travis and I were talking about this. There's not a lot of guys who can actually test for a living. I don't have to be 18th place guy to be a test rider. I think I'm a damn good test rider, and I think other people can attest to that. And racing and not doing good at the races doesn't have nothing to do with me testing. So, no. Travis, anything to add? Yeah, uh, I think it'd be interesting to sit down and talk to like other guys that work at manufacturers or test riders, and really, because you know we know each other so well. Me and Chris are a lot alike about how we think in life and how we overthink things, and I think that translates into the job how we're thinking about the bike and the suspension and the engine and traction and there's so many things you have to think about at one time. Yeah. So, and that, I think that translates into your personal life as well. So I'm curious to see, you know, if like Dudak or other guys, you know, Kawasaki, you know, are the same like us. Right. From um, Matt Jordan, why is no one talking about Cole Seeley's results this year? They're subpar compared to previous seasons, and where will he land for a ride next year? We've talked about them all year long. Um, Cole admitted to me in Vegas that outdoors is going to be a bit of a struggle. His fitness isn't where he wants to be. He's still behind the eight ball from that injury. Um, this weekend, I thought he rode pretty well. He came up from the pack. He crashed early on, was way back. I mean, he's a 5-10 to 10 guy, which I don't know if that's enough to keep his ride. I don't think it is. And I don't know where he's going to go next year. I heard he's not going to do anything. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him hanging up, to be honest. Yeah. From Drunken People, JGR, TLD, and HRC, which team has the worst ratio of dollars spent to results achieved? Like in history or this year? Uh, I, I don't know. Probably TLD. Really? Shane was in position and then couldn't finish. Jordan Smith, first two rounds were good. Then he hurt himself. Nationals haven't gone well. Cantrell and Falk have been eh. What about HRC, though? Kenny's won a race. I'm talking about championships. I don't know. He's won a race. He's gotten on the podium a ton. Yeah. I just you feel know? like the money that they're putting in, that's for a, that's for a championship. Well, okay. But sure. Yeah. It's not for race wins and shit. I okay. feel like, hey, all I'm right. dumping all this money until you better win championship and have it done. Okay, all right. I mean, JGR, I don't think there's a lot of money there. Hills, 400. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah, but that's it. Chad was basically free. Oh, Amart's 250. I don't know. What do you think, Travis? Uh, I think JGR, just, just for the fact of... The results aren't there right you know because yeah, yeah, yeah. i think tld's getting tv like you see yeah. guys riding on the track yep. you just see hill like in the background somewhere <laughs> he rode good this weekend yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but you're right but i still saw him in the background yep all right from cody anderson i thought bigger tom was going to make his debut in the states this year any idea when his first race will be oh boy <laughs> it's not good dude as bad as mine is i feel like poor Big Air tom is uh struggling what is going on I do. I know he's not happy with his bike setup. I Wasn't know his that. First moto better? Yeah, he got eleventh. That's. I mean, that's, that's better. JT was arguing with me on the review pod. I'm like, that's the thing you can build on. Yeah, at least you can look at that. And be like, but okay. then the second moto, he started 25th. He finished 25th. Really? Yeah. Shit. It's not good. Like, what's when you're on a factory bike, like, can you imagine the pressure he's feeling? Right. Like that's you're on saying. a factory bike, everyone's standing around trying to help you. You've got access to the best tracks, and it's it is just not working. Hey. And not to say that he's the same as mine, but maybe he's overthinking it, and that's what's weighing on him too, man. Like yeah. People don't understand. Once it hits, it snowballs, and it's tough to get out of that mental state. I don't know what he's thinking, but, man, if he's like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be better, and I'm not, and I'm searching, and I'm not comfortable, yeah. it just 
it's like a snowball. It just yeah. compounds. Did you have a situation like that? I don't remember. Who the fuck you... is Big Air Tom? Yeah. Tom Thomas Covington. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you have to clear. I don't know these yeah. nicknames. I so I apologize. You were saying thing? Yeah, no idea. Oh. It's Big Air Tom. I didn't it's know. Just, I thought Inst- he would do better. His Instagram handle. Yeah, I, I definitely thought that he would do better. Well. Uh, do you have a situation? I don't remember you struggling at all where the team would, you know, like I don't remember ever Honda. thinking. Factory Honda. Did you struggle? Yeah, I struggled. I think my first year at Factory Honda, I got ninth overall in Supercross. And for Honda, that's like you might as well have gotten last. Did they expect you to win? They, 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 uh, it doesn't matter. If you're on a Honda factory team, you need to be top three. It doesn't matter. Like, I felt a lot of pressure there. No, I, and I don't feel like that's... At Honda? Not for you. You weren't hired to be championship I mean, guy. top five minimum, but, like, ninth was like, dude, that's yeah. not good. It was Kehoe, like, just you could feel okay, it? Okay, so how about this? When I wrote okay. for Honda, I got fifth overall both years outdoors. Yep. Fifth. And that was like, they didn't even, that didn't matter. That was like, whatever. You got seventh and ninth in Supercross. That's that's not good. Did you feel that from management? Yeah. Like, like yeah. you felt like they didn't really care? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's Honda. You, yeah. You're expected to run up front consistently. Okay. And I, 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 I was consistent, and that's maybe why I got fifth overall both years in outdoors. But, yeah, that, that wasn't good enough. Mm. All right. Mm. From at Jordan L. 1992, do we see Cooper Webb start slow and end on fire like he did in 2016 when he won the outdoor title on the 250? Not as much tougher class. So he'll, he'll be better. Listen to the interview tonight. He didn't sound like he put much effort in it outdoors. Right. He wrote it. He wrote some, but it wasn't. I think he's going to get better. I think somebody said as he goes East Coast, yeah. he's, he's going to get better. Yeah. Right. I think so. I it, believe so. It's going to be a tougher hill to climb with Tomac, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, championship wise, that's a that's a large mountain to climb, dude. Yeah. It's all gravy for him. He won the Supercross title, right? Exactly. Like, like he all... gets top five. I, it's a win win, for him. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. When's the last time someone won? I'm, I'm probably answering my question, Ricky Carmichael, but that's the last time someone won Supercross and Outdoor Champions with Dungey. Dunge. Dunge did it. Same year. I feel like Dunge did it recently. Do you remember what year it was? Um, no. Oh. That's t- that's gnarly. Yeah, I know him and Villa were going back and forth with like one guy won Supercross, one guy won the Outdoors. Mm. You know? Yeah, that's but. what I. Because usually with Supercross championship, Dunge, I know Dungey did it in 2010 his rookie year. Yeah, but I'm, I, he had to have done it before that. From Kurt Alicious 101, Steve, how does Eric Pernard afford to pay all these racers for off-season races in front of lackluster crowds? Um. Well, it's the promoters. It's not Eric. Eric is the go-between guy for the promoters. The promoters get sponsorship money, you know, sponsors and ticket sales and everything else. So, you know, there's there's banners around the track. There's uh, programs. There's uh, that Hawaiian race had some big construction company and some uh, cargo company that takes uh, stuff on ships as a big sponsor. So, they, I, I mean, yeah, it's all budget. It's all fine. I I, I always believe that the racers stuff comes from the sponsorship and ticket money is profit. From what I've heard back in the day, hmm. I don't know if that's still true or not. But Eric's doing a new indoor series. Yeah, so he has a three race series um, this year, I guess. What I from what I saw, uh, Enduro Cross. So Enduro Cross is canceled. Canceled, and Eric was obviously the founder of that back in the day, and he wanted to continue with that and continue with his crew. So he has yeah. a three race series this year. He's involved with the kicker guy, kicker arena cross guys. Yep. So uh, like an extreme enduro cross series this year, and then hopefully next year expand it to a larger. You yeah. Know, and he'll do format. it. He'll do a great job with it. Awesome job. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Yep. Dungey in 2015. 
did right. both. Thank you. Okay. Villapoto in 13. Thank you. That's a long time ago, four years. Uh, from Joshua Anderson, who is on TLD next season, and why do they struggle on the bike? Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, last year, Shane almost was in it to the end. Yeah. Shane won a national last year. Shane did Jordan good. was in it to the end. So like, I don't I don't I mean this year's been rough, but injuries, 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 right? It's not like Shane completely sucked in Supercross, you know? Like oh. he was, yeah. I thought he did good great. He, was, he, well, was he missed good. the last four races. Right, but when he but, was racing yeah. he was in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that There's a little under under the radar. I think what's happening is DeCoster said in an interview that he expects more from the T L D KTM team a little while ago. So people are running with that. Because Roger said it. Right. But. I mean, who do they got besides McElrath and, and Jordan Smith? Those are their two guys that could win yeah. motos. Cantrell, Falk. Those guys aren't going to win motos. No. So. Mm-hmm. From Health Killer, what happened to the Fly Sector boots? They are awesome boots, and I don't think they're making them anymore. Why? They're not making them. They were TCXs, right? TCX? Yeah. I don't know. That's I don't know that. Well, they're right there. Those are the painted boots oh, from okay. Antignap. They're TCX boots, and uh, the partnership didn't go well, so they just pulled the plug on that. They're just TCX branded with Fly. Hmm. So, but they got that FR5 boot now, and uh, it's pretty good. You've wrote, written yeah, with it, right? It's good for uh, it's a good mid-level boot. Yep, yep. Is it on par with the seven or the Tech Seven? I would say seven is a little bit better. Okay, but it's close. But it's close. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. FR5 is a new, the new sector. Uh, flying from Hellcat 556. Will there be a single rider sad about getting away from Cali for the remainder of the series? What do you think, Travis? Uh, unless the guy lives in Cali and gets forced to go east. Yeah. yeah. That's the only... The star guys have been staying in Cali. And they've been I've, making it work. Yeah, yeah. I know. Which, it, it makes sense because, it, you know, mechanics yeah. are there. That's the way to do it. I, I mean, I, the time zone would free... I mean, I travel all the time. I, I'm up at 3 in the morning Cali time to go to a national. I'm dead tired, man. I hate it. They're making it work. I know. I struggle with that. Like, I'm yeah, just like... the early morning nationals are tough. Dude. Yeah, so yeah, like to me, uh, that's gnarly. Like those guys are racers. You but know, you know, know, I remember one time when I was riding for Cali, I went to stay at Tommy Hans' house, mm-hmm. and just not having a mechanic there and parts and having access yeah, to tough. everything. Like, I mean, me and Kurt Rude got in this argument about something, and he's like, "Dude, if you were in fucking California, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have this problem." Right. Yeah. The amount. So of I testing. packed up my shit and came back to California. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was fine. So. Yeah, I, I mean. But but okay, so uh, Paula Tuesday, Glen Ellen Thursday, repeat. Is that what you want to do? Man, I wouldn't if I was a rider. I'd I'd go back east. Like yeah. to me, that the better tracks, prep, time change, time change, yeah, temperature, humidity, yeah, yeah, better practice. Right. Then you don't have guys like Aaron standing around helping you. Well, don't they have a practice guy? Uh, the very best do. Yeah. 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 From Sean Ryder. Uh, Preston, what are your top five upgrades for a 2019 YZ250F? And same question for Kiefer. 2019, well, of course you got to put my map in it. Yeah. And, you know, and to, and to my, I didn't develop that by myself. My coworker helped me, Vinny. What about my map? Your map your map is pretty good, too. Yeah. So I would definitely suggest both maps. Right. But mine's a little bit better. How do people get your map? Uh, you can go to the Yamaha website. Okay. All the maps are on the Yamaha website. Um, next would maybe be uh, Seat. For me, I like a little bit taller seat, mm-hmm. a little bit stif- stiffer seat foam. Um, always like putting exhaust on it, but stock I, exhaust is pretty good. Stock exhaust is pretty good. Um, I just want to get a little bit more oomph out of a 250, so something to increase the bottom. Um, 
Maybe a little engine work. Hmm? You know what I would do? A GYTR head. Piston. Hmm. Yeah, That's a lot of money. No, dude, but for the price and for the p- performance upgrade, it's really good. Okay. Uh, seat. Battery. Uh, chain. GYTR chain. The GYTR. Firepower, GYTR. Fire, the firepower chains and batteries oh. are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're great. Firepowerparts.com. Uh, for, for me, a firmer foam is, is key. I know they went to a firmer foam, but I still wanted a little bit firmer because mm-hmm. they do after washing it and doing yep. the things, it breaks down. So I would do a uh, put a 110 tire on it. Yeah. Or, Michelin, Michelin or, Starcross 5. Or put like a 450 rim on the back okay. with a 110 tire. Yeah. All right. Um, Mark, so you, you rode Blue Crew. You liked it. I did, yes. Yeah, yep. it was. Uh, stoked on Blue Crew. I, I'm a little worried about how I'm going to feel when I get back hey. on my own bike, but hey, I'm stoked to get back on Yamaha. That's all no. I know. Blue Crew. All right, uh, a couple more um, from Lenaway MX. Were Hill's results due to the track or a true improvement in his riding? Temperature and track. I think. What do you think, Aaron? Agreed. Yeah, yeah. it all goes right for him. It goes pretty good usually. Yeah. Jumpy and stuff too. You could. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't too hot. Yeah. He's got it. From Scott Campmeyer, will MX Sports go back to Paula next year after the track traffic situation getting in and out? I think it was fine. I, don't, I, I talked to some people; they said it was no problem. I left directly after Moto Two, and we pulled out of our spot in the yep. rigs, and we're out of there with zero traffic. We left uh, before the first Moto start, right when the first Moto started, mm-hmm. and there was still a line of people trying to get in. That's what he so he says. I missed the first moto while sitting in standstill traffic trying to get in, and then after the races, sat in the parking lot for two full hours before my car could even move. Yeah, uh, and you said you ran there right after the race. Yeah. You drove right. Maybe up. I had the whole shot coming from the pits, but see that that's why I didn't go because Glenn Helen I had dialed Glenn Helen. If the moto started at one thirty, I'd show up at one fifteen, and there was no traffic. You could drive. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I, I, no, I've done right. it for a couple years. Yeah, he's right. I've done it for years. You show up right before the moto starts. And Glenn Helen had everybody in there. All right, I yeah. I understood there was no traffic issues, but I guess when not. we left coming in, I heard there was bad. There was, there was okay. traffic backed up past the hotel. Coming in was bad, so better than it was, but still not great. Yeah, it still yeah. was pretty. I bad. mean, you're still you're, you're there's stuck. Only, there's only a couple ways in, dude. Yeah, yep. it's all you got. That's it. Yeah. All right, last one from uh, M A Cosby. Kiefer, last week, Roxon in his interview, commented about riding a stiffer suspension bike from now on. He said softer suspension bikes are too dangerous. Can you break down why a bike with stiffer suspension is safer? That's a loaded question. Uh, for him, he's Roxon's always been notorious for running soft settings. So I think he's finding something with the changes that they did make that he had to make suspension changes as well to to help the other changes that they made. So having a little stiffer setting will help everything hold up more and less wallow in that chassis because that's the first thing you want to do with this Honda chassis because the chassis is so rigid. You want to soften up your stuff, right? Then all that does is is exacerbate everything when you hit stuff really fast. So then you got all this movement and then you got a rigid chassis and it snaps and then you're, you're like, what the fuck did I just hit? So stiffing it up actually will help and at least it becomes more predictable i found this out going through the motions with showa on this bike is i end up going stiffer on my setting because yeah it was a little bit harsher feeling but i had more predictability so my setting evolved as well 
Did you find that, Aaron, with with Brayton? I mean, Supercross is a little different than motocross, obviously. But did you find that, like, yeah, rigid, rigid, rigid chassis? He likes stiff. That, yeah, yeah. Brayton yeah. likes stiff. Right. And yeah, for we... Supercross, that works good. Yeah. Because there's a lot of load on your bike. But right. but he runs stiff suspension as well, and that helps on my chassis in general. Yeah. Just overall, everywhere. Right. And like he's one of the few guys that runs the standard mounts. And I know Mike and everybody else. Malcolm team, run yeah. different engine mounts, so for flex. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all. BTO Sports dot com. Tweet at Travis segment. BTO Sports dot com. BTO Sports dot com. BTO Sports dot com. All right, Travis Preston, Aaron Brozak, Brozak, yeah, and and Chris Kiefer in studio. I'll get it one of these times, dude. I'm serious. I'll get it. Quiet down. Got Kiefer after dark coming up. Yeah. Coming up shortly. Uh, before we get to that, anything else you want to touch on, Travis Preston? Anything else to come to mind? Supercross champion, Travis Preston. Yamaha R&D man. Mm. Any no, thoughts about no. the Nationals? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I just can't wait to see more races, especially when, when it goes east. All right. To see uh, you know, if uh, Tomac can maintain, if Cooper does a little bit better, and also Cincerello. Yeah. I, I think AC's uh, been really surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, 702-586-7857. Call anytime. Leave a voicemail. I haven't played them for a couple of weeks, but let's play a few while we have uh, everybody here. And they're not that long, I believe. So, Marks, let's do this. Hey, guys, I can clear up the flagging question. Right now they take Supercross. I just flagged this weekend. I even walked up and met Steve, actually. But anyway, I flagged this weekend, and it is locals. They're taking locals in each in each track. But if you do good, they set because you have to fill out an application now. It used to be to where you just go and you flag and you're done. You don't get paid. Now you get paid, and you're a Feld um, employee. And what they do is if you're if you were good, they'll take you off to the side and they take down your information again and they make sure that they try to use you the next year. If you're not good, you won't be taken in off to the side and they will use somebody else. And what he's trying to do is get a consistency out of the locals. So, But it is a local flagged race. Hmm. Supercrosses. Who knew? Can I point something Please out? Tell. Okay. Yeah. 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 So recently, I've I've been kind of you know I've been in the industry for a while. Yes. And it's always been a problem to get passes. So recently, I've noticed like Feld has stepped up and given me a pass. Okay. And now outdoors as well. There's like an industry pass now that makes it easier for guys like us to get into the pits. Okay. So I think that's awesome. That's something I mean, that 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 has never happened before. I think that's awesome too. It's amazing that you would ever have a problem. You're a Supercross champion. Yeah, well, I you thought so never too. Have yeah, a I used to have a problem. That's yeah. amazing to me. Yeah, like I used to just have passes sent to the house every year. Yeah, no, no problem. And then like all of a sudden it stopped. Right. Okay. Tell Raining Yellow that fucking asshole to stop calling into the show. He's such a fucking moron. Poor Raining Yellow. Thank you. Steve. Good Lord. What the hell is going on with American motocross? Uh, I'm sure I'm not the first guy to call about this today, but 
just saw Brock Tickle's announcement on Swap Moto Live, and geez, FIM way to kill a dude's career. When the hell is the AMA and Feld and sorry, Davey, I respect you, but Davey Coombs is going to pull your heads out your asses and stand up for our guys. Three riders now have had their careers destroyed. When are we going to get something like what NASCAR has where dudes like A.J. Allmendinger, I'm sure a lot of guys don't know this, but 2012 he was suspended for using Adderall. The dude was suspended for doing the same thing that James Stewart did. And he came back, and now the guy's the face of NASCAR. He went through their recovery program. They call it Road to Recovery. He went through their program, and the dude is back. Like, he's the face. He's on other sports shows. He commentated Supercross. The, not giving Tickle the suspension until whatever, San Diego. Like, that's such bullshit. February or whatever. Yeah, like, that, what, uh, it's such bullshit. That just fucks you. Oh, like, what a fucking joke. And, and look, this guy, he's 100% right. The fact the AMA and Feld keep getting in bed with the FIM is a disgrace. They would, they should, they should not go to Dis Nations. They should say fuck you to Dis Nations. You guys have been screwing us over. The penalty system is a joke. The the, the delays in getting sentenced is a joke. I I really thought Tico was going to be eligible to ride outdoors, and and Davy had kind of led me on a little bit from that. I think from talking to the AMA. And he, yeah, so, Tico you know, thought so. Tico thought so too. What a joke. I, and it's disgusting. And I don't put Davey so much in charge of this because MX Sports is there's no there's no AMA. Right. That's an MX Sports event. They just copy paste the AMA rule book. Right. And they they have an AMA title at the end of the thing for some reason. The AMA guy shows up there, and but it's it's an MX Sports thing. The fact that Feld and AMA are just like like double middle finger to you, FIM. Like fuck off. Like they deserve a penalty, but this. It's ridiculous. And chances of those guys even remotely knowing what the fuck's going on with our series that gave the fines, slim. Dude, I, uh, it, listen, it is a definite F you to American racing that those guys are doing over there. Yeah. I wonder how the how the teams, like for me, like, because, you know, Mitch and all these guys have been around for so long and they have teams, you know that they have frustration. Oh, Mitch hates this. Mitch with, hates with this. Like, it, like if I owned a team, like I would step up and hire Brock right away just to like almost show AMA like hey I support this guy yeah. this guy's going racing you yeah. know cuz it sounds like they're trying to screw him give this guy a shot yeah Mitch hates it he hates it he's just like why do we need these guys and and there is there is no reason there's no reason to not have our own drug testing on our own penalty service except for one reason cost it's going to cut into the fucking profit of Feld mm-hmm. to do this yeah. that's why they don't do it right. that's why because it's going to be, you're going to need testing, you're going to need administration, you're going to need a lab, you're going to need everything else. Instead, they just said, ah, let's get FIM to do it via via the water guys. Hmm. There's no reason to not do it other than cost. So that's the reason they don't do it. It's going to cut. It's very expensive to do it. Well, look what you guys did. You got in bed with a bunch of guys who hate fucking American motocross and supercross, and now this is what we get. And honestly, what has it done for our sport? Like having these tests, uh, we need testing. I understand that, yeah. but like busting guy. Let's say the guys that we have busted. What has it done for us? Has it bettered our sport? It hasn't done anything for us yet. It hasn't been like, 
yep, this is exactly what you took. This is why you won. This is the reasons why you did it. You're suspended. Yeah. The guys that got suspended, James had Adderall or whatever he had. Yeah. Obviously, looking back on it now, the fucking guy needed it, and he had it for a reason. Well, but he didn't fill the paperwork, so he deserves a penalty. Okay. But that actually, yeah. I understand that now. Yeah. Cade, Brock, these guys yeah. are fucked. I heard, you know, from Cade some of the reasons. I'm like, this is so dumb. It's, it's, it's bad. It's, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And these damn guys can't take care of their own. That's what I got to say. Uh, great show. Keep it up. This is, it's ridiculous. Can't believe it. Thanks for what you do. Bye. Hey, this message is for Travis Marks. Hey, Marks. Would it be possible to get a way to use the sound drops on the app as a text tone or something like that? That would be really cool. It was just an idea I had. Thanks, man. Can you can you do that? Uh, I don't know about Android because I don't know that much about it. But on an iPhone, not through the app. No, we would have to like specifically make them available through the iTunes Store as ringtones. So. Oh, okay. Can but, we can we play that Alex Ray clip again? Can we use that as a as a as your phone ring as your ring? Yeah, people would love to hear this all day. Right. He's just in my ass. <laughs> Imagine that every time what you get a talking text. about. Uh, Carlin Gardner, I think. Yeah. Oh. LCQ or something. Oh. <laughs> and he was. Was he snapping his fingers? No, no, he was doing that. Oh. He was just pounding. It's like, dude. TMI. Set yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Hey, Steve, Bill Dirt here. Just wanted to say that I enjoyed your No Fear story a lot, and uh, who didn't have a No Fear shirt back in the day? I agree. Thanks for Thanks. reading it. Bye. Thank you. Hey, Paul. Uh, I'm just calling to, to give you a little bit of credit um, against JT and these GP guys that are mm-hmm. coming over. Thank you. I've tweeted and texted you guys or whatever a few times about missing the boat on Covington and everything. I, I get it. They're, they won some races in the GPs, but when our – this isn't the 450 class, but when our 250 guys race against them, Hampshire's are, are arguably a 6-10 to 10 guy. He goes 1-1 at WW Ranch in a GP event, you know, last year and everything like that. So <clears throat> this was a mud race. Would have thought they had had an advantage. I know it's the first round. Covington – really needs to figure it out or he's going to be up without a ride and Hunter Lawrence I feel bad you know he did kind of go down and everything like that but these guys are not going to come over here and run top three or four our guys in the 250 class are really fast Plessinger even at this nation's probably should have won his race um and that's that so our 250 guys are better plain and simple yeah they got some 450 guys that can run with us um, on any given day, but the 250 is a different world. And also about the designations and your rant about USA not going, I agree 100% because Giuseppe only cares about money, and I really strongly believe that if USA doesn't go, honestly, it's just another GP. If, if, if Canada wouldn't go with all their issues and everything right now, and I really feel bad for Courtney, by the way, if they don't go and we don't go, it's just a bunch of GP riders doing Olympic-style format. I really think it would hurt the event and, and everything. I know we haven't won, but we are the stars of the show, like you say. So I say don't go. 
David a couple years, they're going to realize that no one really cares that much. Half mm-hmm. the country, you know, United States, everything's probably not going to watch it or care or be invested in it like they would. Um, it would hurt them. I really do think so. I think it would lose a lot of luster regardless if we've won or not because um, there was a couple years we could have won. We're at least relevant. So thanks. Sorry it was so long. Have a good day. Bye. That's all. Oh, okay. That's it. Voicemails. Uh, real quickly, uh, Nick, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Steve? What's up? Hey, just wanted to throw a quick phrase out there for uh, Henry Miller. I met him over the weekend, and I uh, just wanted to give it up to that kid for keeping his head high and going to the races. Yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, big accident on the way to Hangtown. What, what are you doing? Why are you standing up? Stretching my legs. Okay. Uh, yeah, big accident on the way to Hangtown, and uh, he's still racing. And uh, pulled a good start in that first moto, man. Yeah, he was man. good. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I was standing right there by the gate, that second moto. That was a pretty gnarly crash right in front of me. Yeah. Uh, no, Henry's a good dude. Thanks for calling, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yep. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'd argue that Artivity, uh, Prado would probably be really good. Yeah, Prado and Hurlings are elite talent. Yes. Roxon. They're elite, you know. But after that, I mean, Jacoby. Jacoby's good. Yago Gertz. Uh, I would say Vlandrin, Jacoby would do good here. All right. Uh, before we do the Kiefer After Dark, we're going to wrap this thing up. I'm going to read my sponsor list, and both of you are going to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I read the sponsor list. All right? Are we ready for this? Okay. okay. All right, we're going to start with Aaron. BTOsports.com. The truck. BTOs team truck. Okay. Fly Racing. Jason Thomas. Race Tech. Wyatt. Who's Wyatt? You don't know Wyatt at Race Tech? No. He's the guy. W- WP guy Wyatt? No. I don't know his last name. Okay. He's the guy. He's the guy. Okay. All right. If you get anything done at Race Tech, it's... I thought Rob was the guy. Yeah. Well, Rob's, what about Rob? Rob's like the Tony, and I'm the Wyatt. Okay. Got it. Fair enough. What's Nick? Yeah. Nick's. What's cooler? Uh, there's there's a lot of good guys okay. out there. That's hard to pick. No hate comps. <laughs> no, no hate comps. Can yeah. I change my answer? Yeah. I, I, I like that new fly helmet. Formula. Yeah. Are you wearing that? I'm wearing it, yeah. Oh, I thought you were a showy guy. Oh, well, I, I, I'm, a little, uh, I'm a little back and forth. Dude. Oh. Very touchy waffle, stuff. Waffle, really? Waffle, waffle. Do not talk to him about that. Very oh, touchy. No, 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 no. It, it's a good helmet. You, it yeah. is a good, helmet. a good helmet. It is a really good helmet. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, Vortex Racing. Power. He doesn't know. He doesn't. It's sprockets and bars. Vortex? Yeah. Do they not make... E- you're talking about ECUs. No. H- how about, uh, like, like reed cages? Oh, v- reeds, yeah. Two strokes, bro. Uh, that's... that's uh, I don't that's know who you're V-force. thinking of. V-Force. V-Force. Oh, oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. All right, here we go. Test rider. Test rider. Travis Preston, everybody. The segment never goes well. <laughs> hey, you got confused too, right? Uh, yeah, he yeah. got me on that one. Yeah. Marks, why do we do this? I, I still wonder to this day, but, you know, it's entertaining. <laughs> Roost MX. Roost MX. Jacob Hayes. Very good. Vertex Pistons. KTM. X-Brand Goggles. You. EVS Sports. Knee braces. Mission Starcross 5. Nick. That's what he runs. Firepower batteries and chains. Good chains. Maxima USA. Suspension clean. You don't say dogger? Everybody says dogger. I don't know dogger. You should know dogger. Good chain loop. Pro filter. Throw them away. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. FMF. Uh, the fatty. Atlas neck brace. Safety. Works connection. Uh, start buttons. Guts Racing. Awesome seats. Really good seats. Get Data. Yamaha's. 
OGO Power Sports. <laughs> Good bags. I've had mine 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Eagle Grit. Good stuff. Yeah. WUSA. Great wheels and good people. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. I know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> LA Honda World. Get your ridgeline, bro. Yep. Ride engineering. Clamps. Intense bicycles. Oh, pedal assist electric. Love it. Taser life. Uh, Ride-engineering.com. Pulpamex20 is the code to save. The product of the week is the Axle Blocks with a Honda Axle for KTMs and Huskies. Complete kit, $99, available in black or orange. It fits 2013, 19 KTMs and 16 and 19 Husky models. Originally developed with Dungeon and Roxon back in the day. So the KTM, the uh, chain adjuster and axle block is all built into the into the axle, which is really weird. The left side is fixed. Yeah, why do they do that? I do not know. I asked I asked Lytle the other day, yep. and he couldn't give me an answer either. <laughs> and why do they use Why do they use um, uh, screws? Yeah, wood screws. Wood screws. Yeah, yeah. There, there are less and less of them. But are they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, they stop with the wood There's screws. There's only a couple, and it's only on top of the subframe. Oh, okay. For the plastic. Yep. So. Um, so anyways, uh, left axle block is not locked into the axle like a stock design. Both blocks have tabs with alignment marks to make adjusting the chain easier. Full kit includes both ac- blocks and axle, locking nut and washer, making installation a 10-minute job. So you get everything you need in one kit. It's fantastic. Tabs allow for chain alignment using just eyesight without any measuring tools, and it's lighter than stock a little bit as well. So all of that helps out. Uh, flex is better than the, than the stock axle and uh, and all of that. So ridedeathsengineering.com. Pulpamex-20 is the code to save with those guys. You use the link at the Ride Engineering. You use the Clevis, right, as yeah. well? Link, link, Clevis, and the brake or clutch holder. Clutch the clutch holder. holder, right, clutch cable holder. So, yeah, MCR uses a, a Ride Engineering as well. Kiefer, you've got a lot of tests of them as well on your website. So, yep. uh, All right, so thanks for listening, everybody. We're coming to keep it after dark. But if you have a little ones in the truck. Turn it off. In Don't the car, me. turn it off. We're done. Thank you for listening. Thank uh, you to Webb. Yeah. Mosman, Marchbanks. I've only heard about this. Kiefer and this Preston and Morozak right, for coming I'm, in. I'm out. No, you're sticking around. This is good for you two. <laughs> these aren't even, honestly, these aren't even like, we've gotten some. Yeah, you came on a G-rated night. Yeah, it's a oh, G-rated good, Kiefer good. after dark. <sighs> yeah, it really is. It's G-rated. So, how jealous is Footnick going to be that you got to come in studio? He's hurting, probably. He's hurting. He's hurting. Sure. Are we done? we got to wrap the show up, remember? Yeah, yep. wrap, wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right, everybody. So, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Thank See you. See you next week. Thank you. And we're back. Okay. Okay. I'm here for the gangbang. Kiefer After Dark, everybody, where you submit the official uh, questions for Chris Kiefer here to help you out. Woo! As usual, these are Second win. anonymous. Uh, here we go. So this is from Campy. Uh, Kiefer, first, props to you for being an inspiration for all his 40-somethings that dream of getting out there and racing with the fastest dudes in the world. I went to Hangtown Apollo for the first time, mostly to cheer you on. That was a short day for him. Uh, my question. Uh, Campy, I just had a three-year relationship end partially because my chick thought I was too independent. And I was fine with going off and doing things alone without her, like Rams games or supercars races, things she's not interested in. She thought it was weird that I could go do that stuff on my own and have fun without her. Do I need to find a woman who has the same interests as me so, I can, I can do it, so we can do everything together? Or... Do I need to find a woman who's secured enough to let me go on my own to do my dude stuff like races without feeling neglected? Mm. I tend to connect with women who end up needing constant reassurance that they're, that they're my top priority. What should I do differently the next time in order to find a chick who is secure enough to let me go out and my, get my moto fixed without feeling threatened? I'll start, and then you can. But okay, this is good, good for you, too. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, 
You need to find someone, and Travis and I are different on this. I, you need to find someone that you can do things with that you like. If you like to cycle, if you like to run, you like to dirt bike. I feel like you need a woman that has the same interests as you, but also gets when you do those interests that you guys do together, that you like to do them with your homies at times without her. Heather is a perfect example of this. Heather bicycle, she, she's active with me, she does the same kind of shit, she wants to go. But if I say, hey, me and Steve are going on a bicycle ride, we'll be back in two hours, she's not like, ooh, she's not hating on life. If I want to bounce, she's like, okay, I'll see you when you get home, no problem. You need to have a balance. And to get that, yeah, you like that? when you date this chick, when you start dating her, you just tell her straight up, look, I'm stoked that you can do this stuff together, but sometimes I like to go do my own thing with my homies. I'm not going to go bang chicks. I'm not looking for chicks. I just want to go hang out with my guys. You need a chick that shares the same interests, but you need to understand that you need to do your own thing. Travis? Yeah, I mean, personally for me, I, I, I think it works best when you have a chick that can do stuff with you. But I think what it comes down to is he said that a chick that needs a lot of uh, reassurance. Right. If she needs a lot of reassurance, something has gone wrong before that he's not going to be able to fix. He needs to find a chick that has some confidence that doesn't need so much reassurance. Maybe she needs to be a little bit independent like he is, too. But yes? yeah, I, uh, I, I disagree with both of you. So. What do you think? Well, I mean, I mean, Pookie and I, we're pretty independent, both of us. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're an exception to the rule. You think? Yes. I mean, because she does not care what I do. I don't care that much what she does. Right. I'm more of a stalker on what she does than she is with me. Right. I have I go mountain biking or dirt biking. But she's secure. She's confident. She doesn't have any issues. Right. That's I travel all every weekend. You know. I mean, look at the other day when I was Dale Davis. I went mountain biking in the morning. Yeah, but that's normal. Came back home, did a Moto sixty show, and left and went dirt biking, and then left and drove to your house. I could do. She the same. never saw me. Here's the difference. I could do the same thing. I just choose to do it be at home. Like you, you're different. Oh, well, we know. Right. But, so, I mean, I don't know. If he wants to do his own thing with his homies, but yet still want to hang out with this chick, he has to make sure she understands that at the beginning. That's partial his fault. He needs to communicate. That's a lot of guys' situations. It's their own fault when, because they when, don't talk. When you were dating Heather or when you were dating your ex, mm -hmm. did she go to the track with you all the time? Like, just to watch you ride? Like, Pookie would never do that. That's like, a rider thing. See my mean? see my only riders do that, a lot. <laughs> like like pro riders. Yeah, have their girls at the show. Well, I don't know about that because I see guys with chicks There's, there. It's starting to become a mechanic thing, but I mean, well, like, see my my day was different because back in my day the mechanics didn't go to the track as much as they do now. Right. So my chick, I needed somebody to hold the pit board. I needed somebody to run the stopwatch. So. So you know, she did. She They're did. Definitely an oh. asset. Yeah. yeah. Heather never went with me a lot when we first started dating. It's only when we got later in our relationship that she started going to help me do certain things. But I wasn't just, like, bringing her. Because most of the time yeah, when I okay, went riding, so, I was working. So the question is, isn't really uh, applicable to you got to because you're professionals and you needed the help. Right. But what about just going riding and you see your bros bringing their wives and girlfriends and just oh, they just sit there. Her. Yeah. Because most of the time, dudes don't, chicks don't want to go. I think it's cool, though, that the chick's into it and wants to watch you. Like, like Heather, you know, I think that's cool. Well, would you want to go watch her... Like Pookie went to a cal calligraphy class two weeks ago. Well, I mean, you guys, I'm not, I'm you sure guys I'm, all have to have your own I'm thing, not, though. I'm not going to watch her, dude. dude. Yeah, well, I mean, like, 
I want Heather. I would wish Heather was back figure skating because she used to do that before she met. Or right when yeah. I started dating her, I went yeah. and watched her. I, I'd love to go support her in something, but she doesn't have like anything. She goes and does like half marathons. While I go, me and Aiden go watch her, but yeah. past that, she just works and comes home and with, yeah, like, does stuff with us. I want to go riding. Pookie's like, should I go on? I'm like, no. See, that's one. Like, I like doing a lot of things with a girl, but riding, that's like one thing I just kind of like to do by myself. Okay. All right. Aaron? But I don't mind if the chick watches. That's okay. Yeah, she'd come hang out. All right. Uh, Austin says, this is uh, Kiefer After Dark. Kiefer, I was recently at a party, and I knew these two sister bikes. The one sister bike is a good friend of mine, and the other sister bike I'm into, but I don't see her that often. I don't know her that well. The bike that I'm into has a boyfriend right now. The liquor was flowing at this party, and she made it very clear that she wanted to be ridden that night. We ended up not riding that night, but the decision has been killing me ever since. I didn't take her for a ride because I didn't want to cause problems with the sister. Mm-hmm. I know both of them are not, are, are not pumped on the boyfriend now. I am going to see the bike I'd like to ride here soon and maybe be in a relationship with this bike. Do I bring that night up or do, that we both remember, or do I just talk to her and try to connect with her more? I don't see this bike too often right now. I have to make it good. Thanks for the health keeper. Hashtag, do you ever turn down rides on good bikes? I yes. think he did the right thing, for one, for not doing it. Yes. He probably uh, is kicking himself in the ass later on at home. When he got home, I wish I could have got some, and he didn't. But he did the right thing because the sister, and she knew, and he knew the other sister. Now that he wants to have a relationship with her, no, you don't bring it up. Why would you bring it up? What about the fact that she was going to cheat on her boyfriend, and then you're going to go with her, and she's going to cheat on you? Yeah, she's like a cheating kind. That's the thing. You don't bring it up to her. If she's, if you feel it out, go out with her, get to know her, and see what she's like. And she's still kind of scandalous and what sketchy. What about the sister? Yeah, well, whatever. Whatever. No. Beat it. Beat it. Yeah. Okay. I'm out. Aaron, anything? Same thing. Travis. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. This is from LS. Kiefer, I just went from a 350 to a 125. My new bike is amazing. Riding it is like nothing I've ever ridden before. My, la- my relationship with my new bike seems to be great. I've been told I'm the best to ever ride it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like my new bike is wanting a new owner. What should I do? Hashtag big bore. How does he want? I'm, I'm, I'm confused. That's too. confused too. Like you say everything's great. She says you're good. But she, how do you think she, he, she wants a new owner? I feel like my new bike is wanting a new owner. That's not enough information for us to give you a, a correct answer, sir. Okay. All so right. maybe so you should write back and give us some more detail. Again. Okay. Fantastic. We're not going to give out just bullshit answers we care about this segment right and we care about you that's right give me some more detail and i can give you a more detailed answer okay thank you fair enough all right that's it for keeper after dark that's all we got yeah no no we it it gets deep sometimes yeah yeah it gets you You got lucky i know i usually turn this shit off (laughs) yeah and if you're bareback and be careful dude <laughs> See, those are the good shows. <laughs> things yeah, like that, that. Things yeah. like that come up quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Cooper Webb, Michael Mosman, Garrett Marchbanks. What's your best interview tonight, Travis? Uh, best interview tonight, man. You know, Garrett, because he's really? young. I thought he did great. Seventeen years old. Right. To talk on the phone like that, you got calling in. It's it's, I, it's hard. I uh, so I made fun of him in one of my columns because the night he got second at San Diego, he was just sitting there on the podium like this, like, "Yeah, I'm really good. I'm really happy." And so I made fun of him, like, "Kid, you just got second, like, or third, second or third? I think oh, it's third. Okay, I'm like, you should be super stoked. Like, this is awesome, right? Like, podium, super awesome." He found me a couple weeks later and was like, "Hey, man, uh, I just want to introduce myself." And he introduced himself. I knew who he was, anyways. 
He's like, I saw what you wrote. I, he was, we're just not that exciting people. Like, my dad's the same way. Like, we just don't freak out. Like, I just want, I just want you to know that. <laughs> See, that's cool. He's he kind of blacked out in the interview. He, he was like, I was super happy inside, though. Trust me. I was really happy. <laughs> that's like, cool. Yeah, I like- I'm, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I, I, yeah, yeah, I respect that. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Just like this. Yeah. Just be yourself. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, Kiefer, best interview tonight. Uh, Webb. It's always good. Yeah, I web's agree. good. Yeah, web's good. Uh, Aaron, thanks for coming by, man. Yeah, Appreciate no it. I hope Thank you, you for all your help, Aaron. Thank yeah, you for your help. Yeah. yeah, you and Cooler absolutely had killed a blast it. Last last two weeks with you guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, you don't have to say that, but it's fun. Thank <laughs> you. I, I did. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I asked him straight up. I, I had a blast though. Seems a listen, little no, much. I did. I, I asked did. him as I was leaving the track. I go, "Hey, man, thank you very much. Did you have a good time?" He's like, "Do you regret anything?" And he's like, "Dude." These last past weeks are one of the best times I've had. Like hey, he, he hasn't, him, he hasn't tell gone him what to the I said. What what did I tell you? I don't know. <laughs> See, that's, <laughs> that's, where, that's why I don't that's, help you. Yeah, that's that's, that's why I don't help you. What I did you know. say? We had a talk about what? We talked about a lot of shit about your mechanic. What did I say? I don't know. Go ahead. Oh my god. Go. I said. So I said. You know, it's it's a lot of work. I said you got to get him something special. Get him a good gift. Find him something special. Because mm-hmm. a mechanic's a hard job. Yeah. You're telling me, bro. I'm hooking him up. We got. We okay. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting he you know. He got him some gear. I appreciate camera, what he yeah. did. I so and I wasn't there. Yeah. I told. What'd him you get your manager? Nothing. Oh, cool. Awesome. Thanks. We, he Sorry, drove Steve. to Vegas. Dude. I got it's you a poster, a signed poster. <laughs> Thanks. Put it right up there with my contract. Yeah. Woo. Um. No, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. you and Cooler both did, did awesome. No, no, re- no hate comms for I me. I really had fun. Yeah, yeah no did. hate comms. And I had a good time with you guys. I, I, yeah. It was a fun time. Uh, Mike Genova, Tony Lessie. Yeah, it's awesome. They, yeah, they, they did peeps. really, Thank you they very did really much. well. So, uh, that's awesome. So uh, this weekend, Colorado, I will not go. I will be in Calgary for the first round of the Canadian series. I will see Footnick there and Tony and Mike. I'm excited and for two that will come one, up. Yeah. yeah, that'll be a really good battle. Yeah. I think Colton and Phil and Cole Thompson and Gerke are going to – maybe Mike – He'll be up there. Mike's good at Calgary. Oh, Mike good is good at Calgary. Yeah, oh, that's his place. Yeah. So, uh, Preston, thank you for coming. I wish you came in more often, man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I, I wish I had the time. This, we this both have testing in the morning. Yes, we both have to go to work tomorrow. Separate so. tracks. Yeah, but we got a long week, both of us. Uh, yeah, you're great for the show. I always appreciate you coming in. Uh, congratulations on that Super, 125 Supercross title too. Thank you. A time ago, appreciate. He is it. wearing the championship watch right now. Well, not right now, not but right it's here. Now, but yeah. Oh, is that what is that what the watch was for? He he just like I I always have a watch on, and he just commented, "You're wearing a Rolex, dude." I'm driving and I'm like, up I here, and I look it. over, and I see this fucking thing flashing, and it says Rolex. I'm like, "When the hell did you get a Rolex? How much was that?" He's like, "Oh, it's like five. I go five hundred. He's like, "Not five thousand. And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Oh, it's my championship." Yeah, Rolex. I'm like, "Oh." No he just doesn't pay attention. See, we talked about yeah, this. That's why it, I don't he, help him. He doesn't. He does. He didn't pay attention to me one time doesn't for all the, all the all the things I told him. <laughs> nothing. Nope. Nothing. He's just he's just straight T- ahead. Tunnel keeper. vision. Yep. Straight ahead. Worried about keeper. Heather. Yep. I am too. Home life's too good. Yeah. Home life's too good. Uh, so yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you Swiss Core and Moser. Thanks Pookie. Thank you Heather. Ma- uh, Marks. Thanks Marks. Thank you buddy. Thanks Marks. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank see, you. See you next week. All right. Denver. Sure. You, you coming yeah. in Monday? Yeah, we'll see. When are you riding, bro? There you go. Yeah. Peck, 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 Well, I lost Berlut. Berlut is MIA. Berlute, yeah. 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 He is gone. Come on, Berlut. He, he is not responding yeah, to texts. Yeah. Really? He's not responding to texts. There's only anything. one reason why that happens. Pussy. I mean, honestly, yeah. if he's not okay, I'm going to feel real bad. But I think that's what it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. He's not responding to, hey, Berlut, you want to <laughs> ride? Like, anything. Man. Western has a new layout. 
Lots of How fun. Do, do that? If yeah. anybody's seen Berlut, please have him contact us. Yeah, please. Put that Berlut signal in the sky. Get the milk carton out for Berlut. Yeah, so, Marks, well, I need you to go riding, yeah. So. Yeah, I'll have a straight shaft soon, so we'll be good to go. Good to hear. Yep. It's shock shaft, Ben. Okay. So, uh, thanks to you people for listening. I really appreciate it. Again, thanks to our sponsors. Uh, thanks to uh, all you guys for listening. Thanks for our in-studio guest. We will see you next week. Lipstick on your dipstick? There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.